Ooh, we're Ooh. back. We are. Hey, we're, we're rested. Hey, out there in uh, in TV land, uh, how did you like this week's part one as compared to last week's part one? I hope favorably, <laughs> or else we should quit. If I hear one complaint from any one of you, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> we were such good boys. We did a great job. We tested multiple times. Building up an abundance of good boy points. Before we even put it out there. So everything should be hunky-dory. But what? also might not be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, with 100% certainty guaranteed we didn't fuck this up. But we... 84%. Okay. That's a B plus. <laughs> I'll hey. B plus it. That's better than I did most things in school, so... Yeah. What was your GPA? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they calculated GPAs in public schools. Oh, mine was 100. We're talking about getting pussy average. I should have uh, well, I should have specified. Thanks for getting, thanks for getting us demonetized uh, within the first minute of the podcast. Well, apparently it's 15 seconds, but also it's not 15 seconds. So Are you allowed to say the F word? Uh, no, fuck. <laughs> um, definitely not in the first 15 seconds. Okay, well, I didn't in the first 15 seconds. Yeah. But I said I think, it twice think, in the first minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. And you said, you probably said goddamn in the first 15, so we'll see what they think about that. I don't know. Don't be religious prudes, YouTube. No one cares Susan, about your God. Susan, are you listening to me? <laughs> God, Susan, I swear. Swear. I swear to, to Jesus Christ. I swear. Oh, man. Every time I hear uh, an emphatic I swear to, I cannot help but think of, I think a fairly, well, probably sometime around 2002, I would guess, Scrubs episode, mm -hmm. where Dr. Cox says in the show, I swear to Allah something. Yeah. And then in every subsequent airing, it is terribly dubbed over, I swear to Aisha. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that clip. Pisses me I've off. I've seen that clip. Yep. That is very true. Also, like the news radio episode, where there, the B-plot is Bill... Phil Harbin, R.I.P., mm. trying to get away with saying penis on the radio a bunch of times and getting censored and stuff. But then, in some sort of cruel meta twist, they censor, like, they cut out right. a chunk of penises. They circumcise the episode. Wow. <laughs> they gave the episode a briss. Yep. I wonder who would give something a briss. I don't know. Uh <laughs> A, a, a moil? I think if we make peace with the fact we're never getting monetized again, I think we'll be happier for it. You said it, not me. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be really hard next episode when we have maybe the... Oh, maybe the... Donny Kravitz is going to screw us forever! <laughs> oh, no! Maybe the thriftiest of all thrifty movies we've ever watched. <laughs> it's so thrifty. It's so thrifty. I think it's what Macklemore wrote Thrift Shop about. Oh! Yeah. He's and Ryan Lewis. And Ryan Lewis. Credit words too. Okay, fine. He's talking about like a deli? No, you're, you're mispronouncing Adele. <laughs> talking about Adele? Adele is my favorite singer. <laughs> it's like Akinyele, who didn't put it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, I've always been pronouncing Adele like Akinyele. Akinyele. Uh, what else is going on? Hi, I'm, I'm Drew. I'm Scott. Welcome to the pod. And that's the show. Welcome to the worst year of our lives. We took a break. Frequently known as the news. We took a break. We got a food. My first food of the day. I don't know if you had food earlier. 
I didn't. Yeah, so that's probably why we were dying before we yeah. had food, because we had literally zero calories. I mean, ourselves. also, we had been talking for, like, two-plus hours, and we weren't even close to being done yet. So that might also... It also could, on the table. Imagine if All we were so good at this job I that we could so be done gay. reviewing... Three or four movies plus uh, news in like less than two hours. What do you mean? What Could you, you what even are you talking about? Well, what you're saying is an impossibility. Unless you're redrawing the laws of physics. What if we were professionals? Unless you're a gayer Isaac Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I suck Newton. Oh, pretty good. Now, does that mean he sucks? Or he or somebody named Newton? <laughs> Yeah, good. Question. No, I think I think he sucks. I, Isaac Newton strikes me as a, a bottom, hmm. and not a non-penetrated bottom. Okay. Yeah, I can't say that I agree with his lifestyle or methods, but uh... or uh, treatises on optics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drew's anti-physics. I'm anti-physics. Not a lot of people know that. I'm anti a lot of things, but. Physics is number one. Name a second thing. <laughs> I, I'd rather not. Okay. I'd rather play that close to the vest. How about you do that next week during Daddy Kravitz, and you say, what, one more, mm. oh, we'll, we'll do a slow reveal over the course of the podcast. Drew will say one more thing he's anti every week, and next week he'll say it during our review of the apprenticeship of Daddy Kravitz. It's funny that Duddy. you, it's funny that you Kravitz. think we're going to remember that. Oh, we're not. But you'll, but you also will... Uh, basically make it clear that you are anti-something <laughs> during that review. So I think we're pretty safe. You're correct. <laughs> um, here's important things you need to do. You need to go to manscaped.com and use promo code CATS20, C-A-T-S-2-0. You need to... Don't forget, what? it's uh, money value and not use of the code. So yes. buy it all. Spend a bunch there. Buy out their entire back catalog. Buy Manscaped. Blow out com. their entire back catalog. <laughs> blow, blow out Manscaped's back. Uh, or literally buy God, the company. Blow their back. <laughs> buy the company and give us a better deal. That's on the table, too. The um, And you know what? You can still do your request, guys. I don't know why we say it. I don't know why you keep doing it, but this is just the dance we have gotten ourselves into, and uh, perhaps until the end of time. Uh, you can still request movies for this thing you're listening to right now for $50 minimum a pop to paypal.me slash not Scott Henson. Drew is going pretty hard on a 90-minute time limit for 90 movies. 90-minute cap. Uh, so if you're feeling 90 something... 90-minute cap. If you're feeling something more than 90 minutes, probably send more than $50. Just saying. If you don't want an angry Drew on your hands. If you don't want to get the Kemu coffee treatment... <laughs> <laughs> or or Eve treatment from uh, from last uh, from last part. Uh, neither of which were length-related, but were quality-related. <laughs> oh, you also pick something good. That... Uh, yeah, like thing. something that's entertaining or has good substance for us to speak upon. Don't just pick something because A, you think it's good, B, you like anime. You like anime. <laughs> you like anime. Uh, three, you think like, oh, this is a really bad movie, but bad in the sense that it's poorly made and there's nothing funny or fucked up or gross about it. Don't pick something because Unders you are understand what quality is. Yeah, yeah. Or like, it doesn't have to be a great movie. It has to be a movie worth talking about. 
Because there are bad movies worth talking about. There are also bad movies that are hella boring and there's nothing to say. So don't pick those. But especially, don't pick movies if you are A, homeless, B, gay, 3, have AIDS, or 4, are new in town. In that order. In that order. In order of importance. Okay. Okay. In ascending order of importance. Ascending order of, of importance. <laughs> yeah. Most importantly, new in town. New in town. <laughs> um... There's all that. There's uh, you can join the YouTube channel, and get the apps early, become and a thick hog, become, become a thick a hog. Thick there hog. will be thick hog badges dangerously soon. Pretty much once uh, Karaxa hears this, <laughs> and uh, and then we I already DM'd her mid and set mid pods. Oh, between mid pods. pods, look at you, and just said, "Hey, I hear you're doing cool badges. I can't wait to see them." And then she said. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Scott to give me the go-ahead, and that's really cool, and good luck with your match tomorrow, which Amazing. was two days ago, and two both days of us ago got hurt. And went well. Nope. Uh, both of us got hurt. Scott's in the hospital still. Oh, no. And I'm in a dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're both in medically induced comas. Yeah. Where the orderlies are having their way with us. <laughs> we're, we're in medically induced fursuits. Get this man in a fursuit! Now! <laughs> it's the only way to save his life! Yeah. <laughs> and then creepy people can pay money to diddle us while we're unconscious. <laughs> well, how do you think hospitals make money? That's exactly. That's how they do. Not the, not the government. Not privatized Medicare. Mm-mm. It's from uh, letting weirdos come in and <laughs> molest uh, coma patients. In fursuits. In fursuits. <laughs> Both in fursuits. They're in fursuits, we're in fursuits. Yes. They have to put one on. Yeah. It's like a biohazard suit. <laughs> it's the safest way to diddle someone in a hospital. <laughs> yeah. That way you don't know who it is and they don't know who you are. That's true. Anonymity is key. Yeah. Even if one of them is in a coma. He's in a coma, but you still don't want to know. You don't want I don't want to know. Nope. <laughs> I don't want to wait for a fursuit sex to be over. <laughs> Uh, Scott, I hear you got a cameo. I do have a cameo. Cameo.com slash scoot. Pay me to say something, good or bad. I like Preferably bad. Preferably good. I, oh, like, I like good. I like bad as long as Drew doesn't have to film it. Yeah, you haven't had to film in a while. I only had to film one, and it was the worst thing of my entire life, so... I've, I've pulled off the rest did by you, myself. Did, did you get any form of comp- like of, of end result for that? Uh, the art hasn't shown up yet. That's, that's what, what I was asking. What you're asking? Uh, was it was it ever going to show up? I don't know. And uh, have, have, have you had any communication since then? Um, let's go to the DMs. And also, cameos the best. Okay, because you have to pay for DMs. That yeah, you told me that. That's pretty wild. That that's awesome. That's pretty wild. Uh, is this my guy? Yep, that looks like feet. So gross. Sends me. A drawing, drawing. Like, like a portrait drawing, just yeah. like you know, shoulders up of the of the no teeth kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay. Who's the no teeth kid? One of the kids is like, oh, the kid with the missing front teeth. Yeah, the no teeth kid. I thought you meant like no teeth, like gummers. Oh, full gummer, full gummers is what I thought <laughs> no, you meant. Partial I was like gummer. no thanks. The, <laughs> no, this. Uh, pardon me, the partial gummer from Stranger Things. Yeah. Um. I, uh, ba, ba, ba. Hey, hey, Scott, this is cool for me. Love wrestling, have since I was a kid, and love art. I was wondering if you'd be down for a subject for my art. Here's one of the most recent pieces. It'll take time, but I can show you the finished piece after. Uh, and I say, great. And then, follow up question Mind doing the piece barefoot? 
like this one and a much we already uh, talked about this yep uh, i said yeah sure and then instructions and then the video there you go thanks i'll work on the drawing tomorrow this was a month ago uh and by the way man for a wrestler you take good care of your feet <laughs> anyway i'll see what i can do with it tomorrow thanks once again i'm like hey uh great um are you drawing it like regular furry i don't know where you're coming from art wise he's like regular and it's going to take time for the drawing but i can do uh yeah and he, he gave me a five-star review very nice and uh and thanks and thanks and that was december 10th a month ago more so, than a month ago so you're clearly getting that art i'm gonna hit him back up right this second live on air no, I oh, have okay. to. I have to craft my message. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's most of it. Cameo live. Cameo dot com slash scoot. Still requests. Use Manscape. Become a thick hog. I guess a dude dog, but you want to be a thick hog or higher. Yeah. Uh, or ants on a log. Or ants on a log. Uh, at Sarian Softpaws on social media, except for Letterbox, which I'm Drew Sarian. At not Scott Henson on now. Twitter, and if you're following me, go follow Drew. Cowards. Or I'm going to start unfollowing myself. Everyone who's not also following Drew. We're getting into Ooh, we're getting into threats now. That's a good threat. I'm cleaning the house. Thank you. I appreciate it. Although it's still a pity party. But, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say this right now. I'm gay. Uh, Scott, we say that every episode. <laughs> like, it's not news. No, this is the news, and that's not news. It's not news. Um. I don't care so much about the minorities. I'm not. uh, I'm not a person. Drew Bush doesn't care about bigger audience. Yeah. However, however, it is ridiculous to me that there are people that comment or like or like retweet things that are like art of us stuff about wrestling stuff about the pod and don't follow me. Yes, that's ridiculous. That pisses me off. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It is crazy when someone like, like, quote retweet something of mine or like fine if you saw something on your scrolling and liked something okay, but anything beyond like commenting stuff like that yeah. and you're not following, yeah, it's so weird. Why off. wouldn't you follow? Get out of here. Yeah, you're interested. Get on the train. You're peeking. I see you peeking. I'm peeking all over myself but, right now. But if you're not if you're not gonna follow through with the like, then get out of my life. Yeah. Uh, also, one quick thing that always always really freaks me out. How about the fact that there's an Andrew Zarian involved in professional wrestling? Yes. I just saw a tweet of his. I think um, we maybe talked about it once before. Yeah, I think he does that for a wrestling yeah, observer. Because yeah. uh, if you were talking legal government kayfabe wrestling names, my name would be Andrew Sarian. Yes. And this is Andrew Zarian. Your real fake name yeah. would be Andrew Sarian. Yeah. And, and there is so, an Andrew, a, a real, non, a real, real, not real fake. Real fake. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Zarian yeah. in wrestling. Fictions. Not real. Would you? So not, not nonfiction. Real so fiction. <laughs> not, not real. <laughs> Are you uh, proposing? And definitely a thing I should be saying publicly that we eliminate Andrew Zarian. 
Yeah. From, or we can do an, an Andrew Sarian versus Andrew Zarian Ooh. singles match. Winner gets to keep their name. Loser has to kiss the winner. Loser has to get uh, pulled into secondary at the border every time because <laughs> their name is like the name of a murder man. Their name is now Andrew Smith. Yeah, w- winner gets to keep their fake oh, name. Loser has to go Andrew loser Smith. Loser has to be Andrew Smith. That's that's the move. Yeah, that those, are, move. those are stakes. That is a sick Those move. are Omaha stakes. Omaha stakes. Uh, Scott, hey, would you like to talk about 1984's top secret exclamation I, point? I would, but no, I don't want to do this. But but I would unless love... unless you're going to talk about one of our eleven news topics. No, but I would like to somehow pad this out to about an hour fifteen before we talk about the first movie. No, oh, I don't want to play this game. Then this is a game that that no no matter who wins, we lose. Alien vs. Predator. Correct. <laughs> Which is the second episode in a row we made um, Okay, if you insist, let's talk about the movie. If I insist. Well, we got to save at least... Your your persuasive speaking classes have paid off. Good. Yeah. We have to, we have to save at least an hour for one movie and probably 40 <laughs> minutes for a second movie. So we're going to have a good amount of time before we so get to the So that only ones. leaves us like another seven. So we'll be, yeah. we'll be fine. We'll, we'll be out of here by uh, the time it turns a.m. Uh, 19, and then an 8, and then a 4. Oh, like that movie. Uh, top secret. I'm more of a, <laughs> I'm more of a bottom secret. <laughs> We're both bottom secrets. Non-penetrative bottom secrets. Non-penetrative bottom secrets. <laughs> Which is also the, the brand of deodorant we use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, given to us by... Oh, great question. That means I have to I, be... I thought, uh, I thought you were looking it up. That's why I was... Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so. Boy. <laughs> uh, I don't have them in order. I would love to delete that off of because, uh, the thing. I don't, want, I don't want to be heard saying that ever again. Yeah, no, you shouldn't You shouldn't feel good about it. Why, um... I can find it... Can I, am I going to find it faster than you and you send it to me? Yeah, you are. There it is. Oh, how could I have forgotten? Sonics! Our boy. I literally just got there as soon as you One of his better picks. I'll give him that. An interesting pick. I I honestly never look at who recommends the movies, mm-hmm. but there's one guy in here who's my guy. You got a guy? Uh, he's my guy. Although, two people. A guy and a girl. You got a guy and a girl, I a guy think. guy and a girl this yeah. week. Um, Sonics. You've made some weird choices. This one wasn't weird or bad. This, this was pretty fun. It's just worse airplane. <laughs> They're calling it Worse Airplane. Which I guess is Airplane 2. So this is Worse the, Airplane 2? Or is it better? Airplane 1.5. Yeah. I might call it Airplane 1.5. It and might half. be Airplane 1.5. Like, it's... There's some good stuff in it. It's... If you've seen Airplane, it's along the same lines because it is the it's same director. We, they call them Zaz. Zaz. Zucker. Abrams. Zucker. Hmm. Those names seem to be... Look, save it for Daddy Kravitz. Oh, we, can, we can't. <laughs> we can, just can't. Can I talk about how uh, Skeet Surfing USA might be my new jam? How did the... Okay, number one, it's a jam. It's a jam. Number two, how did the actual practice not catch on after this movie? I don't, I don't know. Skeet Surfing looks fucking looks rad. So Skeet much shooting fun. on surfboards? That's pretty... It's amazing. I love running... While fake Beach Boys is playing? Yeah, I love running to the waves with a with a, a, with a shot, gun, a shotgun Everyone running over into the shoulder, ocean with holding a surfboard shotgun. and running to the water to yeah. jump in. Amazing! Yeah, it's so good. Like it's such a banger. <laughs> yeah, and that's like the whole opening credits. And also, it's not just like 
It's not just Surfing USA. It's like it's like a beach. It's like a Beach Boys parody medley. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's all the Beach Boys. Yeah. It's great. Uh, a one one n- trivia piece that I have is I like that the film was a conscious mashup of World War Two and, and Elvis, Elvis Presley movie. movies. Yes, and that was intentional. Yes, and it's very odd. that is although, that is a choice. Although it's. After World War Two, yes. But also, at some points, it felt like it was like 1910, like something <laughs> like when they get into the into Germany. Yeah, like it's so old looking. Yeah, and like the the way that people act and their and their like houses and their clothing and stuff is like pre World War One. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit all over the place. Oh, and, and pre opening credits, there there's a good like. Uh, battle on a train scene, yep. which has a really good gag that I don't think I've seen before. They they do the uh, they're both on top of the train because that's where all train fights spill to. Yeah, you got to eventually make your way out to the roof. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, one one of them is a secret British operative who's played by Omar Sharif. Yep, which is I got st- a couple Omar Sharif things in this that are just insane. It is fun that Omar Sharif is in this. No, uh, yeah, it's continue. Anyways, so he chases the East German yeah. officer guy onto yeah. the roof, top of the train, and they do the classic. Uh, the good guys facing going forward, the bad guys facing going backwards, and good guy sees a uh, tunnel coming. Yeah. So he knows. I think it's just a bridge, it's not a tunnel. Oh yeah, something yeah. something that a you bridge need, over the train that tracks. you need to duck. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was like a bridge overpass yeah. thing. Um, and the bad guy doesn't see it, so they. Oh, yeah. they so Omar drops to, down flat. Yeah, and the the bad guy doesn't do anything because he doesn't know it's coming, and then he, he just <laughs> blasts through the bridge and is fine. Doesn't even move. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even like, sell it. Just blasts right like, through it. Huh. All right. <laughs> like, hmm? yeah, it was good. I, I, that set the tone. I'm like, okay, this is gonna have some funny stuff. This is this is gonna have airplane stuff. I'm yeah, I'm in for this. God forbid you pick airplane. You had to yeah. pick airplane one and a half, but whatever. One and a half. Well, I've seen airplane one a lot. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, yeah. So the story is sort of like espionage in East Germany after the war, mm-hmm. and you got Omar Sharif, who is like a British intelligence officer. But then you have like the German officers are sort of trying to I, I is their end goal to reunite berlin yes yeah so they're like trying to work out like their dirty reunite tactics. berlin under communism under communism uh so the, the the main general guy is also like loves music and concerts yeah so they're going to get this the biggest singer in America. They, well, they get this this Russian performer oh, supposed yeah, to come, so, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, but the American performer we got it can't make it." Yeah. So they're sending us this guy, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, I don't even know who that is." So they like pull out his record and play his record, and it's like it's like Elvis music, like yeah. it's, or it's like you know Elvis Beach Boys. Elvis Beach Boys yeah. type music, and uh, it's Val Kilmer. Yep. Who's playing like a Bobby Darin type? character yeah. sort of like like an elvis bobby darren as elvis as elvis yeah like like because he doesn't he doesn't no like he's elvis. not doing elvis and he doesn't look necessarily like no. elvis but yeah so 
he's going to come over and... Some and, of his songs are kind of Elvisy. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, here's an interesting thing that I had. That, uh, Val really sang all of his own I songs. I thought he did, and good for but him. But my note was, shame I didn't listen to any of them. <laughs> I didn't listen to all of each song, yeah. but I listened to some of each song, and I got the idea. <laughs> I don't like singing in movies. And I moved on. Unless it's But I'm like, this, good. this sounds like it's probably Val, Val, so kudos. It was Val. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so he he arrives and he's going to do like performance for these like uptight rich fancy German people. Yeah. Uh my next note is that I wrote down the one thing, the only thing I needed to learn in German ever is uh Va- like Val's meeting people and then the general like he's talking to whoever's like a secondary general or, or officer or whatever yeah. and he like they're talking and they point out the daughter and then he says to him in German is your daughter 18 and I'm like that's the only German I'll ever need to know that was very good yeah definitely keep that one in the back pocket uh, uh yeah so he he does he does the performance and he you know he does like this big wild like flashy Elvis like maybe yeah. like Jerry Lee Lewis kind of like kind of he fucks he fucks his cousin yeah uh, flashy like he's dancing all over the place and on top of tables on top of tables and, yeah. and kind of like you know making it like very like hip and American and they don't really like it so they kind of like uh, get get him out of there and they and they're yeah. r- rushing him to leave and they uh, they take him to the train and there is a amazing gag here that i like was so fucking funny so they show him getting on the train with like the people yeah. and outside the window there's like this kind of poor guy holding a package and these officers all swarm him you know like like they would be for somebody who they think is like yeah. smuggling or yeah. espionage and, and, and they, they, you know they've got like they've dogs. got german shepherds yeah. with them and the german shepherds are like losing their minds yeah. so they run over they grab him they start beating him up and then they grab the package out of his hands and throw it to the ground <laughs> and then they drag him away and then when you look down at the package it was just a, pa- a brown paper bag wrapped up full of dog treats or like dog bones and they blow the and, guy's brains and, and out and they brains out off screen and the dog just comes and eating the bones it was so good it was really good it was so good I don't know if it was this train trip or the train trip on the way to the first concert but they did all these like weird perspective Gags like they're in the train and it looks like the train has started moving. That was right after this. Is right after that this. was right after okay. this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, oh, sorry, we forgot the first train trip. He's painting. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's, he's so he's got, painting he's, while the train is moving. So the train is moving. He's yeah. got he's got the easel and the and the everything set up. Yeah, and he's like holding his thumb up to get perspective, and then yeah. he's going back to drawing. But again, the train is moving at like regular speed. Yeah, and then when it pans over he's to the painting, blur. it's like the blurry <laughs> smudge that he would see from looking out the window. That was so good. Yeah, but yeah, was... this this is the second train trip where all that stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. so it looks like the train departs. Because you see things moving. things moving out the window, and but then you see keep going, and the the plat the train platform is what has departed. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> and a guy the, running after it, and he jumps on the, the platform. Guy, yeah, the guy runs to chase and yeah. catch the platform while the train they're in hasn't left yet. Yes, yeah, and then there's like a a, a tag on the thing that's like uh something like. 
train platform shuttle or something. Yeah. And then like it's driving away, and then they then then things start moving again, and they think that the train is moving, yeah. but then you just see like a, a tree. Yes. That's on like something, and it's moving, and some guy's running full speed to, to catch and the jumps tree. on the tree, and then the tree like <laughs> takes off like down the thing. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know why I wrote this note because I, I I'm vocal about it every time, but I'm like I'm not care for singing movies. <laughs> I heard that. I, I don't know why I wrote the note because it was going to come up. I heard that somewhere. Um, so there was a luckily that doesn't come up in Ram Janay. Ram Janay. Ram Ram Janney. Um, so <clears throat> Omar Sharif again is a British intelligence officer, and there is like a secret cell of like French resistance soldiers who are trying to stop the east germans from yeah. like take, taking over and everything and he's sort of like one of the go-betweens between the you know like the british yeah. um the, the the british high command and then the french rebels and yeah although it's weird that it's french rebels in germany you think it would be Germ- West Germans trying you think or West something, Germans, right? I don't know. France is mad about. Some I, yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Stuff. And like they're right on the right on the border. So France is mad that they immediately got their asses and, in World and, War and II. surrendered like within thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then sometimes secretly helped them a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, just like the Vatican, as a treat, just like the Vatican. Sure. Who uh, laundered a bunch of Nazi gold and money for years <laughs> and years? Who is it? Something I took a note for. Next week, I hope spoilers. that's all your notes for Top Secret. No, it's I know, I know, notes I know, I know. for all the movies. You uh, just typed up the script. <laughs> that's your notes. I'd word have to for word. But something really amused me that I feel like I took a note for very recently, so it's probably for next week. But the, like, uh, yeah, it was financed with Nazi gold. I gotta do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, <laughs> it actually wasn't, but... No. Uh, oh, I think it was Bamboozled. Mm. It was. It was bamboozled. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, Omar Sharif is trying to get to one of his connections, who is a guy pretending to be a blind man okay. on, outside of the, like... I would like... So, one thing I don't even... Because I didn't even, didn't even look up trivia, but somehow I... I got a little bit of trivia. Came maybe, across maybe I wrote it down. That this, this scene is like a direct reference to another movie. I did not see that okay. at all. Yeah. I would assume it is because it is. of the yeah. very specifics of what it is. Yeah. So there is a obviously like a British officer who's faking being blind and, selling, and is like, standing outside of like the town hall. Like, I don't know, like the offices of whatever. something. Yeah. And, and he, he's selling like gags. Yeah, like and novelty. Spencer's gifts shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so Omar Sharif has to go over to talk to him, but, like, very secretively. But then as soon as anybody kind of, like, walks near, he has to pretend like he's like, selling oh, him yeah, the gags. Here, have a... And the gags are, like, not gags. They're just, like, real things <laughs> that are, like, he's giving to him. So, like, I think one of them is, like, uh, smell my flower. And then he sprays him with, like, ink. Yeah. And gets all over his face. And then he gives him, like, an exploding cigar yep. that really explodes into his face. Yep. And one other... I guess they're gags, but they're mean But they're gags. mean gags. <laughs> yeah. While telling him all of the information. Yeah. Um. So then he goes and gets into the car where he oh, thinks he needs to go. You're, you're, you're missing a lot of stuff from from this guy. So th- there's there's a couple of things that, that were delightful. The one where, where he first leaves him... Um, 
he uh, he he picks up this. So you uh, you you dropped your uh, you dropped your fake dog poop. He's like, I don't have fake dog poop. I don't have fake dog poop. <laughs> okay, and so he meets up with Omar this guy. Omar Sharif picking up fake, fake dog, dog poop, but which, real, which is supposed to be real, real dog, dog poop. poop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he meets this guy, this secret agent, twice, and both times they have a, a code. A yeah. code phrase to um, to to know that it's the person that they should be talking to. Yeah. Both are so funny. Oh, I don't. I don't think I remember them. I will tell you them. Number one, who <laughs> who is your favorite white basketball player? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the answer: there, there are, are no, no white, good white, white basketball, basketball players. players. Number two. Who are you rooting for in Wimbledon? <laughs> in women's tennis, I always root against the heterosexual. <laughs> Not wrong. Both very good code Not phrases. wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. Loved both of those. Very funny. I think we're... Yeah, I think we're past that. We got, uh, they were having a ceremony earlier where they were uh, presenting the uh, East German Women's Olympic team. Why didn't I write that down? I, I thought know. I swear it's I wrote that very down. Very important. But it was... Jack dudes and wigs. Uh, yeah, it not like not even awesome. pretending. It was so good. Yeah, or which or I don't 19- I don't know for sure. Or it was the nineteen eighty four East German Women's Either Olympic way. team. Because you have Hard you seen yes, have you I seen have. those broads? Yes, I have. Hua, hua, hua. Yeah, no, I I I, so I like I swear I wrote that note down, but apparently I didn't. Um. So from there, I think, yeah, like, so my, my next note is just, uh, so after getting all of the information, Omar Sharif tries to go to, like, his connections, so he gets in his, the car he's supposed to get into, but it's, like, been compromised, and he gets yeah. driven to, like, a junkyard, and the car gets put into, like, a compactor, and then you're like, oh. <laughs> he gets compacted in, in the car. So we're like, oh, no, oh, Omar, Omar Sharif is dead. Nope. He's he's so okay. So <laughs> now we meet like the female lead, yeah, who is also working for the resistance, but yeah. is a German. Yes, and she meets Val, and they sort of like kind of start courting each other, and there's like song and dance, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so she's trying to get she's trying to convince him to like help them to like yeah. work with the resistance because they, he they they would never suspect the handsome american singer to be exactly. uh, you know right so it's a good move she's in her hotel room like waiting for uh, Omar Sharif's character to come, but then she gets a phone call that he's like dead and been compromised. Yeah. And then there's a knock on the door, and it's literally it's him still alive in a compressed car. into a crunched car. He's been cubed. It's it's so good. It's great. So he he ends up walking in. He falls down. Uh, then he's laying on his back, like in the car, and he's got he's he's got a letter he has to give to her with information. Yeah. And she's like, well, can you use your hand to, like, grab it from the dashboard? And he goes, well, hold on. So he moves, and it's just, like, the horn. Like, yeah. Ar-ga, ar-ga. And then she goes, no, the other hand. And then he tries with the other hand, and then, like, a windshield, windshield wiper <laughs> goes across his face. Yep. And then uh, she, she's like, hold on, let me see if I can reach it. So she, like, reaches into the thing, and then yeah. the car antenna grows, like, from his penis. <laughs> Very funny. Yep. Uh, oh, I didn't turn off the mute. There we go. Um, then, uh, oh. Kelly's very concerned about the life of Jeremy Renner. I don't know if you heard, but uh, <laughs> leg amputated. Uh, I know he got in the massive snowmobile or snow, snow plow. plow accident. He got ran over by a snow plow. Um, oh, goodbye, leg. Luke is convinced based on zero information. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, or probably uh, 4chan. Oh. Because uh, why wouldn't... Not, not uh, Chris Chan. Why wouldn't a 40-year-old man spend most of his time on 4chan yep. in the 2020s? Um, but he is convinced that Jeremy Renner had his dick ripped off. <laughs> because they have they have not shown anything below the shoulders. And if it got his leg, then the dick's pretty close. Yep. But uh, there is nothing you can do to convince Luke that Jeremy Renner still has an attached dick. Okay. Nothing. Four strands. Four strands. Our favorite movies. The Assignment 2, they're calling it. Ah. I hope it's as good as the first one. Me too. I hope there's a uh, fake penis and... Uh, pube beard. Pube beard and then, and then great tits. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, so he, he's, he's inside the crunch car. She eventually gets the envelope. But just the whole visual of him being compacted in the car, laying on the floor, doing that is very funny. Yeah. Um, I wrote here's here's a here's a, a, a uh, uh, lichen likened to L Y C A N. No, not a werewolf. Oh, likened. You're to, losing me, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's been stated on many accounts that Omar Sharif's role is likened to what O.J. Simpson's would be in the Naked Gun movies. Yes, one of the good guys that winds up being constantly injured. Yeah, I'm sure that's what Omar Sharif would love to hear about his career. That an Academy Award nominated actor is the same thing as a. Uh, got away with a lot of things and then got arrested for something stupid. I'm Dr. fucking Zhivago. Also, was he the doctor or was he a person? He else? was and, Dr. And Zhivago. Other person in it. No, he's the other guy, I think. I've seen it. I can't tell you a thing about it. It's good, though. It's it, very good. It's long. I can see it from here. Uh, he was Yuri. Yeah, he was the other one. In Dr. Zhivago is... Uh Oh, it's OJ Simpson. You yeah. what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. Uh I don't know where this fits in, but there was a very funny line where he's like introducing the other not like fake the other not Nazis. Yep. And they're like, This is Klaus. He's a moron. He only believes things he reads in the New York Post. <laughs> Take that NYP. Yeah, it was very funny. You'll never be the Times. Klaus is a moron. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so then, yeah, they take Val. He does another performance. Then they take him to the ballet, and the yep. ballet has some amazing boner work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where all of the so the women are all, the, the swans are all dancing. Yep. And then all of the male ballets come out, <laughs> and they all have enormous penises. And she is like pirouetting off. So they co they come and grab all the women to like dance off the stage, yeah. but they're all doing very sexual poses with them while yeah. they have these giant fake dicks, yeah, uh, in their tights. You don't see the giant fakes. What a horrible thing that would be. Uh, but then yeah, she like she like they all line up in a line and she like dances on their dicks like down the line. Yeah. Then she's doing pirouettes on his dick. Mm -hmm. She does like a maybe like a handstand or something on his yeah. dick. It's very well done. It's very very well done. Yeah, very. <laughs> Classy. Um, so at this point, it turns out that the girl, the, the German girl who's helping them, her father's a scientist. Gee, I wonder what he did before this. Uh, uh, father was a German, German father scientist, scientist in the 50s. During wartime. I'm sure it's fine. I don't. Maybe he's a herbalist. And Could be. That's, maybe he's a naturopath. Could be. 
could be. Uh, I'm going to say probably not. Duh, but... I was a naturopath with the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on homeopathic medicines. Um, do you, did you recognize who played uh, the scientist father? Oh, who was the dad? You're pointing at me and Fucking snapping. O.G. Alfred from Batman, Batman Returns. Oh, snap. Yeah, Batman Forever. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, sorry, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Um, Name a third one that's not this guy. Who plays him in Gotham? Third. Uh, in Gotham? Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, who plays it? Oh, no, it's Jeremy, is it Jeremy Irons in The Batman? Yes. And who is... There must be an in-between with Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons. Michael Caine. Who's... Who's Zack Snyder, Alfred? Is there a Zack Snyder, Alfred? I don't fucking know. Does who, he not... Does who he saw not, that fucking movie? Does, nobody. That's why I'm asking. Does he not get an Alfred in that? In... Batman v Superman? In Batman v Superman? Or uh, is he in... I'm gonna look it up is right he now. In Zack's Justice League? Oh, Al Jeremy Irons is Alfred in that. Double Alfred? Or maybe, or is he not in... No, he is in the Batman, isn't he? I'm not crazy. Scott, there's too many of these bad movies, although that was a good one. Back to back to... I'm, I'm looking right now. Don't, don't even there's fucking... There's too many... Don't even... Uh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. There is your third Alfred. And I was trying to think of the one from the 60s TV series, but it sure wasn't coming. Uh, the one from uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. Gotham is the same. He's the bad guy in the Scorpion King. Sean Pertwee. I wouldn't have got that ever. Why not? Ever in a million years, Drew. Why not? Would I have gotten the Alfred in Gotham? You don't know. I do know. You're I do know that I wouldn't have gotten it. I know myself. You're a coward. <laughs> uh, it. He is portrayed by Michael Go. Goff. Goof. <laughs> Van Gogh. Goga. Michael Golga. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he was yeah. Alfred in Batman, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. Hmm. He was the the big four. He was the OG Alfred, I guess for the, this for the movies. I think there are and OG also or guess what? Alfreds. Him and Val Kilmer are in Batman Forever oh, together. So, reunion. We did it. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I got pretty psyched for OG Alfred. Uh, so yeah, he's the scientist father who definitely wasn't a Nazi. Mm -hmm. um, so then, then the movie gets a little bit too uh, bizarre for me. <laughs> Um, they go to a Swedish book salesman. <laughs> Not like a, yes. A, like a, I don't know what he is. Like a, just a, a knowledgeable Swedish man. Played by? Played by Peter Cushing. Played by screen legend Peter Cushing. Now here's a note I have. Oh. Uh, Peter Cushing. Was tricked into this movie. Who began his screen career in the old Hollywood days of the late 1930s. Yeah. Makes his final appearance oh. in an American production. Wow. In this movie. He was old in this. He was old. Uh, but not too old to open the scene with a very funny sight gag. Oh, uh, the, the magnifying glass thing was oh. perfect. So he's looking at a book with a magnifying glass. Over one eye. So Over like one eye. So up. when you look at him, the one like eye and surrounding area are all like much bigger than the rest of his head because there's a magnifying glass. One might say magnified. They might say it's magnified. Uh, but then he moves the magnifying glass and it was a regular <laughs> glass and he has a crazy huge eye. Crazy eye. <laughs> that was great. And then uh, then they do most of the scene in reverse. Yeah. So they filmed the entire scene in, in re like, reverse. Yeah. To make it look like Val is 
uh, throwing books in his hand up to the top shelf and nailing it. Yeah. Instead of someone pushing books out of the top shelf and him catching them. Also, anyway, slice it. Good catches. Good. Uh, I, I saw one thing that they... So I, my, my note at first was, what the fuck is this reversing? Like, what the, fuck, just, is, what, what the fuck is going on? So then I read a, a, one thing was that, like, because they were, it was... The the Peter Cushing was playing like a a, a Swedish whatever the fuck he was. Yeah. Uh, it was sort of like talk. It, it was like a mockery of how weird Swedish sounds. So like doing it in this weird okay. like world where things don't make sense because like I guess it was just like a gag. So English spoken backwards sounds like Swedish. Appar- apparently, right? All right. Uh, but then I didn't know this, but apparently in the music video from Weird Al Yankovic. For Amish Paradise, the scene mm-hmm. that he filmed in reverse, is a tribute to this movie. Wow. Isn't okay. that cool? That is cool. Yeah, because that Amish Paradise one was pretty wild, and he had to learn yeah, yeah. He had to learn phonetically, phonetically how to, to sing it. it backwards, Yeah, so that he was, yeah. God pretty, damn. Pretty cool. Very interesting. Um, Thanks, <clears throat> Top Secret. I don't know the exact reference for it. I hope it's something that, my next note, that I don't know the exact reference for. But at for. some point, someone used the phrase <gasps> pre-teen maturity. <laughs> not, not the thing I ever Oh, and I was but like... I, but I like that. I like pre-teen maturity. <laughs> I, I, I believe it was in reference to maybe uh, doing something with a younger girl. Sure. I think. It was for sure. Yeah. Um, the the thing I liked was a, a very funny line that kind of went under the radar. Uh, it was I, some sort of, I don't know if it was a commercial or something, but something referencing the uh, the semi-annual Lincoln's birthday sale, <laughs> which, which is very funny. That's just good, good fun comedy writing is, is what that, that is. That is good. I enjoyed that. Uh, so... Before I think it's before they meet up with the French resistance, he gets arrested because yeah. they suspect. No, because he starts up. What does he do? He sort of a fight. No, that's later. Yeah, he goes somewhere he's not supposed to go, and they arrest him. Yeah, and the, this is just a piece of trivia that I had no idea about. Uh, did did we know that Val Kilmer was dating Cher in 1984? I don't think I did. Uh, because in the jail cell he's in, there's a poster of Cher on the wall, right? And that's because he because was because he was Cher. fucking her. Yeah, that huh. I, I had no idea. He'd be younger than her, uh, significantly younger than her. Yeah, she. In 1984, she was 75, and Val was 21. 12. Uh, Let's see. Cher, who, uh, million dollars. Can you tell me what her last name was? Floyd. Cher Floyd. Yes. So they can do it. Final answer. You didn't try. Did I get it? Uh, No. Uh, So she was born in 1946. Oh, so she's not that... So she's 38... And in '84, Val. although that's older than Val, Val's not. Val that was old. born in 1959. Okay, so 25. Yeah, it's not that big of a difference. Yeah, uh, she's a uh, Romanian, so her last name Ooh. is Sarkeesian. I was close. Cher Sarkeesian, like that uh, bitch who hates video games. Anita Sarkeesian. Who the fuck is that? She she was the one who was like, "This is why I fucking hate video games. It appeals to the male fantasy." I don't know. I'm just see, I've just uh, seen spelled differently. Uh, oh, I don't think I've ever seen her before. Keep it that way. No, she's Canadian. Gross. Boo. Uh, 
her parents are, are Iraqi Armenians who Ooh. immigrated to Canada. Boo. Immigrate somewhere else. Boo. <laughs> Keep my country white. Boo. Oh, That's not me. That's the crowd. That's the crowd. That's the crowd wants that. The audience wants that. Um, my next note is... Look, if the audience wants an ethnostate, yeah. it's not my fault. I can't stop them from yeah. wanting what they want. Yeah. Nor can I stop myself from giving them what they want. Correct. The uh, the names of the French resistance were very funny. Yes, because they were all just French just silly, words, silly French words, French phrases. Uh, I especially yeah. like the large black man being known oh, as chocolate, chocolate mousse. mousse. <laughs> very good, <laughs> fun. But I believe there was like an escargot. There was a déjà vu. I did a, a joke with. Oh yeah, déjà haven't vu. I seen like, you? Haven't I seen you? I feel like I think, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. Uh, chocolate mousse, lowest voice in recorded history, probably. It was, I mean, it was double bass. Like, take chocolate rain and <laughs> multiply it by a hundred. Yeah, take Day and make him look like this guy, and that's what he sounds like. Because Day's voice is not right for Day. Day. <laughs> What's he up to? I don't know. I, I think he probably still makes Is 2023 going to be his year? We can find out. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you he still makes music. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, so, uh, they, they meet up, so the reason they're meeting up with the French resistance is because the, the girl had a boyfriend, her first boyfriend, her first love. That she was marooned, marooned on an island on a, with. On a desert island with, and then they explored their bodies, <laughs> and there was a very weird sex scene that wasn't a sex scene, but yeah. it was like them making out, and then it slowly pans from their heads, like, down towards where their bodies would go, but there's just, like, a series of extra limbs and <laughs> yeah. torsos just sort of, like, vaguely in frame as they go yeah. all the way down. It was very strange. Uh, so she wants to go find him because he's the leader of the resistance. Yeah. And he like, he looks like Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, so no, yeah. Cause he's still in like, uh, uh, desert Island gear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, like he's, he, he grew up, but he didn't grow out of his clothes. Yeah. So they, they, they have this plan Me too. I still wear a diaper. <laughs> no, just, uh, make sure you change it every now and then. Official sponsor of the podcast. Also cute. Adult baby no. diapers. No, nope. we're not doing it. That is not a sponsor. I will never let them sponsor us. Uh, JK, I would let them sponsor us. JK, we would let literally anything. <laughs> we would let us. anyone sponsor us. If you are dumb enough to give us money, <laughs> we are on board. Is that a shot at one person and one person only? The, it, the, the, the president of Manscaped? <laughs> Yes, that's definitely what I meant. Uh, <clears throat> so they've de- they're going to devise a plan of how to break in to this f- castle. Yeah. Uh, like the the whole end game is to steal back the the chaos emeralds, the chaos emeralds, the <laughs> the blood diamonds. This this is where we get the Sonic crossover, which is why Sonic's requested. Ah, this, you see, uh, yeah, well there. What are they breaking I, into steel? I do not remember. Care? Okay. So <laughs> I do care, they, but I don't remember. They devise a plan, which they're like sitting like out, out like away from the fortress, like sort of talking or the castle, talking about it, which was very funny because they had a full scale, full to scale. Oh, they're trying to rescue the doctor. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, they're trying to get the doctor out. Right. So they uh, they have a full sized scale of the castle and the ground. Yes. And they're like working through the exact steps and man, like it's it's yeah. very funny. Um, so the way that they're gonna break in is that 
during the afternoon, they herd all of their cows yes. into the yard. So two of them are going to get into the cow costume, and then they're going to... The elusive double fursuit. Double fursuit. So they're going to break in, and then when they let their guard down, they're going to go blow, like, uh, turn the power off, and then they're going to sneak in and climb up the wall, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's the plan. So uh, Tarzan boyfriend guy yeah. is supposed to be the head of the cow. I wish I had a Tarzan and for, boyfriend. for whatever reason... He decides that he wants to be the back. Yeah. So then the other guy so he's, fine. He's, he's a butt man. Be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, which was funny. But then, uh, so they they get in the, with the rest of the cows. So it's two guys in a cow suit, but they use a real they use cow. a real cow wearing boots. wearing boots. But apparently. They tried to put boots on the cow, and the cow, like, Wasn't lost its it. fucking mind. I can see that. Cow, so had, cows hate boots. So they had to cut the bottom of the boots off ah, and just put them on, like, open-bottom socks. So they were just, like, on its calves. Open-bottom socks and apple-bottom jeans. <laughs> Correct. Boots. Cows love apple-bottom <laughs> jeans. That's, like, their favorite fashion statement. Yeah. And that was the only way they could get the cow to walk. Yeah, was I, by, was by I, was, I was thinking that's walking pretty good for yeah. in boots. But apparently then, they put the boots on and it like the cow just like went ape shit. Yeah. Like I it, can see that it tried to sure. rip faces off and it tried to stomp on children. Like it went crazy. And they were like, okay, maybe we need to fix this. It did the cow version of the chimpanzee who ripped the woman's face off. Don't look up the chimpanzee source material. Don't don't call get up get out that. Uh so they they get in and before they can go and they're having their little discussion inside the suit, uh, a baby cow walks over yeah. to the udders of the cow and starts trying to breastfeed, mm -hmm. and uh, that of course leads to the baby cow through the cow costume uh, sucking, sucking his dick, the man's dick, <laughs> and he's making some very very like over the top like ridiculous facials <laughs> while he's getting sucked off by a baby cow. Yeah. Which I can't imagine would feel good. Like, they're not exactly gentle. I would say... Okay, let's find out. Don't knock it till you try let's it. Let's go find out. Let's go find out. There's farms within, like, half an hour here. That's true. We can find a cow. Um, so, they they get in. They turn the power off. The rest of the team all come in. Yeah. Uh, they have a couple of showdowns with, like, some random guards here and there. But then one of the guys gets, like, starts losing his fight. Yeah. So as he's like getting choked out, uh, you sort of like get a, a pull pull out a little bit. He's inside of the ropes of a wrestling ring. Yep. And then Chocolate Moose yep. reaches in for the hot tag, the tag. eats the gets the hot tag, gets the guy off, whips him off the ropes, hits an awesome drop kick. However, when he, when they land, it looks like both of them break their legs. Yes. It is the most awkward landing of two guys doing a wrestling move who had no idea how to do a wrestling move. But the dropkick was sick. But the dropkick was awesome. I was very impressed <laughs> with the dropkick. It was very kick. good. I work on the landing, though. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like, it, like their legs got intertangled yeah. between before they landed, mm -hmm. and then they just sort of, like, look like they just snapped just their fibulas. Two, two shattered fibulas. Yeah. <laughs> fibulas? Fibulas. Tibia, fibula. Tib tibulae. Tibulae. Uh, so now that they're they're in and they're going to rescue the uh, Mangala, the Mangala, good. They're calling him Good Mangala. They're calling him Good Guy Joseph Mangala, <laughs> Joe Joe Mangala, as it were. See, Joe is not harmless. You know, Joe is very disarmed. Joe is harmless. Harmless. Yeah. Uh, so they Joe ain't hurting nobody. Joe ain't hurting nobody. So then, when they go in, uh, it uh, kind of turns out that. 
Tarzan boy. Tarzan, there is there were rumors of a traitor. Yeah, and it was Tar. It, it was the leader of the rebels, which seems like if you think about it more, doesn't work. No. <laughs> uh, but before he can reveal that he's uh, they're about to he's about to get out of the cow costume. Yeah. When uh, here comes a full grown bull to sodomize him in the ass. Correct. But my, I said bull sodomy in brackets not long enough. Mm. It was like. Show the bull walking up. Show the bull mounting the real cow. Yeah. Cut to him inside going, ooh, and then that's it. They yeah. get away. There wasn't any, Not like, long uh, enough. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, w- I would have liked to have seen, like, one, maybe two thrusts. One shot of penetration. I want to know that, that Tarz- Tarzan boy is having a good time. <laughs> So he goes, they go inside, they're going to rescue, they're they're almost at the, um, rescuing the... The good doctor. The good doctor. Uh, and then he goes and turns the power back on, so the yeah. alarm goes off, uh, all of the, na- the Nazis, uh, the not Nazis, re- realize that somebody's involved, and then they get into a big shootout. Uh, yeah. The shootout has one very funny thing, which or two. I guess there's two kind of funny things. So you know, like they're they're inside, the Germans are outside. They're shooting back and forth. Uh, one of them is like Val grabs a gun and goes like you know back back to the wall next to the window. The window yeah. has yes a circle blown out, a circle blown out, and an X blown out. Yeah, and so he takes the gun. Punches, uh, shoots a hole through the top one to make tic tac toe, yeah. and then blows the gun and goes, yeah, and goes back against the wall. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and then there's a, another similar gag where, yeah, it's like a multi paned window, yeah, and lit- and every single pane is knocked out except one, and a guy is looking for a pane to shoot through, and he's like looking at all of them, and then they, but he breaks the last one and shoots through that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's very funny. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Chocolate Moose picks up a cannon, <laughs> like an old school, like seventeen like hundred a cannon, cannon holds it up just like yeah. under his arm and blows it through the window, which mm-hmm. is really funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they end up. How does it? And I mean, the good guys win. Uh, yeah, but then uh, Tarzan boy escapes. Yeah, and he gets into a. Oh, the underwater fight. Yeah, yeah. So he and Val end up fight. Is it a, is it just a pool? Do they end up going into a pool? <laughs> I'm unclear. I think the... they end up fighting into a pool. Yeah, and then what... they just sink in the pool, yeah. but it becomes but it's like a whole the ocean. like oceanscape. <laughs> yeah, and so then they they get down to the bottom, and they have like a full blown like western underwater style bar fight. Underwater bar fight, and yeah. it's awesome. It's great. The the uh, choreography is great. Yeah, I read that Val had to get like his diver's certificate <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so that he could do all of the stunts. Yep. He had to like learn how to deep water dive for that uh, uh, breathe sick. for that. Like that's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, then then they get underneath he kicks Tarzan boy's ass. Uh, and then they rescue the good good Mangala, Joe Mangala yep. and go back to West Germany and then the Germans yeah. become the good guys. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah, pretty fast. We made up real fast. Yeah. Yeah. They let them get away with it. So there you go, Sonics. We've probably talked about another movie of yours for too long. Uh, would you like to talk about 1984? Eight, we already 19... talked about 1984. Talk about something else. 1995s. I'll talk about it. Ram. Ram. Johnny. John A. Brought to you by Zimbo Venus. Zimbo Venus. Uh, I'm just going to tell you the one ridiculous note that I copied and pasted from IMDb. Okay. The film 
had an official theatrical release in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Hmm. The film premiered at the Regal Theatre located on 3215 Kingsway Street. Which is now a church. Yeah. Of Scientology. Yeah. No, that would oh. be cool. Then I'd be going. Well, we got one of those. It, um, but how weird is it that that entire information was copied and pasted from? That is IMDb. interesting. At the, yeah, and that's a small little theater. It was like a, it's a one screen theater. It uh, yeah, it was a theater, then a Hindu something, and a then a Hindu theater, and then a Hindu theater, and then I think it's a church. What's the? Are you looking at the address? I am. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I've uh, passed it many times. Never gone in. Maybe I will now. And see if they have any copies of Ram Janay for me. I don't think they do. Uh-oh. Oh! Hey! <laughs> Coward. Coward! Uh, I'm okay. Uh, Zimbo gave very specific notes. He's uh, he's excited about this movie. He, he likes him some Bollywood and... Uh, Gave us very specific notes on which musical numbers are skippable and which are must-see, which I will... Uh... It is a Jesus is Lord church. Yes, it is. Uh, and that's all I got for Couldn't you. Couldn't keep it together, Regal Theater. Uh, so, apparently this, uh, the, the titular Ram Janay in this movie, this is an early role for him, and he went on to be huge... In Bollywood, yeah. and now owns one of the biggest cricket teams in the world. Wow. Um, Zimbo said it's the equivalent of if, like, Leo DiCaprio owned the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, I definitely know his name, like, and, like, I recognize him, yeah. but, but I haven't seen him in anything other than this. Like, yeah. He's been in, he's got 102 movie credits. Good numbers. On Letterboxd, and I've seen zero. You've seen one. Sorry, I've seen Ram Janay. <laughs> I've seen one. So Ram Janay's an orphan type. Uh yeah. Who uh who who is such an orphan? <laughs> oh yeah, because he was like literally found in garbage. Garbage. In yeah, garbage, who, yeah. He's such an orphan that no one bothered to name him. And uh the and then when he's like I don't know like at least eight or so uh yeah eight or eight or nine or ten yeah somewhere there um he goes to the uh old man the shaman he is uh who has taken him under his wing Ooh. and isn't doing anything did, did bad somebody check this guy's background <laughs> and says like hey what's my fucking name <laughs> yeah can i have a can I have a name please like what should i be called and the old mystic <laughs> says god knows at which translates to ram Janay. and he's like all right now that's a name. That's and a then name. immediately he gets like too cocky about it. He yeah. go, he like runs through town for, through all his friends and he's like, "To hell with you fuckers. I have a name now. I'm a guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real cocky real fast. Um uh, oh, his... in, including uh immediately abusing the girl he likes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he hurts her. Not the it... first time. No, no, sorry. Is the first, the first time. time. Not the last Not time. Last time. Uh when he and his friend are running through like the train area, his friend almost gets lioned. Yeah. Uh, pretty early on. Yep. Barely saves him before he gets chopped in half. If you haven't seen the movie Lion, one, it's very good, and two... Spoiler. We just spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> but even with spoilers, you could... I think it's not really that much of a spoiler. And spoilers. even still, yeah, the movie's great. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't cry. I didn't cry either. Good. I also, then nobody cried. I also didn't give Dev Patel my supporting actor win uh, for that, and right. also was in my... 
Oh, almost made. It was like my number 11 of that year. Yes. I, it was almost I in. don't think it was on your 10, no, but, but it, it was, was almost right in. in the mix. You're in the mix. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, so he, there's a kind of like a ga- a gang, a, a group of bad guys. Yeah. That, oh, well, oh, first of all, there's a police chief who's got the oh my God. most insane body hair I've ever seen in my life. The mustache and the ear yeah, But not hair. the inside of outside the ears. Outside of the, the ears. Outside. He has fur. He has fur. <laughs> he, is, he is mostly a chimpanzee. <laughs> Yeah, which is fine because he's not black; he's brown. It's okay. You're, it is okay. Let's be clear; it's okay. But you're playing with fire. Nope, they are completely different. All right, India and Africa are very different places. They are. I don't want to go to either. They both stink. But <laughs> I got a note about that later. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. So, so Ramjane, there's there's nothing else for him as a kid, right? We're back to. Uh, nope, nothing really. I, 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 I guess also, there's one more. I I wrote, "Damn, this little fucker goes hard," but I don't know. Uh, was it hitting the girl? It must have been hitting the girl. Yeah. But I also wrote, a "Woman abuse in the first three minutes. This must be an Indian movie." Yeah, yeah. Well, like, and, and the jump from child to adult was kind of like out of nowhere. Yeah, like it happened, and I was just like, "Oh, are we?" I'm yeah. like, is this just another character they're nope, introducing? We're like, or? we're like 12 years in the future. Yeah, so now we're in like, in theory, 1995, although it feels like 1980. Yeah, but, you know, I know. third world. I know. Yeah. So now Ram is like, uh, I don't know, a con man. Like, yeah, like, sort of low-level gangster. Yeah, like he's not high up, but he's definitely a bad guy. Yeah. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. Yeah. I like he kept up his fashion choices from childhood through adulthood of jacket, no shirt. Like that is. How else is he supposed to dress? That is his. He's an Indian man. He's a real Jiro Kurashio. Hey, wrestling fans. Didn't even go Ikemen. I went old school. You You went, you went real name. As God intended. Yeah. Poor guy languishing in NXT. Remember when he had the poops? Did he have the poops? Remember when he kept getting, kept getting the poops? Do I? He and Kushida were a team, and then they had to miss a match because he had the poops. Uh, yeah. Because uh, oh, yeah, I guess if you wear a jacket, it means you got to shit your pants. Their name was Jacket Time. Jacket Time. Because one wears a jacket, and, and the other knows what time it is. Correct. Time to shit. <laughs> Good one of the greatest junior heavyweights <laughs> to have ever lived, Scott. Hey, Japanese people, don't go to WWE. Name one successful... Japanese wrestler in mainland WWE. Mainland. Um, I mean, the nope. ceiling is Nakamura. Yeah, which is a low Which ceiling. is not a good ceiling. One of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of yeah. all time, and it's a low ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't go. You got your Kenzo Suzuki's. You got Ooh, yeah. your Yoshitatsu's. You got your Sakamoto's. You got your... Yeah, Sakamoto. Sakamoto's. You've got... Another name, Hakushi, Taijiri, Taijiri. Maybe Taijiri's the pinnacle. He might be the ceiling. He Is, might be the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, either way, you got your Antonio Inakis. <laughs> Thanks, Bill Burr. He's kicking him like a dog. <laughs> uh, this guy Inaki. I hope I'm saying his name right. Inaki. <laughs> Fucking movie star chin. <laughs> and this guy has fucking page boy haircut. Uh, 
my next note is, ooh, look, a white guy. Because they definitely dressed up an Indian guy to look like a white guy. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, that was good. And then my next note was just Indian Scarface, because at one point he's, like, got a got a, a couple of guns, and he's, like, standing tall in front of a bunch of guys, like, looking yeah, and, cool. Yeah, like, pretty early on, he just straight up, like, murders ten dudes. I'm like, yep. this seemed like, uh, this movie seemed too lighthearted for ten murders. Absolutely. But, uh, There's a murder much later in the movie that I was like, this is so much darker than it's supposed to be. A lot of people get shot in the head. There's a very graphic one later. Yeah, that's the reference I'm making. Yeah, not uh, not what I expect. Because like, Cause otherwise, it's, it's, otherwise, it's a Bollywood. It's a movie. Bollywood movie, yeah. but with straight up murder. There's dancing. Oh well, my next note is that the choreography is gorgeous. It is. I uh, I think maybe I said this once on the podcast before, but I had an Indian English teacher, which nice. is very funny. Although he was born here, so he didn't have a funny accent. Did you have an um, English Mr. Indian teacher? Mister Parashar was his name, mm-hmm. and he used to explain to us that doing Bollywood dancing was like standing on one leg while one hand tries to unscrew or screw in a light bulb yep. and the other one is opening and closing a doorknob and that's how you do <laughs> and Bollywood that's dancing. That's how you do all Bollywood dancing. And he Bollywood used to dancing. say that all the time and he was very funny and I think he smoked a lot of weed. Nice. And he used to always show us the movie The Bear. It's like where a baby bear eats mushrooms and hallucinates in the woods. It's I oh. think it's like an like a sixties or seventies okay. Disney movie. Yeah, he's and weed. he used to show us that all the time. Yeah, and then he would do exams where he we would be writing the exam after like I don't know reading the bo- reading a book or something. Yeah, and then he would just like go oh um there's a typo in number eight so uh, the answer's just this <laughs> and then we just you know we go back to whatever my go, guy oh uh, yeah I made a mistake on number 20 so just write the answer as da, 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 da. and like he was just like stuff like that all he was so he nobody was, got zero he was the best uh, then he got fired because he was a bad teacher Fair. and uh, then unfortunately I think he died Hmm. But he wasn't even that old. He was like mid fifties, and I think he had a heart attack. I guess a lot of my teachers are dead. Scott, a lot of everybody in your life is dead. Yeah. Anyone who ever taught you in high school or in school is like died thirty years ago. (laughs) Died while I was in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I saw one of my. I saw my kindergarten and grade one teacher because I had her for both mm-hmm. in my store like not that long ago, and I was like, oh, I, like you were you must have been twenty four when you taught me because you are like sixty now. That's the, yeah, because <laughs> like, you assume when you're a kid that people are older than yeah. they are. Yeah, but they're like. Yeah, like you, like yeah, you grade one. You think your teacher is fifty, is old. Your teacher just graduated college. Yeah, your they, teacher's twenty three. They've barely been out of Douglas College. Yeah, well, that's uh, local references. Get your local work. My uh, grade one teacher is dead. Uh, could be, but also could not be. Who's to say? Uh, no, but at some point after she was my grade one teacher, uh, married Suck and became Mrs. Henson. Huh. Yeah. Congratulations. I married my grade one teacher. Nice. When I was in, in, when I was in grade three. In, oh, was in grade two? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> God, we were all these sexed up teachers when I was in school. Right? Uh, my next note is uh, that he pulls a gun from her turban, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, they're yeah. like dancing at a... It was after one of the big musical numbers and somebody... Bad guys bust in. Yeah. He he was very confusing to me. Yes, I, because I agree. He was like playing both sides. I'll tell you what usually, he was doing. I'll tell you what he was doing, and you're not gonna like it. 
Are you ready? Huh? Are you sitting down? I, I'm standing up, but I, <laughs> I would like to remain standing up. Okay. It's uh, my preference. <laughs> what he's doing is he's playing Steven Seagal in every Steven Seagal <laughs> movie we've watched. He is the bad guy and the good guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy who at the end has to save the day. He's the, Although, good, guy, he's the good guy who's so cool he does bad guy stuff. But yeah. he's still the good guy. Well, because like, like, literally, like I, I said, like... So he's a criminal, yep. but he's also a man of the people. That's right. But he's also a murderer. That's right. Like usually, everything you've said is correct. usually when you're playing both sides and you're like the man of the people. You, you don't murder so you much. Don't do the murders. <laughs> yeah, but he does the murders. But in this, he's man, like, does he do the murders? I really want to help the poor people of my like where I grew up and the yeah. orphanage and everything. But also, I want to shoot that guy in the head. I want to shoot that guy in the head. I want to He's dead. I want to shoot that guy in the legs yeah. so that he bleeds a lot. Yes. and then screams on the ground while I watch him die. <laughs> That's what I want. But also, I want to help these children live a happy and I'm healthy life. I'm the hero. Yeah, it's so fucking bizarre. It's Steven Seagal. It's 2010 it, right. Steven Seagal. You are Seagal. right. It is fucking Steven Seagal. <laughs> Bollywood setting the trends once again. Years Setting before. the trends. <laughs> uh, so then, one of the beautiful dance and singing numbers takes place on a beach with this, like, beautiful, beautiful like, like perfect sand and and mountainous like rocky area and yeah. just like the crystal clearest bluest water yeah. you've ever seen in your life and i and i literally wrote is this india i'm like because like i don't associate india with having like there's probably some nice spots but then i wrote does that still smell like poop <laughs> it's the indian even, riviera even though you're at the ocean does it still smell like poop because <laughs> I feel like it feel like it smells like I feel like, like it smelled like poop. Uh, yeah, it, it looked like one of the falls filming locations. Yes, it did. Yeah. But I was like, I was blown away because like I, I knew that obviously India is on the ocean. Yeah. But I never associate India with having like with that kind of landscape. With looking like Hawaii. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like Fiji or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It was beautiful. It was. And then the song and the song and dance they did there was like very nice. Yeah. Like very beautiful. I, I like I said I don't like singing. Singing in in movies sounds like you do, uh, but but I did really actually genuinely like the the music in this like mm-hmm. the I I guess Bollywood music in general. Uh, is it racist that I assume that all of the music would just sound like Punjabi MC and Jay Z in this? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, like I assume that's what it would all sound like. Uh, I like the music, but then like the music video part of it, like the dancing, like mm-hmm. is, is so insane. There's like, like the animated kisses. I like the animated kisses. Yep. Um, but yeah, there, there, uh, there like the 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 abstract nature of the dancing sequences. Yeah. is very weird for a movie where a guy got shot in the head. Yes, even though yes, like obviously is. that's Bollywood. Yeah, but. These are Bong Joon Ho esque tone shifts. Yeah, and like there's you know there's there's a group of women, a group of men. They're dancing at each other. They're doing these beautifully choreographed yep. like movements. Meanwhile, there are at least ten people in this movie whose families have just lost a loved one. Yes, and like very bizarre. We have seen new widows and orphans. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's trying to help the orphans, yet he's making orphans. He's making more. Um, that's how much he wants to help them. That's true. He wants yeah. to help them become better people. Uh, there was. Death. I want to help orphans so much. I'm going to make you an orphan and help you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a during. I think it's this. 
it must be this dance sequence because this is one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. There was legitimately some fucking Trump dancing, love, love but it was at higher dance. tempo, like it was much yeah. faster. But it was like palms out, wrists, 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 wrists wrist flex, palms yeah. out, and they were dancing like this down the beach. <laughs> and I was like, I, I did, I did the, you fucking, did the Leo, the Leo DiCaprio, like oh, oh, I did that. I was like, oh, they're doing the Trump. Maybe that's where he got it from. Could be, maybe, could be a Ram Janay fan. Maybe he's a Ram Janay fan. Um. <laughs> So yeah, he's got a the the girl that he's courting is the girl that he yes grew the up girl with. he abused yeah, when the he girl got that a name. he hurt when they were children yeah. and now he's like in love with her now I cannot wait to abuse you as an adult <laughs> well Scott do I got some good news for you great news he great abuses news. her as an adult um so yeah I so cannot wait to abuse he you. he's yeah he's been playing both sides there's like a controlling like you know like a boss like a a, a main leader of this like gang that he like. Kind of answers to, but also the gang boss leader like always threatens him, yeah, and like treats him like he's the enemy, yeah, even though he kind of works for him. Mm-hmm. It's really, and then there's a secondary guy who uh, is a traitor and an obvious traitor. He says he's a traitor mm-hmm. and uh, just keeps fucking him over. Also, he has the best name in the movie, Panu Technicolor. Technicolor. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And I think when he is first seduced to become a traitor, he utters the line, I am ready to become a shameless traitor, which is a phrase I'm sure I'll find myself saying one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so, I don't know what else I got I other a- than just like more notes about other things coming up, but not... Yeah, and a couple other musical-related things. Um, so Zimbo listed Song 2 as uh, highly recommended to skip and watch at your own risk. It was one with uh, the children, right? Uh, yeah, I I, wrote, I assume because of the barely-clothed children. <laughs> I guess it was that. Yeah, because I've never been on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grow up. Um, I also said, and, and this isn't a negative on the songs per se, it's a negative on his perception of the difference in quality of the songs uh i i said gonna be honest zimbo i can't really tell a great deal of difference between the songs you listed as 11 out of 10 and the ones you listed as hard skip yeah i think some of but maybe i and i did leave this out there maybe it's because i'm racist well it's definitely because you're racist that's not even a question all right i some of it, the singing was different. Like, I could tell the singing was a little bit different. Uh-huh. Some of them had, like, the women, the woman singing in it, so that's, like, a very different Boo. thing. Well, true. Sing somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, a lot of the music did sound very similar. There was, my literally, my next note is, uh, is this song set to the tune of Bad by Michael Jackson? <laughs> it's the one, like, after he gets out freed from jail, yeah. and they're doing, like, the big, like, in the at the nighttime, like, the courtyard. Yeah, the, yeah, music the, is definitely, the town one. Yeah, the yeah. music is definitely, like, set to the tune of bad it was badass and i was like oh that's weird <laughs> yeah but yeah you're, you're right like the, the there was definitely a couple of songs that were better like yeah. the, the ones that he did say were were the ones were better songs yeah. but, but i like, don't think there was that yeah, like, much an, better an 11 to a don't listen yeah and like there's no middle ground like, kind if, of. if the 11s are 11s the bad ones are eights yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like it's a four-point scale, yeah. not an eleven-point scale. <laughs> yeah. The um... so yeah, so he he gets arrested for being gay. No, <laughs> the uh, being no too... one is gay in India, Scott. No, no, 
Which is funny because you think, given nope. the numbers nope. out of, I don't know, what, 1.4 billion people? Yeah. 1.6 now, maybe? Uh, some would be gay, but apparently none. None. Zero. What are the odds? Zero percent gay. India male to female ratio. Probably 51-49. Uh, 105 boys to 100 girls. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Yeah, but... Uh, so it seems like five of those boys yep. are going to be going without girls, statistically. Unless one girl is going with multiple guys. Two girls for every boy. <laughs> uh, the reports show that 3% of the Indian population is identify as homosexual. Pretty good. Homosexual. Let's get them to 10. 9% identify as bisexual, 1% identify as pansexual, and 2% identify as asexual. So, uh... So, 2.5 so million so gay people. 14% are actually gay. <laughs> it's the, uh, the bi and pan. Uh... They're gay. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. So, uh, I guess there are gay men in, in India. Good for them. Stinky. <laughs> stinky. Ooh, stinky. <laughs> you, wait, you want stinky? Huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he ends up getting arrested for being gay. And <laughs> then you. while he's in jail, the crime boss calls the police chief, who yeah. was the one that was like abusing him as a child. Yeah, the, and the, tells him, the police chief has had this fucker's number for his entire, entire life. life. Yeah. yeah, abusing him as a child, trying to trying to catch him doing oh, yeah. bad he, guy he stuff. He beats the shit out of him in yeah. jail when he was a child. Yeah. He, also, one, I love sending a child to straight-up man jail. Yeah, why not? And also, just <laughs> destroying his face. Oh, yeah, just fucked him up. Yeah, like yeah. an eyes swollen shut, blood everywhere. Yeah, huge bruises everywhere. Yeah, yeah just mangled him. Yeah. Uh, so mangle it, mangle him. So then, yeah, the crime boss calls the chief poli police chief and just says, "Like, let him go." And he goes, "Okay, yeah. If I have to, I'll let him go." And he goes, "Yeah, let him go." So just lets him go. So I guess everybody's a bad guy, except for then the police chief is like a good guy towards the end. Kind of, kind of like it, it's so gray area <laughs> with all these fucking characters. It's a very layered movie. Uh, so he gets out of jail. They do this big dance scene that's kind of set to bad. Yeah. He then goes back to his girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. Yeah. Uh, she's like getting dressed. And I just wrote, she's got some pretty decent milkers on her. Not bad. She, she's got some pretty decent milkers. Yep. Uh, so then. Is this where he hits her again? No, okay. it's later. So then they he he has like a meeting with the town people because the bad guys are going to tear down the orphanage. the orphanage for the property, and he's like, that defeats the whole purpose of me being a criminal is to yeah, because I'm a good criminal. is to murder people so that I can help these orphans yeah, live here. So he's if a they're smooth gonna, criminal, yeah. So he um my 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 next note is just uh he straight up assassinated a guy by shooting him in the fucking head. Was that the drive by? The drive by. The drive by was sick. Are you kidding me? The drive by was amazing. This is a Bollywood movie. Yeah, where he's the good guy. Blast him through the car window. Blast him through the car window. Give yeah. him a little tap tap tap. Yep. Guy turns the look. Blam. Blammo. Straight up in broad daylight execution style murder. Fucks him. Oh, the good guy. The good guy. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Ram Johnny himself. Yeah. Ram Johnny. Ram Johnny. Yeah, that was awesome. 
Yeah, so he gets away with it because he's the he's he's the Steven Seagal of this yeah, movie for a bit. For a bit. Um, then there is retaliation. All of the town folk are like protesting and and, and fighting with the police about. You know, like the bad guys coming and tearing down the orphanage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then the the little like kid sidekick or whatever. Uh, during this whole brawl, a police officer's uh, gun goes off, shoots the little porker right in the head, and he does right between the goddamn. He eyes. does the most amazing overselling oh. of someone being shot in the brain I've ever seen in my it's life. It's beauty. like a, a turn your whole upper body to the left. Oh, yeah. Or to the right. Turn your whole upper body <laughs> to the left. Throw your head back. Throw your arms up in the air. Start to faint and Wave fall to the ground. Like you just don't and just, but And, and, and around, uh, the, not the, his friend who see, runs the orphanage sees him and starts slow-mo running towards him. Yep. But he has all the time in the world to get there before the kid hits the ground because the kid is still for being shot directly through the brain he's got a bit of kick in him yeah (laughs) it's oh it's amazing it's it's so fucking good he has an aloha arm uh so then yeah so now he uh you know turns out the kid got murdered so now he's mad so he goes back to his place to like get his stuff, yeah, and that's when the good and he times might come. take out some frustrations. She she on ca- his she kind of tells him to like you know you, you stop don't, being a criminal. You don't need to get revenge. You don't have to yeah. do this. And he and I, I wrote some great physical assault on a woman, including vaguely choking her. Yeah, yeah. he like goes for the throat. And for sure, like, India, nineteen ninety five, India. You get it. You also, twenty twenty three, India. <laughs> Never stopped getting it. Never stop, never stopping. <laughs> so he's uh, now a full-blown face after, you know, 10 minutes ago murdering a man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes full-blown face. Yeah. He, uh, oh, he does a very awesome double punch through a glass top table. Yeah. Oh, and it, it crumbles with such ease. Yeah. <laughs> he... Tapped that table yeah. and it went flying. Yeah. Up and then his hands are bleeding, like yeah. but, but from the palms, not the outside. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh so yeah, now he's just gonna go full fucking John Wick, full full taken. Absolute killing spree. Just every bad guy in plain view, he's just gonna murder them. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna break some necks, he's gonna shoot some heads. Yeah. Uh he eventually works his way through all of this. To the main boss, yeah, uh, which I wrote. Is this the guy with no neck. The guy with no neck who can't, who can't really look one way and his eyes don't work. Yeah, but was he faking the whole time? Because then he, he sort of fights for real at he, the end. No, I think he's just that's the way the guy fights. He just had an adrenaline rush. Yeah, I think so. He's fighting for his life. Okay, but there was a great pick up the exact same circular glass top table mm. and smash it over his head. Yes. And uh, over the over the villain's head. And it, But it was like cut in to the point where like he swung a real glass table. They did a real quick cut. cut yeah. And then it was already breaking apart by the time it hit yes, the bad Yes, it was guy. crumbling in it his hands. It was crumbling yeah. in his hands. It was, it was very great. funny. It was made of sugar. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely made of sugar. Yeah. Um, so he gets the bad guy. Bad guy's... The criminal's been taken out. Yeah. Uh, but then he gets arrested yep. for all of his murdering. <laughs> yeah, by, by Super Cop. By Super Cop, who, like, was organizing the police or the military to go take out the bad guys. 
or to, yeah. or to arrest the bad guys, and that's when they found out that Ramjade had killed them all. Yeah. So he gets arrested. Uh, they take him to the court house. He uh, he pleads his case. But did, did he did he blast the cop at the end? I think he did. I think he shot the cop. Oh the yeah, I think yeah. he shot the cop in the forehead again because the cop yes. was still pissed at him because the cop hates him. Yes. Yeah. And the cop also kind of oversold getting shot through the brain sure just did. a little bit, not as much as that kid. Not like the but fat a little kid. Bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he goes to, he goes to the courthouse. They give him his trial. Yeah. So I, and when the trial starts, I'm like, I hope he gets off. Like, and I bet you he, he is the good guy. I bet you can get off from shooting a cop point blank in the head with 100 witnesses in 1990s India. But well, it's not the way it went, though. You have to flee to the United States and live the rest of your life in the United States, and you can never go home, and then you get away with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, but that's not the way the trial went, because he, he straight up says, yeah, yeah I killed yeah, him, yeah, and I hope yeah, he burns in hell. Yeah, got, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote, I can't believe there wasn't a courthouse dance slash song There should have been. You're big, going to have that many extras and not do it? Big missed opportunity. Stupid. Should have been it a courtroom was full. Dancing. It was a full courtroom. Courtroom dancing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so obviously he uh, he gets convicted and he's acting all Mister Tough Guy and his friend who runs the orphanage comes to visit him and he's, he's like, all oh my, he's like, nah, I fucking got this. I'm uh, uh, I'm a I'm a certified G. Yeah, and like, hey, that's cool that you're a certified G, but all of my orphans think that you're the coolest, the way the kids at Ferris Bueller's school think that mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Is a is a righteous dude? Yeah, a righteous dude. Um, you know who else is in that movie? Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> and uh, yeah, all my shitty orphans are acting like gangsters now. And it would be really cool if you could <laughs> even just pretend that you're upset about walking to the gallows yeah. to get hanged, which you are. Yep. That part's not fake. Just don't be so gangster about it. So my orphans stop acting like assholes, assholes thinking that you're the coolest man in the world. Yeah. And first he doesn't, but then he does because he he's a hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets fucking hung. Uh, yeah. Hanged the, by the neck until dead. Until, until dead. Uh, the one thing... I, oh, I liked the, like, sad version of the Ram Janay song that played yes. while he was going to the gallows. Yes. Because that, that was pretty, that was a pretty good song. Yeah. I mean, the Ram Janay, like, song and dance during the movie was fine, mm-hmm. but this was, like, very cool. Very, very, like, a uh, very dark and sad tone. Yeah. I like remixing a song that's happier from earlier to then make it just be a complete Sad fucking bummer the, to a man being when the main dead. character is getting executed yeah but yeah lots of lots of interesting tones in this movie there is <laughs> some straight up murder from a guy who's secretly a good guy but also not a good guy yeah Steven Seagal Steven Seagal um, I don't know if I've watched a Bollywood movie start to finish this before is, this is the first one I've ever seen we did it we did it good for us and I guess we have to watch RRR oh that's not a Bollywood right that's an action what do the R stand for Retard, retard! Oh my God, why do you retard. hate monetization? It's an hour and thirty in. We're fine. You always say that, and we we lost it. Here are here are two facts. We lost it thirty seconds in. Here are two facts. Me, One, you always say that. Two, we never get monetized. That's, that's your problem, not mine. We need that forty cents. We do need that forty cents, unless everybody on listening to this gives us 40, forty or fifty cents, cents every episode. Then in which case, solves. we're good. Uh, <clears throat> I suppose subscribing to the YouTube would be the equivalent of giving us yep. that every month. Correct. Forever. Also, you can't unsubscribe. I checked. You can't. Wow. Yeah. Bold. So don't try. <laughs> don't even Don't even look. 
Don't even look into it. Take Scott's yeah. word for it. You can't unsubscribe. I'm not a liar. If there's one thing you aren't, it's a liar. Yeah. Uh, so, how would you like to talk about... Tell me about 20, it. 20 and then an O and then a 4s. Mean Girls. A movie I will openly admit I love. Brought to us from former contest winner, I do believe, Deja slash Dianite, who says, with this request... Make sure Drew talks about how much he loves this movie. Don't Basically, worry. Well, I Drew, I, I think you might, uh, you might see yourself in this comment. Oh. Please watch my male, late 30s, not gay, not white, high school music teacher's favorite movie, Mean Girls. Honestly, you should be paying me for requesting this masterpiece. Kinda. Yeah. I'll take it. You? Late male? Yes. Late 30s? Yes. Not gay? Well, mid, That's mid, a miss. Mid-30s, but... <laughs> Not gay? Miss. Not white? Only partially white. Only partially white. Also some silver and black. Some silver and black. And a little bit of pink. High school music teacher? Inside. You were some kind of teacher. I, I, I taught. Yeah. Also, I'm pink inside. <laughs> we're all pink inside. <laughs> <laughs> we open on the parenting duo of... In, previously mentioned previously mentioned off pod Anna Gasteyer SNL's Anna Gasteyer and looking pretty good for 50 something whatever she is looking good for whatever and her husband Dr. Jan Etor literally my note yes. Dr. Jan Etor Dr. Jan Etor <laughs> Jan Etor I cannot remember his real name Glenn Glenn T- Tennis Fleshler no it's uh fuck Who's Glenn Fleshler? Is he the... <laughs> no, you're, you're, first of all, you're thinking of Fleshlight. <laughs> Glenn Fleshlight. Glenn Fleshlight. I'm going to write down Glenn Fleshlight because I don't have anything to write down for this part yet, <laughs> is what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, his... Is Glenn Fleshler the kind of bald guy who played a murderer in a lot of things? Yeah. Are yeah. You, are his you... name is Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. Well, look, Drew. Uh, what, are the, what are the... Can we agree... That both Glenn and Flynn have five letters, with the second, fourth, and fifth being L and N. Can we can we reach common ground on that? Should I go to the hospital? (laughs) Oh, Glenn Fleshler was the Yellow King in. uh, He's played a murderer in so many things, uh, and then he was the guy who gets murdered by Joker in Joker. Yeah, he was he was a murderer in uh, Kevin Bacon's The Following. Sure. I think he was a guy who cut people up and stuffed them in little boxes. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky-tacky. He was in Weeds. That's what it was. He was in Weeds. Uh, uh, he was in... He's played so many murderers. Billions, your favorite show. He's, he was he's, in, he's a... He was uh, in Hannibal, your favorite show. He, he was he in was, Elementary, your other favorite show. He's a murderer in Hannibal. He's a lawyer in Billions, which you could argue is worse than a murderer. I agree. Damages. Board to board he to death. He was in Damages. Da- damages. Law and Order. He's been in three episodes. Do you play the same character or do you mix it up? No, various it says. Nice. That's the move. I like I like when they've had so many episodes they can bring back the yeah. same actors. Oh, you haven't been on in 173 episodes. You bring can probably in. go again. No one's going to Also, remember. did I just, ra- with my random number I picked, was that Goldberg's streak number? Was it 173? 173, no. Way to go. Good that's job, where, That's where my head's at. Good job, autism. Hey, I'm pro-Jewish athlete. Dr. Jan Itor. Jan Itor. Jan Itor. 
Uh, Scott, what the fuck kind of name is Katie spelled C-A-D-Y? Caddy. What the fuck is Katie? I don't know what we're doing with Katie. So, yeah, so we, we open on Anna Gosteyer, who I was looking up her age until we got distracted by trying to remember Dr. Yanni Tor's name. Glenn Fleshlight. Glenn Fleshlight. <laughs> Uh, Anna Gasteyer is... What? 55. 55 now? 55 now. Which puts her 37 then. I'm in. I am absolutely in. Is she old enough to be... She had Lindsay Young in storyline then. Yeah. She's 17. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 20 Maybe when 20. she had her. Well, Maybe. they were living in Africa where That's true. there probably wasn't a lot of access to birth control. Babies having babies. And Dr. Yanni Tor likes to raw dog. So well, that's if true. We've learned, if we've learned, if Scrubs taught us one thing, yes. it's that Dr. Yanni Tor likes to not put a dome on his man. And, <laughs> and that the knife wrench is practical and safe. Knife wrench. For kids. For kids. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so. Knife wrench. Knife wrench. <laughs> So, they move from her. Her parents are both from black ass Africa, black ass deepest darkest the jungles of Africa. Yeah, they're uh, bio. No, they're zoologists. They're they're they're, they're cryptozoologists. They're accountants. They're accountants. They're doing African money. Oh, so nothing. Yeah, there's an oxymoron. Yeah. Blood diamonds. Second, they're doing blood diamonds. They're doing blood diamonds. So yeah, they are. I don't remember what their jobs were. Maybe they didn't have jobs. No, they did. They were maybe they just they, were. Were they undercover? No, were they doing blackface. No, oh. they were there studying like 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 animals. Okay, right? yeah, I, I think and like some, cultural something stuff. Bio- maybe they were anthropologists. Maybe, maybe they were anthropomorphic. I wish. I wish. So they they decide to move back to the United Do States. Do we because... take a detour to briefly discuss our discovery of Bitter Lake? No. Okay. We gotta wait till we watch it and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Fair. Uh, guys, keep just keep Bitter Lake on your radar. On your radar. And on or, your radar. You know what? Give us $50. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. Fuck yeah. Sight unseen. Don't look it up. Give us $50 and say watch it and we'll watch it. Done. Bitter Lake. Problem solved. <clears throat> so they've moved to back to America because she was born in America and then, ra- and then raised in Africa, I think is what they say. Yeah, I think they didn't want her to be an African citizen. Why? I don't know. <laughs> All right. uh, so she's, I just decided that she's coming back. To, I think she's coming Tina, to America. To, I think writer Tina Fey is like, yeah. no, like she can have lived in Africa, but we don't want her to be African. We can't. We can't sell a movie. No one's going to gonna, studio. No one's going to get behind with an, an African. African lead. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. Uh, very, very impossible. Yeah, they weren't able to do it until uh, Invictus. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> District Nine. District Nine. Yeah, yeah, an African. An African. Hey. He's African. Egypt is Africa. Egypt is Africa. South Africa, even more Africa. Even more, it's got Africa in the name. Mm-hmm. It's the most Africa. Detroit, also Africa. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. Rewind. Take it back. Let's play it back. No, it's too late now. Oh, shit. Everyone heard you say that oh, Detroit shit. was Africa. <laughs> God. So, they move. They come back to America so that she can go to public school in the United States. They do a white coming to America. They do a white coming to America. Uh, when she gets there, the principal of the school is played by Timmy Meadows. Do they explain... Who I love. I also love. Do they explain why his arm's in a cast? Yep. 
I don't remember do. what it was. So I'm going to read you a little note. Oh, that, uh, I love notes. Tim, he... Tim Meadows broke his hand before shooting. Okay, I was sure that it was a real thing. And had and to wear they a had cast, to write around so it. So they explained that his character, Mr. Duvall, had carpal tunnel. Ah, uh, that's right. It was such a throwaway thing. They literally just had to explain why real Tim yep. Meadows' yep. arm is in a cast. She, she, asked, she asked him, like, what did, what did you do in the summer? And he was like, well, my carpal tunnel came back. Yeah, that's right. And then he gets divorced. So Tina Fey in... 2000... Tina Fey go. Tina Fey go. Tina Fey in 2023 can get it. Oh, yeah. Tina Fey in 2004 can get it. <laughs> She's yeah. hot in this. Oh, yeah. She is? Yeah. I love her in this. I love her. This might too. be peak Tina Fey and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll figure it out, but... <laughs> is there a younger one? <laughs> The Parent Trap? Is did that she, young? Is she younger than The Parent Trap? She may be younger. Yeah, she's really younger in Parent Trap parent than trap. Friday. Uh, did she <laughs> Did she do anything as a baby? <laughs> um, there, or does she at least have, like, a fire starter type on her resume? <laughs> maybe. There's an excellent, excellent Timmy Meadows line where he brings her... I like that you're going Timmy. Like, your personal he's my friends. Guy. Okay. He's my guy. He's my guy. They uh, she he brings Katie into the classroom to introduce her. Says like, "Oh, uh, have you met our new our like our new student from Africa?" And then they all pan and look at the black girl. Yes. And, and then she's, she's like, "Like you know?" She's like, "She's I'm like not. I'm from wherever." Yeah. And then they're like, "No, uh, Katie." And they're she's like, like oh. "Oh." And then he goes, "Oh, Kate." Uh, uh, or he says, "Catty." She goes, "Oh, actually, it's pronounced Katie." And he goes, "Huh." I have a nephew named Anthony, and he and he gets pretty mad when I call him Anthony. Anthony. Almost as mad as I get when I remember my sister named him Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, that was very good. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so then, yeah, so she that's her first day of school. She's like learning like the ins and outs of being in a uh, public school. She goes to the cafeteria on lunchtime to uh, to like have her lunch and sit down. She, she sees the sort of various clicks at well, the lunch table. She walks up to the table that is full of black people, uh-huh. and she walks up to them and says, "Jumbo, Jumbo." <laughs> and I said, "If I could say Jumbo to oh, a group of black once. people, I would be so just happy." Once, one time, give me one. Freedom. Where's our cool black friend to let us say it to one of his friends? Malcolm Flex. Can we say Jumbo to Malcolm Flex I'm tomorrow? Not to, I'm not going to say Jumbo to Malcolm Flex, but we did. I feel like he might be cool. We did him. pitch to him a race war battle royal that he enjoyed. That's true. <laughs> it's called the Get Out Get Out Rumble. The get, yeah, so, where you could and we, we have two different varieties. Yeah, on. both work great. We didn't nail down one. The one is. Whites can only get thrown out on one side of the ring, and blacks <laughs> yeah. can only get thrown out on the other so, side of the ring because so you're keeping the colors separate. Yes, yeah, segregated eliminations. However, I, mine was mine is more more of a true race war. Yes, in that you can only be eliminated by, by someone of the opposing race. race. Yeah. <laughs> so once it gets down to one race or the other, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Once yeah, it's it, down, it, to, if you're down to three whites, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cute that you think the whites would win. A boy can dream. A boy can dream. <laughs> There's more of us. It's not fair. We're just it's not fair. Their butts are higher, and they got that quick. But quick our butts are fiber. lower. <laughs> um. So yeah, so she she gets kind of bullied by uh, the kids, and she doesn't really have a lot of. Uh, 
a, a lot of hope in this going forward, but then she meets she's, sort of like the... She's taken in by two kind of outcast She gets kids. taken in by like a goth girl and a very flamboyant, fat, tall gay guy. Yes. Who, uh, very funny that I read that uh, he came out in 2014 as gay, and I was like, wait, oh, wait, 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 no wait, shit. Ten years <laughs> after this? No shit. You came out in this movie, sir, <laughs> if not earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and my favorite girl, Lizzie Kaplan. Her name is Janice Ian, which is based off of the singer Janice Ian, who is Makes all, sense. who is also an openly gay woman. Hmm. So that was why they were like, uh... and uh, there's a gag that they. Spoiler alert, they spread a rumor that she's a lesbian, yep. but the whole idea is that she's Lebanese, because that later on the Indian yeah. guy asks her what she is, and she says Lebanese, yeah. which is a throwback to a joke from the Golden Girls, because wow. Tina Fey loves the Golden Girls. That's because at awesome. one point, Blanche introduces her friend to the old one. Sophia. Sophia. Estelle Getty. Uh, that says, this is my friend so-and-so. She's, she's, a, she's a lesbian. Oh. And she thinks she ah, says Lebanese. Lebanese. Yeah. So then she keeps asking her questions about, about Lebanon. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. What a weird thing. But that that is, Tina, that's fantastic. So she's a... Uh, uh, as you noted, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Scott's girlfriend. Yeah. This isn't my favorite no. Lizzie Kaplan. No. I think... Party Down. Oh, Party Down. Party, Party Down is peak Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. If we could have had somehow, and I know this is a pipe dream, peak Lizzie, Lindsay, and Tina in one movie? Yeah. Insane. Yeah. But Although we do get happen. peak Lacey Chabert and maybe peak Rachel McAdams. And I'm going to leave Amanda Seyfried out of it because her eyes are too big and too, too big. And too far apart. Way too far apart. I don't like either. It's goddamn alien. Don't like it. Um, Amanda Seyfried and Lizzie Kaplan would both go on to do Rob Thomas shows. Not that one, the other one. Bad Rob Thomas. Amanda Seyfried, I believe, is the murdered girl <gasps> in season one of Veronica Mars. And Lizzie's a main cast on Party Down. Um, Rob, I like the other Rob Thomas. I like the third Rob Thomas that's a joke only for me. Oh. And, is it low-level hockey player? And Justin Gorkowski. No, he's actually quite a high good, level. He's actually a quite a good player for the St. Louis Blues, but technically he goes by Robert Thomas. Ah, so. too bad. I, my favorite one is the one that's friends with Sinbad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a good one to have. Yeah, that's a good one to have. Um, yeah, so they Lizzie Kaplan is introducing her to sort of like the layout of the school like dynamic. Yeah. So they're going through like oh like those are the like those are the burnouts. Those are the rich Asians. Yeah. Those are the those not are the, crazy oh, though. They're just regular rich Asians. They're not crazy. No, regular rich Asians, yeah. yeah. Like uh the overly sexual theater kids. Yeah, over sexual theater kids. Uh one like minor piece of trivia that I saw was that on the the visual cuz like there's a visual that we see as the audience that's like a drawing layout of the of the cafeteria yeah. and out at the very top for like the very split second it's on screen it says these are the woods behind the school sexual things happen here don't go <laughs> I, I read that on the thing and I was like that's crazy so then I went and, and like freeze framed it and was yeah. like huh nice. it does say that so then it's like uh, you I'm know, sorry I've been trying to decide if this is peak Rachel McAdams I agree it's peak Lacey Chabert sure um, what else has McAdams done for me uh, the, the notebook no. About Time, also known as The Crying Movie, for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you seen it? No. Oh, Scott, there is a scene in that movie that will cripple you. Really? Cripple you. Huh. Sometimes I like to get crippled. It's... Oh, about Time, you say? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe it's About Time I get crippled. 
Possibly, possibly. Which is maybe not a thing, I should say, uh, less than 24 hours before a wrestling match. Yeah, when you already have a sort of hurt tailbone. Yeah. Uh, no, there is a fuck... I, I hope somebody listening to this podcast has seen About Time and knows exactly what I'm talking about. There is a life-ending scene in that oh boy. movie. It is huh. so sad. I'm going to have to investigate Overall, this. generally a pretty happy movie, or like an upbeat movie, mm-hmm. but there is something that happens that towards the end that just, I, I'm, I'm crying talking about is it. Is it an animal or a person? Person. Okay. Person. I can handle that. Yeah. Uh, you, no, I'll, I'll, you say that. I'll, I'll, I'll probably cry. Yeah. It might... But I don't know if it'll devastate me. It's like top... Five really saddest things in a movie I've ever seen. I don't think we've ever discussed this before. Well, here we go. Interesting. Okay, I'll have to check do, it out. Do you, want, do you want me to spoil it for you? No, because I'll spoil it for everybody. So no, don't actually yeah. don't spoil okay. it. I yeah. I will. It's a really it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's got a, a little little baby Domo Gleason, although not really a baby because he's a grown adult. In it. It's got what, it's Richard Adams. Uh, got Bill Nye. It's got Justin Timberlake, and uh, everyone has that's uh, in time. I know. And time is currency. Time is currency. And then he gets $11 billion from a gay man. <laughs> hey, what, hey, you know where, they, where people say, like, time is money? What if we, what if, like, that <gasps> was the movie? What if time literally <laughs> what was if, money? What if that was the whole fucking movie and it was not good? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, so... She's pointing at everybody, and then she said, like, the group that they are in is like, oh, literally the coolest people you'll ever meet, and it's the two of them. And then, like, you know, they're kind of, like, introducing each other, and they're like, oh, yeah. this is, I can't remember, Damien, is that his name? Uh, this sure. is Damien. He's almost too gay to too function. Too gay to function. Which is very funny phrase to hear in 2022 when I watch this. It's funny to hear it, and also, I know a lot of people like that. I, I know one. Yeah. I know one, for sure. Like, there are definitely people who are, oh... I see. <laughs> there are definitely people who are too gay to really be able to do anything else. Right. Yeah. Like get, like grocery shopping. Can't. Or like I need Can't to do I it. need to take the bus and the sky train no, to get to here. No, no. Or like how how do I replace the light bulb in the oven? Can't. Too gay. Too gay. Yeah. Yeah. I think if if you are that you just sort of like have to I guess just hire like a full time caretaker. I guess, or or get like a or masculine get, yeah, gay like, husband. Yeah, a not as gay husband. Yeah, like somebody who's more functionally who, who can, normal. Who can function in society? Normal and normal. Who is a normal? Who is less gay? Not gay. <laughs> get a not gay. Get, get husband. a not gay husband. <clears throat> so yeah, so she's you know going going through and exploring sort of like the inner workings of the school, but like it's one of those things where they obviously hire like a beautiful actress to play the like kind of weird, not yeah. not not cool, not popular girl when clearly she's like oh she most, let her hair down, she's, she's super yeah, hot, she's like one of the most beautiful people that's ever like lived at this point, yeah, and um, short shelf life though. Well, she lived a hard, rough, hard life. Cause like I'm. Can watch- you think she's like five years away from making one of the worst movies I've ever seen? She's three. If we're talking about the same. Oh, movie, is it three? It's three. It's years seven. Away. Ooh, I know. Who killed me. Yeah. Is yeah. it 2007? Yes. <laughs> she's three years away from making one of the and worst like, movies I've think ever seen. How hard she lived in three years. In those three years. Yeah. Because she is. Uh, if you if you consult my. Commentary for I Know Who Killed Me in Mean Girls. She's a fucking dime. Yep. <laughs> and look at her now. Look at her now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe the hardest three years anyone's ever lived. That's a bold statement, but it's prove me wrong. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so she she's getting introduced to everything that how the school works. Uh, there's one girl that she asks what like a question to, and she says, "If you ever talk to me again, I'll I'll kick you or something." And then yeah. throughout the rest of the movie, she never talks to that girl again. It's true, but I guess that's consistency, coincidence. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's she the, the so she goes home. Her parents ask her how the day went. She went like, "Oh, it's whatever." Like, yeah. Uh, I don't think I like it. The next day she goes back to school, and that's when like the plastics, which yeah. is Rachel McAdams, uh, Lacey Chabert, and Amanda Seyfried, sort of realize like, "Oh, who's this new hot girl?" Yeah, she's hot, even though she's I, wearing I do like, like regular yeah, clothes. I do like and, that the movie recognizes right that it that doesn't she's take hot. forever for them to be they like don't, uh, they don't they don't what she's all that her she's all that or uh like i don't know uh, other movies that are like popular hot girls and like oh yeah this girl's so ugly and then you like put she's her, clearly put her, hot put her hair down and no glasses and you're like yeah. oh she's the most gorgeous girl yeah. in the school so yeah so then she kind of gets like uh, brought into the plastics to uh to like be uh, in their world this is the same year as the notebook huh i guess maybe because she's blonde in this yeah. uh, the one note that i did wrote is that uh amy poehler yeah. who plays mrs george rachel mcadam's mom yes is only seven years older than her in this movie wow <laughs> damn she was a slut <laughs> yeah she had rachel mcadam's when she was seven yeah i mean not you know what i mean but yeah <laughs> yeah, so like I mean I think I think Rachel McAdams is is much the older than she's playing. Same age as me or a year older? Late 30s. So she's like 36, 37 maybe. So 2004 she's 19. Yeah. So no, she must no. be old. She must be older. No, cuz would Polar only be 26? Yeah, she's got to be older than that. Hey. I'm going to say she's 49 <laughs> and Polar is 56. Now? No. Then. In meteorals. Uh, she, she's 44 right now. So she's born in 78. So she's way older than we think she is. Twenty. So she's 26 playing a high schooler and doing okay at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what does that make Amy Poehler there, champ? That makes Amy Poehler, what did we say, just, uh, 33. Seven years older. Yeah. 33. Yeah. Yeah. She's 51. Is Peak McAdams the time traveler's wife? <laughs> My favorite movie about grooming. <laughs> it really legitimately is the best movie about grooming. We're going to be in love when you're older. So you should just suck my dick now. You should just now. be in love with me now. You're going to do it in How 30 years. How do you years? show someone that you're in love with them? It is legitimately my favorite movie about being a groomer. And it's got time travel. And it's got Eric Bana. Three things I like. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing three boxes checked right yeah. there. Is Peak Rachel McAdams Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? No, it is not. It is, in fact, not that movie. I, I think this movie ah, it's 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 up there i think about times my peak uh rachel mcadams i think that's that's my go-to she did rachel two McAdams. is about does about time also have time travel yep did she just do time travel movies for a while apparently huh why would what she did those two and a third one or you're just saying those two even two is a lot yeah i guess if i had a nickel you had a nickel for, for every, every time. time travel movie that Rachel McAdams did. I would have two nickels, which isn't much, but it's still interesting. It's still interesting. 
Yeah, so uh, then there's just a, cu- a couple of fu- funny notes that I wrote down. Uh, one was she has health class with the gym teacher who's not really, you know, like the ter- stereotypical joke of like gym teachers not being very good at teaching health health ed. Yeah. So she's like, he's, he's t- t- teaching them all this stuff, but whatever. And then he goes like, all right, everybody, take some rubbers. And he just pulls out like a bu- box full of rubbers for them to take condoms. Yeah. Um, then Th- that, that teacher seemed like a pretty funny improver yeah because there were some like i have a uh not to brag a burned copy of the dvd sick <laughs> which is how i watched it sick. um and in like the deleted scenes and bloopers and stuff he's just like going off and popping clearly, off clearly improving and seems like a funny guy nice props uh i forgot there was an lp in this movie there was an lp in this movie uh then i wrote up oh, here's num- here's here's calling someone retarded number one in the movie spoiler alert there's more than Not one the last uh then so yeah so the the plastics are going to start turning her into one of them they go to the mall to go shopping but the idea or, so the idea is that Janice wants her to get inside information about all the like shitty things they say yeah. so that she can sort of just like laugh and chuckle herself on her own time yeah. like to like just kind of know just, what their inner and like saying feel and feel better about it and yeah. it, it's clear that like uh Janice and Rachel McAdams like used to be kind of friends before high school got all clicky yeah. and which uh, happens a lot which happens a lot Except for when you go to an all-guys private school. Then it's all good, baby. With all those Chinese and Then Indians. we were all just in the gay clique. All of you. A whole school of gay cliques. Yep. Although, it did seem like the the grade one year below me was exclusively gay Chinese guys. Nice. Like, out gay did Chinese they, did guys. Did they become BTS? I think BTS when... was, the, was the St. George's School graduating class of 2002. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> many happy returns many happy returns <laughs> uh then so yeah so they're gonna like use uh the information to sort of like just laugh about how stupid they are and all like, yeah just kind of get back right, get back at them uh so then they go shopping to get her new clothes and then they go to her house to um uh Richard McAdams house regina george where they meet where we meet uh, not only do we meet amy poehler her mom but we wrote what i wrote was oh scott's favorite scene the little sister dancing to milkshake. It's not okay. Uh, so then... So the implication is that... Uh, you're a pedophile. That's the, the implication. The implication is that I am a pedophile. Um, that uh, Amy Poehler is a shit mom and... She's has, like a cool... She's like a cool she's, mom. She's too cool a Too mom cool. And is letting her, just like, yeah, like eight-year-old daughter watch pornography and become yeah. a pornographer. Kellis. Yeah. Uh, so then she bought, she gives them like, uh, mock teenies. Yep. And then when, uh, when Katie asks, <laughs> it's funny. Wait, oh yeah. You're saying, right well, now. yeah, she asks yeah. like, does this have alcohol? And she's like, no, no what kind of please, mom do you think like, I am? Although but if you want something, you want I'd rather some, you drink it here and not <laughs> rather drink it in the house. Than going yeah. Uh, then I just wrote, cool, oh, mom. here's uh calling someone retarded. Number two. You betcha. Uh, then my next note is just, here's calling somebody retarded. Number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rapid fire coming at you. So. Get ready for ours. She, uh, Katie kind of gets like sucked into it where she's like obviously oblivious to the way people treat each other because she's been living in deepest, darkest, blackest Africa. Yeah. So she thinks that like the the heart of sharkness, you might say. The heart of sharkness. So she's been living or she's been hanging out with the plastics and thinks that they're all nice. 
Yeah, because they haven't, like, done anything particularly mean to, to her. her. Yeah. yeah, and she hasn't even really necessarily seen them do anything mean. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're being generally nice to her. Yeah, and so now she's kind of, like, being played from both sides, but then yeah. there's this guy that she meets so who she really likes, but it turns out that Rachel McAdams and her, him used to date. Yeah. So... That, uh, the, uh, the other two, uh, Lacey Chabert and Amanda Seyfried, tell her, like, oh, you can't like him because that's that's her ex-boyfriend. Like, you can't like him. And she's like, okay, yeah. fine, whatever. And then they do the thing that girls do, mm-hmm. which is they tell everybody everything. So then Absolutely. they, of course, tell her. So she finds out. Just and then awful there's, there's a There's a, a couple of times this happens in the movie that's actually really good, which is uh, the, like, three-way phone call, like, where you yes. call, but don't tell them the other person's the on, the person's phone, on the phone. And then you get them to say something, and yeah. then... Like, After you've said something incriminating against yourself yeah. about them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there, there's that. And then, like, of course, like they're, they're high school girls, so they all have their things. Like, Regina George thinks she's getting fat, yeah. and Amanda Seyfried's, like, in love with her cousin. <laughs> and um, Lacey Chabert's, like, this guy that she fooled around with, but then he, like cheated on her but then she still likes him yeah but then and and she's rich because her dad invented post-its uh it wasn't post-its because inventing post-its was romy michelle um yeah but it's 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 something like like that that. yeah yeah uh one funny thing and she's jewish one funny thing that i noted was that amanda seyfried uh who plays karen the dumb one yeah initially was supposed to play katie Oh, but after seeing her screen test, Lauren Michaels thought she would be better as the dumb girl. What? That feels good. Yeah, like what? I think. Oh, P.S. You're not the lead anymore. Now you play the stupid one. It's fine if that's what happened. Yeah, but we shouldn't know that, Lauren. Right? Because if we know it, Amanda, Amanda Seyfried knows Seyfried it, knows and it. her giant eyes yeah. know it. And I bet you she's really nice. I bet you she, she is. Really she's nice. probably a really and you know what? She gives good head. Absolutely. She gives great head on a longboard in the middle of the Santa Monica Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Justin Long. Good dick. Great dick. Great dick. Bet she gives great head. They don't call him Justin Long for no they, they, reason. They don't. I, I, would, I would call him Justin slightly bigger than normal. Justin above average. Above average. But uh, I'd call him Justin yeah. Cider. Mm. Mm. Nice. Uh, so... The next note I have is I always forget that the line "You go, Glen Coco" is from this movie, <laughs> even though I hear it all the time from like and like other things and you know like TikToks and shit. I always forget that it's from this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, what did I write? Oh, okay. So she's like a really good student and she's really smart and. Thank really... you for bringing me to my next note. Nice. Imagine. Lindsay Lohan being good at math or school or anything, but in she school. is exceptionally good at math. Yes, yeah, that's very fun. Yeah, I wonder if that was to be mean to Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Probably not. But you almost uh... got me. You almost made me spit take my fago. <laughs> We're gonna make your character a genius. We're gonna make you the smartest kid in the school, and guess what? You're gonna get fucked up on drugs <laughs> so fast, so fast. You won't believe what you look like in three years. In a mere three years from now, a mere three years, you will look like a junkie. Yeah, I said. Oh, uh, my next line is a uh, oh, a creepy Indian guy. Surprise, surprise, That's my guy. Uh, so yeah, so she's gonna be joining. She, they, the Tina Fey is her teacher, and she wants her to join the mathletes or yeah. the decathletes. I think it's no, it's math. It's, it's math. It's yeah, it's math. It's yeah. athletes, and they're surprise, surprise, a very good at math Indian guy. Yeah, who's uh, kind of like a creep, and he's uh, confident, uh, confident nerd. 
confident nerd. Yeah. He's a confident Indian man who just got the internet. Is what he <laughs> is. Romeo Dallin to his heart's content. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, but then, of course, she, Katie's class with the guy she likes is math, and he's, like, not good at it, but she wants to, like, make him like her, so she starts acting. She needs a reason to talk she to She starts, him. so instead of having somebody fake do the homework, they just got Lindsay Lohan to try and do the homework for real. Yeah. And that was the grade she got. <laughs> that was her real grade. Like, that was really Lindsay doing. Hey, Lindsay, do this math. Do the math right now in front of all And of then us. we'll give you the real grade yeah. and put it in a big movie. In a big movie. <laughs> like, oh, you got a D minus. <laughs> yeah. Right? So she's trying to get it so that he can help her do the math. Even though she's better Even math. though she's way better she's now. she's faking for attention she's literally faking she's for attention so much it's almost like she's a woman you know what you're right she is yeah uh so at this time like J- janice is trying to get her to like turn up the heat on the plastics so they can like you know really fuck with them and she's like no i don't want to like they're kind of my friends she's like i'm gonna throw a house party because my parents are going away yeah i'm just gonna invite like my friends and like the hot guy mm-hmm. and then i'll be you know i'll be alone we'll be alone in a space we can talk and hang out Huh, that is a low-flying plane. There's a plane landing on your house. So, they're like, okay, well, like, I have this art show that I'd like love for you to come to. She's like, yeah, of course, I'll be there. Of course, like, I'll be there, whatever, we're yeah. friends. But then she has the house party, and every single fucking person in the town gets invited. Is this so, a Halloween party or not? Halloween's later? This is... Oh, sorry, she, yeah, she gets invited to the Halloween party. And yeah. she doesn't understand that Halloween in the United States for teenagers is to it's be a slut. Slut and not actual And not scary an actual costume. costume. So she gets an actual costume. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the other costumes. Okay. Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Cat costume. Cat costume. No tail. No tail. Other hot girl at the party. Tiger costume. No tail. Fuck off. Scott, Tina Fey does not get you. You she can does all not understand you. Fuck off. I have no time for you. No time. Uh, so, yeah. So, so the Halloween party is she's going to go talk to the hot guy. Uh, it is where uh, Amanda Seyfried is going to go make out with her cousin. <laughs> um, then they catch Lacey Chabert upstairs in the bathroom making out with the... Oh, that's the other party. Too many parties. Too many parties. I didn't go to a lot of parties. Actually, I did go to a lot of parties. My friends had a lot of parties. Cause yep. I, was, I, was, I was in with the cool crowd, but I was a total fag. So... <laughs> <laughs> Were you... Um... Were you a party boy with the jackass guys? I was. Okay. I wore a speedo and a fake uh, collar and, yep. and uh, wrist collars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call them. And I danced around. <laughs> uh, I got some good party stories, but I can't share them on the air. Well, I could, but I'm, I don't want to. I'm reeling you from wrist collars. Wrist collars. <laughs> um, yeah, there should be parties. Um, so at the Halloween party, they see Rachel, Mc- uh, Regina George make out with the popular guy. Yeah. But like, because she's jealous, literally of only because she knows that, that Lindsay Katie's him. into him, yeah. into him. So then they, uh, you know, over the course of time, she's going to have this party and she's only going to invite the, her friends. Yeah. But then they literally, word gets out. So literally everybody Everyone. finds out. Yeah. And then the party is like this huge, massive thing. And the house kind of gets a little bit wrecked. And then she tries to flirt with the guy mm-hmm. and he's into it, but also is like not into it. Maybe he's secret gay. And who's to say? Uh, then, uh, like Jan- the gay guy in this movie, secret gay for another 10 years, 10 years? apparently. Uh, so Janice Who and have ever Damien. 
uh, show up right at the end of the party, and uh, she's like pissed off that she missed her, she her missed show. The thing. Yeah. And then she throws this painting at her that's like a painting of the three of them as friends. And I was like, oh, that's devastating. So sad. But then uh, she's been pranking Rachel McAdams with like a very good prank. Yes. Where she thinks she's fat and she wants to lose some weight. So she's giving her So she's been giving her bars. these diet bars that she's just been eating but they're in Swedish so yeah. she can't read them. So And they're just like pure and they're just pro like fat. protein. Like they're just or like yeah, they're just like yeah. fat and whatever and her her she's been cheating on the popular guy, the guy that she that Rachel or that um Lindsay Lohan wants with like the popular like r- like wrestling jock guy. And who is gay? No, straight, probably. Polly, <laughs> it's Polly. Okay, who is Diego Klattenhoff of the Blacklist fame? Drew, are you not watching your network procedurals with peak, peak handsomeness? James Spader, I'm not puffy, bald James Spader. Sure, you are. Missing out. Look, you can suck on that Fago all you want. It's not going to change the fact that the other guy is Diego Klattenhoff. Cool. A guy who... What a fucking name. A guy, right? All-time name list right there. <laughs> a guy who looks like... Mexican first name. Yeah. German last guy, name. Yeah. The, white. It's weird. Straight up regular white guy weird. named Diego Klattenhoff. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, his name should be Dan Smith. <laughs> it should be Dan Smith from BYU. Exactly. He's a kicker. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was weird. I don't remember the um, the context, but I appear to have written, I want Lizzie Kaplan to push me down and call me gay. <laughs> so something like that happened. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> I think we're past my favorite thing in the movie, because I think it was before the parties. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan and uh, Big Fat Queer Mo uh, um, pull her into the uh, pull Lindsay into the girls bathroom right because they have uh, you know important things to talk about and there's uh, there's another girl in the bathroom uh, I don't know who, charitably I would describe as portly yep um, who yells at Big Fat Queer Mo for being in the girls bathroom he's like she's like you gotta hey, get out of this bathroom and he without missing a beat utters my favorite line in the movie. Oh my God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So now, good. Oh, now, what if I told you... Tell me. ...that this, this, this Queermo, as you have stated his name, is Queermo. Queermo del Toro. Queermo del Toro. Uh, who is an openly gay man. But only since 2014. Played a... Uh, in tw- I bet he does theater. In 2010... Good year. Played a straight rapist. What? And I spit on your grave. Oh. Imagine well, how about that? imagine a gay man <laughs> pretending to rape a woman. Imagine if you will, a gay man. Playing a straight rapist. Playing a straight rapist. Who is this character? Uh you? Is it no. you? I think it's you. It's a different character. I think it's you. But I don't know which. I think it's you. He's a still a chonker. Good. I think it's cowardly when people lose weight. <laughs> I think I think it's cowardly when people lose weight when they look good, not skinny. John Goodman. John Goodman. <laughs> He's keep it down. Okay, so uh, I feel like we're getting a little out of it. Out of it. So there, it comes to the winter talent show. Is there anything before the winter talent show? Um, oh, just one thing related to uh, tricking. 
Rachel McAdams into eating the bars, getting fatter because she like looks at her ass in the mirror. And he's like, my ass is so fat. I'm like, oh yeah, it wasn't cool to have a fat ass. It was yet. not. That's probably the biggest culture shift of the 2000s. Yeah, these are opinions yeah. on ass size. On ass size, yeah. Yeah. No, nobody wanted to be thick back then. No, Thakita wouldn't uh, wouldn't nope. make it. No, nope. she'd just be alone in her bedroom listening to MAGA rap. MAGA. Uh, maybe one of my favorite notes that I wrote was that uh, they spent the entire movie trying to hide Linz's giant knockers. Oh my god! Just for the Christmas pageant, so that they could show them off. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Pop pop them babies out. Bro- broke my mic, but worth it. <laughs> yeah, like uh they literally mm-hmm. like compression and no low cut tops so that when they got to the Christmas performance they were like, Whoa, look <laughs> at the size of those gazongs. Huge. How old was she? She I don't know. was seventeen filming this, oh. and I to don't that care. say good enough. Don't care. Uh, I also like that in um in Machete Kills, mm-hmm. Machete Kills, um, that her and somebody else have an on-screen three-way with Machete, Sick. where you get to see full tits, hmm. but no head, and then it turns out it's not even her. Oh. Who is the most disappointed man in the world? This guy. You. Uh, she's a 32D. Okay. There's literally a website that is called tits-guru.com. Ah, tits guru. (laughs) I know him well. Nationality, measurements, bra cup size, breast type, breast size, uh, height, weight, all that stuff. Uh, Tattoos, all of their social media, and then a little quick brief thing. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know one of those fake like like a put their heads on a porn star's yeah, body as if on it, someone else's and then the body. first comment uh it's fake <laughs> and then uh, the first no so the first comment was she really did a playboy pictorial no and then they're like no it's fake <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that's funny i wonder if she's shown her boobs in any movies you know what you keep talking <laughs> Um, the, is the, uh, is the all, is the all girls meeting, uh, before the dance? After. After. Okay. Then I, I'd, uh, hey, there's, uh, there's a titty. What's, uh, in what? Uh, the canyons. Whatever that is. Is that the one that James Franco directed? Maybe. I think it might be the one that James Franco directed. It is not. James Franco could get me to show my tits. It is not. It is directed by friend of the show, friend of us, whose we've watched three movies related to this podcast. Oh, my God. Paul Schrader. Oh. Sick. Is James Franco in it? Did I just think he directed it? Um, You know why? Why? Because porn star James Dean is in the movie. Does he look like in James a regular Franco? movie? And you know he kind of looks like James Dean. James Franco kind of looks like James Dean. Okay. Adult entertainer whose real name is Brian Matthew Sevilla. Nice. Uh, anyways, back to the movie. Christmas pageant. Uh, yeah. they, they do their baby. It's cold outside, but at this point. 
the the Katie's sort of like plan is in place where like she's kind of broken them apart a little bit like they're starting to get sort of snippy and with each other mostly Regina towards the other two girls but it's also because she's been eating those bars and she's getting fat yeah uh because she's miserable that she's like gained weight and whatever mm-hmm. uh so yeah they're all kind of turning on each other uh then uh they one one thing that we didn't mention before was that they have the the burn book which is a oh, book yeah. of like a picture from the yearbook of the person and, just and then they just like, mean shit they write yeah i mean them. it's it's different levels of mean because it's just like high school to early 2000s high school stuff. So like yeah some of it is like made out with a hot dog or like <laughs> yeah. is a fat dyke or like cuts her yeah. wrists you know like it yeah. was all levels of it so, uh, do I have any more notes about... Oh, so. So. They spend a long, t- a lot of time trying to catch the hunk guy, catch Regina cheating on him. Yes. And the idea is that they hook up in the projection room of the amphitheater thing every Thursday or whatever. Yeah. Her and Diego Klatanov. Diego Klatanov. So then they try to get them to catch them every time, but like, you know, the first time they go and there's nobody there. And then the second time, they the, the, the gay kid... Or no, so the second time they go, but then he gets up there and, you know, like, it's just her because she shoves the guy out of the way so that he doesn't see him and then they, whatever. And then the third time, the fat gay friend steals uh, her purse and then yeah. runs and they yell, like, I think he's running for the projection room in the auditorium. Yeah. So then they run all the way up there and they catch the coach from earlier who Fucking was, a child. Who was teaching sex ed, making out with one of the popular rich Asians. Yeah. Not and crazy. Not crazy, just yeah. rich. Uh, and then I wrote, again, I wrote, God, we're all these sexed up teachers when I was a kid, except right. for women teachers. Although I did have a male teacher in my school who, who taught there in the seventies, mm-hmm. got a student pregnant. Oh, uh, I guess married her. They got divorced. Then 20 years later, they let him become a teacher again. Nice. <laughs> Super weird. He served his time. It's fine. He served his, th- he had a time he out. served his nickel. You, you come <laughs> I serve my nickel. You come and try and take me back. <laughs> um, I had a PE teacher who got involved with a kid's mom. That's nothing. Yes, yeah. There, I had an English teacher who wasn't that old. Like, looking back at it, he was probably like... 24 or 25 mm-hmm. when we were in high school and he went to a couple house parties yeah and it was unconfirmed that he hooked up with a student but he definitely got fired for going to the house parties. yeah you're probably not supposed to yeah. do that but like never confirmed that he did sleep with uh caitlin barnes who was super hot hey gonna caitlin, put her on blast uh played baseball with her brother dawson barnes nice. and her dad was my coach i don't remember his name <laughs> um but yeah he got fired for do going your going, dad's name I don't know. I don't know my coach's name. Okay, I'm like you should know your dad's name. <laughs> yeah, Douglas Andrew. Uh, so yeah. So then, I mean, I got so many notes left. Um, there was a line that she said after Regina's kind of snapped and like is getting fat and like turning on all of her friends and they like they don't want they have another one of those three way calls where she yeah. tricks her into saying mean things about the other girls. Yeah, and so uh, they're all just awful to each other. So then there's like a over the course of the movie there's a like so there's voiceover from Lindsay about like what is happening from Caddy from Caddy and uh, she says as much as I wanted to take down Regina I still wanted her to like me and I wrote because women are stupid and I don't respect them. <laughs> 
You want to take her down because she's an evil, like an evil bitch. But also, but you wanted to like you because popular and I wanted to everybody like me. has to like you. Uh, then there was a scene where I just wrote Lacey's tits, oh boy, yeah, because they got real big all of a sudden. Even though they've always been big, she was smuggling a real party of two in there. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, so then I like the scene where Regina, Regina, Regina goes vagina George full scorched earth yes that's really good so yeah. she finds out that like the bars are to gain weight and are making her fat yeah that Katie is like after her boyfriend and all this shit so she goes home she grabs the burn book yeah she cuts a picture of her and Katie in half you don't see what happens yeah. but she writes it's good this yeah. is the fuggliest skank I've ever met in my life yeah closes the book whatever you go to school the next day and then her and um, Amanda Seyfried and Lacey Gibran called The Office and it turns out that like Regina wrote it about herself yeah. and anonymously turned the book in so that and they it, would it's get like, in It's trouble. like scattered around the school oh, she with like you, copies She and makes stuff. copies yeah. and throws them all over the school. Just, like, uns- like, just puts them under doors while class is going on. Why if not? anyone had opened the door, the, the jig is up. Why not? Yeah. Yep. So then everybody has now seen all of these mean things that they've been said about each other but then yeah. they all start turning on each other because they're like, I told you that in confidence. And like, yeah. well, why do you, like, you know, you think I'm a fat dyke or like, I don't cut myself it's not it's to relieve it feels tension. good it's not for attention yeah it's for it's for me it's for me i like the pain it's... i'm jun kasai <laughs> and so then they start like this huge massive cat fight in the school and uh then she's comparing it to like being in the jungle yeah which is racist because some of the girls are black and then uh in Fair. order for tim meadows to break it up, he like takes a baseball bat and yeah. slams it against the locker and goes, Galway! <laughs> uh drag gets all the girls into the into the the gym yeah. and then has like a big sit down meeting with them where he's like, you know, listen, listen. Uh, oh no, sorry. During the fight scene, uh, Coach Carr, who's the guy that was making out with the hot Asian girl, yep. goes over and separates the two Asian girls from fighting because it turns out he's been cheating. He's been multiple with both of them, yeah. and then he says to Tim Meadows, "Like, oh, I separated these two two girls who were fighting." And he goes, "Coach Carr, step away from the underage girls." <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Yep. Uh, and then uh, right before he slams the uh, bat and goes in Galway, he says, "Hell no! I did not leave the South Side for this." <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, my boy. Um, and then yeah, so he gets all the girls into the gym, and he says, "Like, listen, you've all you're, like you're all." bitches <laughs> every single one of you says shit about everybody else yeah like and then he's like but i'm like i'm not doing this like teen like uh, tina fey why, why, why don't you talk to everybody because you're he, a woman yeah he tries yeah. to run it and then like the very first thing someone says like i'm not equipped for this i'm not <laughs> equipped for this <laughs> tina please tina, you you're a woman you can yeah. deal with women so he gets her to talk she does like a, you know an exercise where it's like close your eyes raise your hand if anybody said anything mean to you blah, blah, blah. yeah uh and then uh, we get, very casually gloss over the fact that the coach is a pedophile Yes. With, yeah. yeah. Uh, the gay guy is hiding in the back row with a giant hoodie on. Yep. Uh, then inconspicuous. Uh, all the Asians are saying the N word. Yes, that was pretty cool because well, it, it means uh, it, Don't. it's it's the Asian way of saying um. Yeah. Even though they're not was, necessarily Chinese. I wish it was our way of saying um. Yeah, I'm me not, too. I, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, I was very boring by comparison. I don't remember the line that sets it up, but it's very funny that the girl says, I can't help it if I have a heavy flow with a wide set vagina. Oh, that was the thing that scared off Meadows. Ah, 
right. Yeah. Right. And he's like, nope, no, nope, you're in. I'm not equipped to, to handle that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then what he does is he wants them to do a trust exercise. Wide set. Wide set. Love with it. a heavy flow. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, uh, here's a question. Is this is this an accepted phrase or just uh-oh. something my dad says? Uh-oh. Uh, he refers to the uh, the woman version of a hard-on as a wide-on. No, because it doesn't get wider. My dad's never had sex. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's a 70-something-year-old virgin. My dad's the 73-year-old virgin. (laughs) Seems legit. Yeah, but that's like not a regular... It doesn't get wider. When they get turned on, it doesn't go whoop. (laughs) But you gotta call it something. Yeah, like a slip and slide. (laughs) But yeah, so to... A a greasy. (laughs) Okay, that's a thousand (laughs) times worse. But to, to be clear, that's not a common phrase. That's a my no, dad, that's a my dad I've phrase. I've never heard okay. of that before. I just want to Also, it doesn't even work. No, I know. It's not like women get aroused and then the hole like widens to allow for easier access. You don't know that. And, and <laughs> in fact, you want it to be the opposite way. Maybe you, you do. want it to get a slim on. No, I want easy entry. I don't I don't want You a, want a hot dog down the hallway? I don't want, you want double duck. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't want to touch anything. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't want to have to keep faking it for the rest of your life. <laughs> I I fake orgasms. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Oh, 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 mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> okay, I gotta keep going. This is so, uh, I think we might have talked about this for an hour. Yeah, probably. But, okay. they're, so they're doing, uh, they're, they're doing the trust exercises where, like, you know, they're doing trust falls. They're saying something about themselves, yeah. something honest, and they get caught, whatever. Uh, Amanda Seyfried has a really funny one where she says, like, I can't help it that I'm prettier than all of you, and then nobody catches her. Yeah. Or no, that's Lacey Chabert. That's Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Um, then a girl gets up there and starts talking about how she said that they're not friends like they were when they were younger. Yeah. And then gay gay guy from the back yells, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> and then <they're, laughs> That was a funny, weird thing. And then they're like, do you even go to the school? No, no. but I just really wanted to get some stuff. <laughs> Stuff off my chest, and then yeah. they get her out. Uh, so then, ultimately, the idea is that um, they're expecting Katie to like apologize for the book because they think it was her, and then she doesn't. She just leaves. Yeah, and then uh, or she gets like she gets out of line, and then Janice Ian goes up and says like all this fucking shit about like literally saying everything that everybody's thought about like yeah. Uh, about like uh, Regina George and that her and Katie had this plan where they fucked up her life and then that's when Regina like loses her mind and she goes yeah. to storm out and Katie goes to stop her and then she gets hit by a fucking bus and you think it might be like a trick like a like a yeah. in her own head she's nope. just imagining she, got hit by a bus. Like, she gets hit by a fucking bus and almost dies yeah. the only fake out is as Katie's voiceover saying and that's the last time I saw her like just kidding she didn't die but she did get she fucked get, up she did get fucked up yeah so then now we fast forward to like the beginning of the next school year I guess where now I think like, the end of this school maybe year. the end of this school year so like they've all separated and yeah. they've gone through like so Kate, Katie's hanging out with like her nerd friends again yeah and um She's a mathlete. She's a mathlete. She's a really good mathlete. And there was one really funny thing at the math competition where she's clearly the smartest one on her team. Yeah. So then their team picks the girl because they're like, she's the dumbest one. Yeah. And then they go, well, we'll also pick the girl. We'll also pick the girl. And then they're like, okay, so you're like, I'm going to pick the worst person on both sides to do this, which is pretty funny. Yeah. That it's both the women. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Katie's hanging with her friends, uh, they were like... Oh, and also there's, like, a running thing that the reason, like, what, like, she's smart and good at math, so they want her on the mathletes, but also they get way more funding if there's a girl. If there's a girl, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, so Regina We're needs... We're going to get jackets. When, when she gets healthy, she needs like a bunch of... like She has a bunch of aggression to take out. So she joins the lacrosse team. Great. So now she's a jock. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen Wieners joins the Asians and becomes a fake Asian, which is very funny. Love it. Um, and then... They see like the new group of plastics who are like the ne- next year's plastics. the next year's plastics, and uh, in a very funny way, they almost get hit by a bus. Yeah, they but they don't. That yeah, that was a bus fake. That out. was a bus yeah. fake out. Uh, now the only thing left is that I can't go this entire thing without saying, stop not trying to make, make fetch a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, which I read was. Tina Fey made that up yep. because she didn't want to use a popular phrase. Which would be outdated. Because she in didn't a want year. it to be outdated by the time that, like, you yeah. know, when the movie got further down the line. So that's why she made it up. And then it kind of became a thing. And for it, be- a little it while, became a thing. Which is very funny. It's it's more long running than like most actual slang. I eat. I I get blah. <laughs> I eat. I get blah. <laughs> uh so. Mean Girls, too long. Let's go to 2016's High and Low, the movie, which I assume is just a sequel to the 1954 Kurosawa movie, High and Low. I believe it is, except it's very much not. Yes. Uh, This is brought to us by uh, Kathy slash Caffeinated, who has uh, done some lovely art in the past, and I am told will again. Hmm. What do you think about that? can't be mean? You can be a little mean. I'm not going to be mean. People like it so when you're a little mean. This is a movie that took place after two, two seasons, seasons of a high and low show yes. that I had no idea existed, Correct. knew not literally nothing about. Even after this was given to us as a movie, yeah. I didn't even bother to look into it until I watched it. Yeah. Which legitimately was the last movie I watched, and it was yesterday. Nice. Yeah. So no, knew nothing about it. Uh, the only thing I knew about was uh, Kira Kurosawa's High and Low, which is uh, <laughs> which not the same movie. It might not be this. So it is... I hope I fucked up, and that is the movie that... That'd be really funny. That Kathy requested. Be... I'm 90% sure there was a 2016 in the mix and not 1954. Well, also, 1954 is not called High and Low, the movie. That's it's true. just called High, and, High low. and Low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I probably got this right. I hope you did. Also, I kind of hope you didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, this movie is Japanese. Dirty knees, look at these. I hope you like some exposition up front. Uh, you know what, though? I, I literally wrote, I'm glad they actually gave us a oh, recap no, I, of the show. I'm glad we got it as opposed to nothing, but it's a lot to take it's in. It's a lot to learn all of a sudden at the beginning yeah, of a movie. Here's especially because, t- like, most people wouldn't just jump into watching the movie. No. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, there's two seasons of this show I don't know about. Let's watch a movie it's, that's technically the third season. It's almost like if you could request any movie in the world for two people to talk about, maybe you would think twice about recommending one that you need to have seen two seasons of television to fully understand. But that though these are all hypotheticals and maybes, I think this went I, fine. I would genuinely like for everybody listening who suggested or who paid and donated for a movie. Yeah. Even the ones we haven't done yet or uh-huh. like in all the previous episodes to like genuinely message us and tell us why you picked those Why movies. this one? Like the, some of, of them, all some, the gin joints in all the world, why this? One? Some of them I get, like for yep. sure. Like I understand Mean Girls; it's a great movie, and like I love it. And other people, you know what? I, you know what I get? I get Kung Fu Master. 
Sure. I 100% That's get that. That's good content for this podcast. Yes. But, like, some of them, I just don't understand why you're, you're like, I need to pay, uh, is this, this one more than two hours? This is more than two hours. This was a double. This was a double pay. Yep. For this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a random fucking thing that, like, I don't know. It, and, it, like, it's such a bizarre pick. Even for, even for ones this week, why Sharknado 3? Three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> why not one, two, or just the last one? Just throw us a curveball. Or Heart of Sharkness. Or Heart of Sharkness. The the fake documentary about it. Yeah. So strange. I don't know. It's just it's just weird. So this is the in the first two seasons, what I kinda gathered, I'm gonna blow through the first two seasons because there's no point in going about it because we didn't actually see it. Yeah. There's Actually, uh, before the exposition, they open with what I believe is that Chinese fireworks factory explosion. <laughs> yes, finally. Chinese fire drill. <laughs> Finally, we get to see it. Chinese fire drill for real this time. For real this time. Uh, yeah, they they like blow up a town. Yeah, <laughs> and oh. then it's exposition time. Oh, I'm too hot. Oh, Drew's getting it's getting nice and spicy in here. <laughs> so yeah, so they start out with uh, like so that's that's kind of the problem. They start out showing us two characters who I assume we are supposed to know yeah, uh, having a meeting where like one of them has just beaten the shit out of and killed like 40 people yeah. the other guy shows up and says what I want you to do is I want you to take down destroy sword sword and then I'm like okay like, here, here, ah, I'm yes. like, ah, here's a bunch of information I don't know ah, yes sword I know what that is but I did write and this is not the first time I genuinely thought they were going to kiss it, it was close. Like to they got it was close, so close, close to each close. other's yeah, mouths yeah, yeah. when they were talking, and I thought they were gonna make the fuck out, and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, "Oh no, biker fix." <laughs> so the whole gist of it is that I think it's Japanese Sons of Anarchy. Kind, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a more stylized Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. There's a group. There, like, so there was one group of biker dudes. I'm guessing who, that was season one. Who held down like the city, the town. But then the one of the main guys quit, left, and then they just sort of like disbanded as a group. Yeah. And then all these younger, like cooler hooded hoodlums, ones with gimmicks, came in and started creating their own individual gangs that controlled parts of the city. There's an S, a W, an O, an R, and a D. And that makes sword. Sward. Yeah. And uh, each each letter gang has a gimmick. Yes. But uh I did love I did write that the I loved there's, there's the, the bears, there's the twinks. There's the- <laughs> I loved the Mortal Kombat esque opening sequence and rip off song. Yes, it was very Mortal Kombat. It was very Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the gang names are very, very Japanese wrestling faction names. Yes. But I guess like that's maybe just a thing in Japan. I think so. I, yeah. I, there's, I like a, there's a Muscle Outlaws. The, the only a... the only one I can remember off the top of my head is Mighty Warriors. Yes, there were, but they're not one of the ones in Sword. No, they're a they're new the faction springing up on the coast. How do I remember this? So maybe this movie stuck with me more than I thought. Maybe. You Kathy, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the perfect movie. So the original gang was called Mugen. Yes. Uh, Which then... is one of Susumu Yokozuka's finishers. Hmm. It's the double underhook sit-down dominator. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mugen. Uh, then there was a group... That, that then two brothers appeared. They refused to submit to them, and then they—that's when they like you know broke up. Whatever. Yeah, there, there's a there seems to be a very important thing with the brothers at the end that so, I just 
I know, like, I know this is something. Yep. But, uh, so uh, there is the Seno Rengokai, which is the Hoodlum Squad. That is that S Hoodlum Squad. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess because in, in the Seno, yeah. So then, yeah, th- then, so they're thugs. Then there is. I like the fancy ones because there's a fancy faction. Then there is. There's the, there's the schoolboys. N- no more names of factions because why oh. would that be helpful? That seems. Like a, uh, the like white over... rascals. Yep, that's W. Were they the fancy ones? They're the fancy ones. They are. Uh, they are like they were spooky all spooky men with blonde hair, circular glasses, and teeth decorated with white grills. Yeah, that's like the yeah the the fancy guy. So yeah, white rascals. Then you got your Oya Cuckoo, the Oya High Schools. Yeah, they're they're cool. They're school rebels. They're doing a school ties. They're doing school ties. Yeah. Uh, then there's rude boys. Yeah, were they the music ones? Uh, yeah. Or were they, did they like ska? <laughs> they're rude boys. Rude boys. Yeah, I think they're, they're those. Uh, then there was Daruma Ika. I don't remember what their gimmick I was. I mean, the thing is, the problem is it's giving me some Japanese ones and some that are the English translation. So, yeah. um, and then there's all, yeah, there's the Mighty Warriors, which is the ones after. Then there's definitely the, not the, the Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, then there's a group called Doubt. Oh, maybe that's D. Uh, there's I- Ichigo Mil- Milk. Pardon me? I don't know if these are all important things that are brought <laughs> up in the movie. Anyways, there's gangs. They all ride some form of motorcycles or vehicles. Yeah. Uh, they're very cool, except for they're not. <laughs> um, then, yeah, so they have all sort of been not necessarily fighting each other, but there's definitely, like... Tension, and then there's the occasional time where they get into fisticuffs. Yeah, right. And, and I'm like, I was I was unclear about what exactly they're doing because like there's there's all these factions controlling different territories. I'm like, but what do they do with the territory they control? Unclear. Do they run drugs? Unclear. Human trafficking, or do they just ride bikes? Unclear. Okay. All of those things and none of those things. All right. Uh, there's also some abusive women in this, which is great. There is. And there's also a warrior's death early-ish in. I, yeah. I remember making a note for you. I'm yeah. like, oh, this seems like a Drew job right here. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a, a, a thigh smothering. So then there, there is like a not, not the Yakuza group who are like trying to take over the bur- like the... Re- the city and yeah. like reunite it under their under sort of like umbrella. Yeah. I think that's Mighty Warriors. No, the Mighty Warriors are like the ones that they get to do the dirty work. Okay, they're gonna give them okay, part then, of the city to control. But this is like those these are the guys, guys who, who, who the older who the the ex Mugen guy yes. got in with. Yeah, I think they're Korean mafia. I think they're yeah, not the yakuza. Because we yeah. can't put the Yakuza in. Uh, what are the, the Korean... Drew, the Yakuza don't exist. That's true. This is the They're Korean ghosts. mafia. They are ghosts. Yeah. What are the, what's the Korean mafia called? Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm racking my brain for a joke, and all I'm getting is dog eating, and I think that's lazy. So, so I okay. don't, I so don't have an answer so for you. So you wish to move on from the question? I do. I, um, you I'm abstain? Gonna pa- I'm going to pass. Okay. Uh, you do you plead the fifth, the fifth, 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 fifth. Uh, so then the 
Yeah, the not the the Korean yakuza. Yeah. Get the mighty warriors to go sort of like stir shit up. They go and they beat up like they start beating up all the they, different factions. They're, yeah. Uh, and then and I, I, I wrote probably probably right around here. So five warring factions isn't enough. We need guys from out of town too. Yes. Okay. Uh, then I wrote the mighty Japan loves complicated, but they I do, do like that Japan doesn't underestimate the audience's intelligence. They, in fact, perhaps overestimate it. They're like, here's all the information in the world. You deal with it. Here, here's more movies. Here's 60 or 70 characters you need to learn now. Now it's your problem. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, we are not going to hold I, your I wrote hand. that the Mighty Warriors are also a rap group. Yes. They do like a rap. They do a concerts. Rapper. They literally yeah. do concerts. Uh, my next note was kind of, uh, who are the good guys? Who, who am I cheering for at this point in the movie? Ram Janay. Ah, yeah, because he's a murderer, but also a man of the people. Yeah, because I, I think because like later on, we obviously know who is the good guys. But at this point in the show, in the movie, who are we cheering for? I don't like, know who, at this who's... point because there's there's the the ex Mugen guy who I'm guessing was like probably the protagonist in at least one season of the television I would show. Assume. And you're he... is, is his name. Tetsuyo, or is that the bad guy? That might be bad That's guy. That's the bad guy. Oh, this guy, uh, I feel like there's an H in the mix, but... Uh, Emperor Hirohito? Uh, it's Emperor Hirohito. Mm. Um, yeah, and he's he's presented as a good guy, but it's clear he's fallen in yeah. with bad guys and is going deeper and deeper bad. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we don't really have a lot to... To grab onto uh, protagonist wise at this point, we do not. It's just like here's a hundred gangs. Uh, this guy you probably liked in the TV show, but he's sort of bad now. Yeah, and that's all we got. Yeah, and I, I guess it's like a lot of uh, whose look do you like? Yeah, like I, what? I, who who looks cool to you? That's your turn. I for. like the fancy ones in white. Fancy ones in white. Um, I who are your boys? I also like the fancy ones in white. Okay, yeah. white is right. Um, I wrote like I was hoping for better fighting. There, yeah, the, the, it, the fighting was very bland for most of it. Like there were a yeah. few people that threw like some cool head kicks the, the or like big, leg sweeps or something. The but, like, big fight at the end was cool, and there yeah. was one really good move that I hope we can talk about for a sure. long time. <laughs> sure, but like the, yeah, like the majority of these were just like like not not even like pretty pedestrian good punches yeah. or good kicks. They were just like you know like throw your forearm at a guy so that he like falls over yeah like none of it I, I was expecting it to be like i don't know more of the raid or like yeah other good asian fighting and it was like very very like lackluster and yeah boring. oh yeah. I, I didn't even look at my next note i have absolutely no idea who to root for <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. right like it's, um, it's hard to tell the only thing i wanted to root for was the uh japanese cover of jump around by house of pain yes which was awesome <laughs> yes uh what's uh my note says let's get the band back together I guess that's after they all get their asses kicked and they sort of like I think it's decide when, like, to unite the, the group. I think Sword when Sword sort of unites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they like they want they want to get back to they want to get together as a group to take out the bad guys. Yeah. Um, I wrote that red meaning the Dragon Gate Fed feud. Uh, and we're back. Uh, the red faction because yeah. there was the one group and I read oh they're cholos. 
Yes. Yeah, the red team is Cholo. There's definitely a Cholo faction. Uh, Japanese Cholo, very funny. That, very funny. Always funny. So they, yeah, they, 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 it's just the leaders at the beginning. Like, the, yeah. the guys who are sort of in charge are like, well, where's, like, this is all you got? You're like, you brought four guys. Like, well, I'm not getting everybody else involved in this thing. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, fine. I guess it's just us. And then, like, cue the write-up of all the fucking underlings and other like and all these trucks and everything the write-up is sick like through like these smoky streets just oh like trucks. over the big bridge and like yeah. dudes riding on the hood of, yeah. of sports cars and, and uh trucks the white and... guys riding up on maybe the gayest motorcycle i've ever so seen so gay but i love yeah, this it so it was a three-wheel yeah and like go, like white but also silver yeah and it would like run hey. You're white, but also silver. So maybe true. chill out. True, <laughs> but it, but also I'm gay looking. <laughs> That's true. So, no what? Look, no, no one ever no accused Snow Leopards of not mm-hmm. being gay. Nope, not not once in our lives. So yeah, they like all roll up and they're like, "Hey, time to go to work." Have we already done the very smooth uh, rolling van kidnap of the girl where it never even slowed down? No. Okay, so that happened somewhere. Uh, I think it was important that they kidnapped her. I'm not really sure who she's tied to, but it was important. Nope. Some bad guys, yeah, they like they got out of somewhere and they thought they were clear, and then the bad guys roll up in a van, like slam on the brake and turn the wheel all the way over. So the so the van is spinning and it spins perfectly. So the open side door of the van is lined up perfectly with the girl. Grab her. Into the van, never slow down, keep going. It was yeah. great. It was pretty sick. And yeah, that was that was I think important. It was. And, uh, it at, was in at, fact at important. At the end of the big fight, they get her back. Yeah. Yep. I saw her earlier in the movie and was like, like I, oh, I'm like, that, oh, oh her. She, I'm like, oh, she's cute. And then, uh, then I saw her a couple scenes later and I was like, oh, she's not cute. I was mistaken. <laughs> she's a uh, weird looking. Yeah. Uh, so I was gonna, when, when you said the first part, I'm like, I don't remember her being cute. Exactly. Because right? like I saw, like, you know, it's like a side profile yeah. of her walking down the and I was like, oh, that's a cute Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. And then when they showed like a full on, I was like, ooh, she's oh. weird. Yeah. Um, and I think after after the roll up, or maybe just before the roll up, they give some actual more helpful exposition and explain things a little better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so the, the ex Mugen guy uh, got in with this uh, Korean mafia because. I don't know. He, he's kind of butthurt, butthurt about Mugen disbanding. It yeah. seems to be the thing. Yeah, and uh, he's sad that his friends gave up. Yeah, that he's sad that his friend quit, and maybe and 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 another guy died. Died, which like it was probably a big thing in the TV show. Probably because it seemed like that guy was a main character. And it, it's always it's funny in this movie if you're if this is the first. Uh, uh, experience you're having with high and low that uh, it introduces this guy who is dead. <laughs> who is dead? That you don't actually need yeah. to know that much. Like, about. oh, this guy, this guy was someone. Remember, remember hey. when you cared about him? He's dead. He's dead. He's yeah. gone. <laughs> He's dead and buried. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they all they all roll up on the you know where the where the the hip hop boys are, mm-hmm. and uh, just like proceeds to have Big this massive gi- battle, giant brawl with the mighty warriors. Yep. And I wrote, finally, we get to see some jits. Yes. I couldn't believe it took them this long in a show made in 2016 that that they took until the yeah. final fight scene for somebody to do some jits. They made you earn it. Because every fucking fight scene in every fucking show or movie has got to be jits. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. B- BJJ, as some people will BJJ, call BJJ. Blowjob Jones. Blowjob Jones. Is that the uh, main bully on The Simpsons? 
Yeah, exactly. Blowjob Jimbo Jones. <laughs> this is his nickname. Bet you if I look it up, I'll find some gross stuff. Oh, don't. Oh, okay. We've looked up so much cartoon porn on this I know, podcast. we really have. Remember when we did like almost a whole episode on King of the Hill? A whole episode on King of the Hill porn. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Uh, so, is yeah. It, so th- is it really? Maybe. It's, it is a time to be alive. The uh, the one move in the giant fight that I thought was sick was uh, they were fighting on top of a bunch of, like, big pallets and containers and stuff. And the guy gets him in a flying arm bar. Yes! And they roll all the way down, all the way down, all the way down, all the way down into the arm bar. <laughs> sick. How else are you supposed to do it? And then he cranks it. Just lock it in? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, you found Simpsons bully porn. I hope you're happy with I yourself. I am happy. <laughs> There's a lot more, too. Look at this one. <laughs> Look at this one. Oh, God. Well, I like that they involved Nelson in that one, because he wasn't in the first one. Yeah. Because Nelson's sometimes not a bully. Oh, there's so much good stuff. Oh. This, Scott, no. this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, here's here's all of the bullies uh, triple-teaming Marge. <laughs> it's it's great. The, inter- the internet is a wonderful place. Turn it off. Turn off the internet? Turn off the internet. I can't. Unplug the tubes. There is so much good stuff on here. <laughs> you can't. You can't keep this up. I, I, you know what? Oh, there's a Marge boob. There's always a You know Marge what? Boob. A nicely done Marge boob. Mm. Okay, this is the last one. I promise, and then uh-huh. we'll move on. Wow. Nelson giving it to com- comic book guy. But actually not giving it. He's got his dick it's rested atop his it's ass. on top. I like that, he, that, they, that they gave him a tummy. That they, they they didn't make him look like really cool and no, sexy. No. They're like, no, Nelson's that's what fat. Shapey is. Yeah, Nelson's fat. <laughs> oh, this one is such good quality. You said the last one was the last one. That just looks like The Simpsons, but Bart is eating Nelson's ass. <laughs> Off. Uh, no, no, oh, that's a much worse ass eating. <laughs> much worse. Oh, God. Uh, that, for, for, for our audio listeners, which is, I think, most of you, uh, um, that was Bart eating Homer's ass, but Bart had, like, unhinged his jaw. It was the widest ass eating I've ever seen. This episode uh, is not monetized. Thank you, Internet. I hope. How does that get us demonetized? I don't know. Everything does. I know. I hate it. I need that forty cents. Uh, I have I have no, no no notes left really. I have I have one note for the end of the movie. Okay. There's a... So anyway, they they have a big fight. Uh, sword wins. They beat up the mighty warriors. They tell them to fuck off. They save the uh, they save the girl. the The guy who got in with the Korean mafia sees the error of his. Oh yeah, they they like they they kick his ass. They kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. Like the the I think the guy who quit Mugen. And yeah. another guy kick his ass. Yeah, just like the one of the other leaders of the other yeah. groups. Uh, so that's the, and then he eventually sees the error of his ways and that he was being a jerk. And, and he in fact was being a jerk. And uh, and that's basically it. And then there's credits. And then there's a post credit scene where we see those two brothers yeah. that are are certainly something. And then there's a third brother, <gasps> and that's. Important, <laughs> and that is how we end. That is the thing. Um, I guess we're gonna have to watch High and Low the movie two and three. Th- there's a second movie and a third movie. Is there a third movie? Oh. I, well, I knew there was a second. One. Now you filled me with doubt, thinking there might not be a I don't third. Know. Maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe you're stupid. I simply must know. Maybe you're stupid. We're watching the whole High and Low. Uh, for, first of all, we're going back and watching the TV series. Maybe. Then we're watching the other movie sequel.
Oh, you cut me off, or are we back? Yeah. Uh, where where was I saying? Where was I saying? Where you were saying that high, we're gonna get, we're movies. gonna watch all of the high and low movies. There. So we have 2016's High and Low, the movie. We have uh, 2019's High and Low, Blue? the the worst, oh. which uh, I think is about. Uh, I I will read the plot summary in the uh, in the language it was clearly written in. Demon the high school is divided into a part time system and a full time system. Murayama Yoshiki is the uh, head of the Demon High School, and Kaida Hanaoka has a, an ambition to take on the full time world in order to challenge Murayama one day. That means nothing to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> and uh, so that's 2019's High and Low The Worst. And then there is 2022's High and Low The Worst X, which takes place three years after High and Low The Worst. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, would you like to talk about. There's also 2016, the same year as this, High and Low, The Red Rain, the uh, which focuses on the Amamiya brothers, oh. who were at the end of so this So we'll one. learn why they got there. And their search for their third brother. We gotta watch all these. No. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but not the show. Not the show. Uh, would you like to talk about 1997's The Wrong Guy? I would like to talk about 1997's The Wrong Guy. And look, a lot of people are going to tell you that we're pushing three hours into this and that yep. I shouldn't read more yep. things. I agree. But here... I think you should shut the fuck up. This is... I'm going to come across there and I'm going to strangle you with the cord. Do not come. Oh, I'm going to come. Do not come. I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, this is brought to us by Garfield Von Kaiser, who I do feel bad that I forgot to uh, read what he wrote for his previous pick, The Fall. I'm going to kill you. I can hear you. And see you saying it. I'm looking right at you. I'm going to fucking get (laughs) So I will read his thing, and then I'll read the thing he wrote for the wrong guy. And then we'll be back to present day. (laughs) Don't... You're... Don't act like that. (laughs) Uh, For the fall, he said, uh, Not the TV show with Scully, which is a good show. Uh, Oh, yeah. And uh, Jamie Dornan. Mm. As a... Uh, happily married with kids, but also rapist murderer, <laughs> which is always fun. Uh, not the TV show with Scully, not the 70s progressive punk band, but the movie by Tarsum in brackets sing, but he was a one-namer in this one. Uh, I love this movie. It is easily on my top five of all time. Every person I have shown it to, from ex-girlfriends, brag, to my parents, <laughs> to friends... To current I, boyfriend. To, to ex-girlfriends, to current boyfriends, <laughs> to friends I've had for over 20 years, have all reacted brag. resoundingly with a shrug and it's fine. So if you and Drew do not absolutely gush, in brackets, shoot ropes about it, I will figuratively kill myself. Originally, my recommendation was going to be Ravenous, which, great news, it uh, became a recommendation. Uh, but I saw this I saw this was on Drew's Litterboxd watch list, and I remembered in the Catwoman Adam and Pals you recorded that you mentioned that one-name directors are always good. Shout out to Catwoman director Pitoff. Pitoff. Um, uh, one-name directors always been great, so I think you've seen this and hated it, which is perfect, in brackets, perfect. And I had seen it, but didn't hate it, and didn't hate it the second time either. So there's the uh, the catch-up on the fall, and here's what we say about 1997's The Wrong Guy. From star Dave Foley, 
who said it was a movie he was extremely proud of. I saw this movie randomly on cable at some point in 2005, and between then and now, I have perhaps watched it 20 times. It's definitely a hidden gem, and it never fails to elicit a laugh from me, whether it's the, oh no, he's a marine line, <laughs> the train scene, or the subplot involving a rich city farmer trying to put the small town bank out of business. Uh, yeah, this, this is not unlike a Zaz movie. This is sort of this sort of has Zucker Abrams Zucker vibes in terms of comedy. Would you say it does? And yeah. you know what? I fully agree with his statement. Yes, it's a hidden gem. I'd never seen it before. I, had, I don't even know if I had, knew it was a thing. I don't know how I heard of it. Probably just because I was so in cool. love with uh, so cool and so in love with news radio and Kids of the Hall um, that I came across it somehow. But I definitely uh, rented it from uh, Canadian Netflix Zip.ca and uh, copied the disc, which is probably how I got Mean Girls as well. It's how I got just about everything. Going to prison. How I have uh, 19 full binders of burned DVDs. Going to prison. Going to prison. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I did watch it probably, I would get, yeah, probably mid-2000s, I guess. And I remember being uh, very funny. And I haven't seen it in, yeah, probably 16, 17 years, so didn't really remember much. A few things, like, came back when I watched them, but I remembered it being funny, and I was right. It is funny. It is very funny. It is a funny movie. And Dave Foley, you should be proud of this, along with almost everything you've ever done, including, spoiler time, next week's Postal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uwe Boll's finest work. Besides his high-end German restaurant in Vancouver that closed over COVID. R.I.P. Yep, because people kept uh, trying to smash windows and steal his shit. Well, that's what happens when you uh, open a restaurant in Gastown. Open a high-end restaurant on one of the worst blocks in Canada. Correct. Which is about two blocks from where you lived for the better part of a year. Yep. Yeah. Yep, correct. Nice. And where I worked all the time. And where you worked for quite a while. So... Note number one, I love Dave Foley. <laughs> uh, note, note number one, is there anyone more likable than Dave? He's a sweetheart. I love him so much. He's so nice. Like, like he's been on like podcasts and like Doug loves movies and stuff. And like, so was his daughter. And as was his daughter, he seems like the best guy. Yeah, he really does. Love him. He seems so likable. Yeah, I want to be friends with Dave Foley. Me too. I would love to be friends with Dave. Do I want to be friends with all the kids in the hall? No. I could do without Scott Thompson. Yeah, probably. A little gay. A little gay. Gay and cancer. I got no time. I don't want to catch either of those. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to double catch one of those, Scott. <laughs> Maybe I should try to. You, two... you can't get AIDS twice. <laughs> Maybe I should try to and two wrongs make a right. <laughs> Are those those weird... No. Uh... This is a regular one. Ah, did you have the weird ones? No. Did you buy them? It's in the bag. Ah, it's for special times. Drew got some weird Reese's thing where uh, it it looks like a peanut butter cup, but none of it inside. I think it's just a brownie with chocolate and peanut butter on it. Is it peanut? It looked like straight up peanuts on top of it. It looked uh, complicated. Yeah. yeah. I, I think know, it's a mixture. I don't know what was going on there. It seemed like a mess. Personally, it seemed like a mess. Um, Personally, I hate you to stop talking so much about things that are important. Dave Foley works at an office. Can we agree? Yep. All right. 
Where do you want to go from here? Um, he works That's on a, the end of the podcast, everybody. He's uh, he's engaged to the uh, CEO's daughter. But I feel Oh well, uh, you 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 stepped on my toes here because <laughs> they they have like a all hands on deck meeting where the old CEO is announcing the new CEO and Dave they're doing a thing where he's doing a quick intro and Dave starts standing up and then he's like and it's Carl and uh, and Dave's like. But I'm marrying your daughter, and like, but Carl's marrying my favorite daughter. I don't even like that bitch. Yeah. Very funny. We never get to see her. No. One of my notes was, um, it's true. I'm really hoping that his fiance is it's Pat, but as a woman. <laughs> that I guess that was the vibe they gave, because no. yeah, it's Pat wouldn't be your favorite daughter. No. So he, he doesn't get it. He throws a temper tantrum. He goes to his office. Insane crying. I said, uh, this was some very terrible fake crying. <laughs> I mean, but it was like intentionally over yeah, the top I know, silly. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like he like having a full meltdown. And then he like runs out of the office and you see a, a very... Uh, when, when he runs out of the office, I wrote, he walks like a sissy. <laughs> he, he does walk like a sissy. And in and walking by, you see, uh, dressed as a janitor, a very suspicious looking Colm Fiore. Colm Fiore. Ah, who we will all see again on this podcast. And I think we already saw once because he was in something else we did earlier. Face off. We didn't do face-off. He's in face-off. But we didn't do face-off. Well, then I don't have the answer for you. Move on! <laughs> it's the only movie I can pull that he's in. He's in a lot of stuff, but I can't... Uh, he was in? Keep I'm, going. I'm sure something. Um, so, yeah. So, then he... Uh, so, Dave goes to confront the uh, CEO. And uh, when he does, he sees the CEO has been brutally murdered. Uh, and then... <laughs> And then very uh, slapsticky gets the guy's blood all over him. Like, oh yeah, placing the knife back in (laughs) was quite comical. Yeah, he took the knife out. He's like, oh god, it's a big knife. And then like, I guess I should put it back in where I found it. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. And then he's like, oh, uh, this doesn't look good. I'm uh, covered in blood. and then Colm Fiore, who's obviously the bad guy who did it, uh, he gets away in his, like, uh, disguised van as, like, a maintenance van and, and pull, pulls up a fake open manhole that the <laughs> that the van was working on. It was just, like, a plastic picture of an open yeah. manhole on the ground. Very funny. Very funny. Um, yeah, and then, uh, then they see the... Uh, yeah, so they uh, other people find that the CEOs were murdered, and uh, well, and... I think like too there there was gl- glossing over some of the like the whole running away gag was really good. Yeah, like get getting in the elevator, dropping his knife, the guy going, "Oh, you dropped this," and handing it to him. And he goes, "Oh, thank you very much." And then when he goes to leave, and he sees the security guard, so he like pulls a rag out and goes, "I got a nosebleed." Yeah, such a bad nosebleed, nosebleed but he's covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, then he gets out of he gets out of the building, he runs away, he goes to like a bridge to throw the knife away, he throws it over his head <laughs> and it lands boat. on a police boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, the police boat yep. was very good. Uh and then yeah, and then he's trying to run to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he goes to an ATM to use it, but then realizes like oh, my name, they'll know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yeah, 
and uh, so yeah, but then like the the people at the office and the and police, police like see the see the uh, the actual security footage, the security of the guy footage killing him. Yeah, and that some other guy killed the CEO, and Dave just like came in after. So nobody is after Dave. No, uh, he's uh, but he's, he's the wrong guy. He is the wrong guy. You see, um, there were but there was one point where they're like. Like oh, and then here comes here he comes in to like to like then they show the whole footage of Dave freaking out not yeah. like with the knife and the blood and everything yeah and then they go well like oh yeah like, we we see everything all the time like he like uh, it's a good thing you didn't see the rest of the footage like why would you see the rest of the footage and then they cut to just their reaction watching the screen of the old dead guy like just jerking off and then they're like and he knew you can watch and they're like oh yeah he wanted us he to wanted watch. Us to watch. So uh, Dave's Dave's still running away. Runs into a public bathroom to clean up and and leaves cleaner with the bathroom covered in blood, in blood, in blood everywhere. It's great. Yeah. Um, then he's uh, so he still thinks that like the police are after him. So he's running away. He dives into a dumpster. Yes. To hide, <laughs> and then he sees like he pops it out and sees police. Like, and he, oh, police! Oh I shit! Can't, I can't and he out. goes back in, and then he starts hearing singing. Yes, and then he pops his head out, and there is an acapella group standing around a fire, yeah. singing. All police officers doing doo wop, doing doo wop around a fire, <laughs> and it is the bare naked ladies. That's right, and uh, Canadian group legends, legends. Of the fall, Big Bang one Theory, of them Big Bang Theory millionaires, and cocaine lover, and cocaine lovers, Stephen Tyler, Ty- per- Stephen Perry, S- Steve Perry, Stephen Perry, Observe. Stephen Page, Stephen ah. Page. You yeah. sure it's not Tyler nope. Perry? It you sure not. they're not Aerosmith or Journey? It, no. Okay. Tyler oh. Perry. That's Tyler Perry. <laughs> uh, which I was like, oh, great. The Bare Naked Ladies, my favorite band. I bet Dave likes him because he's a good kid. He probably boy does. Too. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah. He's probably friends with them. He demanded it. He, yeah, maybe. He might Called have. in a favor. He yeah. said, I'm not going to give you any more cocaine if you uh, don't do this movie. So, uh. Call- Dave didn't write it, did he? Did he have any. I, he, well, the, the one note I have is that he had planned originally to direct the movie. Okay. But he had to step down because of his role on news radio because he was too ah. busy. Oh, yeah, because this is mid-news radio. Yep. Because news radio was 94 to 98. Yep. And this is 97. Yep. So he probably was, filmed He was supposed to direct. But, yeah, he was involved in the production. Yeah. I don't know what specific uh, It's directed by David Steinberg. Huh. Uh, <clears throat> so, at this point, uh, the actual... Oh, directed a bunch of Seinfeld and Curb. Oh, yeah. Actually, I did see that. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Uh, oh, and Foley co-wrote it. There you go. Oh, co-wrote it with... Uh, David Anthony Higgins. Yeah, the, who's the cop? The cop. Who is the brother of Steve Higgins. Oh, yeah. who we also well, we saw last episode. Saw in Ghostbusters Girl Edition. Girl Edition. <laughs> yeah. At the Higgins Institute. At the Higgins Institute. And yeah, I know. And is also in an episode of Detroiters. Hmm. One of my favorite oh, episodes of Detroiters. Yes. I think the pilot. I believe he's in the pilot of Detroiters. Yeah. He's the mattress king of... No. Yeah, yeah. Mattress King of the Midwest. Yeah, and then they make the video of him being a creep, a sad creep. Yep. And then him and his wife try mission, uh, girl on top sex, on and top. it saves their marriage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, his brother David Anthony Higgins, I know as uh, the neighbor Craig from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Is it, is it Craig? Craig. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm like, I know this guy. No, uh, not neighbor. Uh, the mom's coworker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Colm Fiore finds out that they know it was him. He gets in contact with somebody who's working with them from the inside. So it was an inside job. Yes. Uh, so now he's on the run, but Dave is still convinced it's him. Yeah. And then there is maybe the best gag in the whole movie, which is hard to say because there's a lot, a lot of, of gags. gags. But what do you like? Colm steals uh, or takes a jeep that has is black with flames on the side. Yep. Dave buys a ticket with his watch to get as far away from there as he can, like as far as the watch will take him. Yes. So Colm is driving in the in the jeep to get away. Yep. Dave is in the van, the, the, the bus. Yep. So they pull up next to each other. <laughs> And then Colm just, like, very slowly, like, looks over at the bus, and Dave looks out the window, and they look at each other. And Colm is going, that motherfucker. And goes, fuck, and then speeds off to get away, and you cut to the inside of the bus, and it's a reflective window, and Dave's just looking at himself himself. in the the window, (laughs) just, like, like, looking at him, like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? He never saw him. so good. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. Um, yeah, and then, so, like, there's two main cops on the case, yeah. the, the one the one being uh, co-writer and Craig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Anthony Higgins, you may know him as co-writer of this, or Craig. Craig. <laughs> and, uh, he, I like, I like his vibe. Yep. His vibe is to, uh, yep. scam the police budget yep. for as much, uh, fun stuff and food mm-hmm. as he can, and if he catches the murderer, yep. he catches the murderer, but that is incidental. Expensive restaurant, strippers. Literally, uh, P.S., they're not in New York. Yeah. They go, they to, go New York to New York and go to Broadway shows. Yeah. And wh- what show do they go to? I don't know. Something cool. Moby Dick the Musical. Moby Dick the Musical. Because that comes up later. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, also a scene where he's showering while the other cop is talking to him. Yes. That's very strange. That is, yeah. What, uh, oh, right, yeah. And this would have been, like, the first time it happened, and it, I, it definitely, uh, continued through the movie. I hope, I hope this cop just keeps going to nice restaurants under the guise of getting into the killer's head. And, oh, he is. Oh, and he's going to a strip club. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then it escalated from there where they went to Broadway. Yeah. Uh, we meet another kid in the hall. We got a Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald. Working the motel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's the front desk guy. Yeah. Uh, always looks like a creep no matter what he does. Yeah. Uh, then, so there's like newspaper headlines that are talking about like the murder. That like all these newspaper headlines come out like bam, bam, bam. Like it's it's all in the span of one day. I mean, but there's like forty newspaper headlines. There was barely any internet, so print media was king. That's true, but that's a lot for one day. They were on top of their shit. Yeah. So, uh, man, there's just so many gags to talk about in this. Uh, I love the running gag of him constantly being confused as uh, for as a woman, especially because yes. of It's Pat. Yes. Uh, you know he didn't play It's Pat, right? No, he was the, he the, was the love other. interest okay. yeah. who was a man playing a woman, yeah. and It's Pat was a woman playing a man. I'm well aware. Okay. I, did, I didn't saying, know how deep into It's Pat lore you were. Well, were. no, because I said like I wanted the woman yeah, who true. played It's Pat to be his w- fiancé yeah. in this, and then it's funny that they... Uh, so, yeah, so he, he gets there, then they... The, Comb shows up. Comb shows up with the with the jeep at the, the same jeep. yeah at the same thing. And when they're uh, he there's like a miscommunication. Oh no, like he 
He thinks that he everybody Kevin McDonald thinks the flame jeep is Dave's. Is Dave's. So and Dave he calls just, the police. Dave, Dave just says like, "Oh yeah, that like that's my truck." Without thinking about it, yeah. takes it, moves it to his room, mm-hmm. goes to his room. The police show up. Yeah, he comes out. What drying his hair and, and talking to them like. Yeah, is he pretending he's a woman? He's pretending he's a woman. Yeah. No, he's, he's just cl- oh, no. doing his hair. And then they, they think call he's him a woman. woman. Yeah. So they're then, like, oh, no, is, is that the guy? No, the description of the guy is like, he's a six-foot six six tall built man. Yeah, that, and that's a yeah. woman. Yeah, that's clearly a woman. Let her go. Uh, so he runs away thinking he's like being going to be chased. Yeah. Column, column comes out and is like guns ablaze and yeah, shooting up with the police. Yeah, massive shootout with the cops. Does a very funny front flip off yes. the balcony, Sick. land on the roof of the car. Yeah. Like, somehow, nobody gets shot. No. <laughs> he should. Someone should have got killed. Yeah. There's a lot of bullets going. Uh, yeah, so he Dave runs, and then there's another just amazing fucking gag, where he runs the train tracks, yeah. and he sees a train's coming. <laughs> so he climbs up on this little like you know box thing, a like yeah. junction box, and he's waiting for the train, and it's getting closer, and, he, yeah. and you can tell he's sort of like, ooh, this is gonna be dangerous. Yeah. So then finally a train comes, it's open. He runs it, he jumps, does a front roll, and rolls all the way straight up through, through and out. The <laughs> and, uh, so then he Dave does a lot of forward roles in this movie well, he's a agile man he was he was showing up he was showing off his rudimentary gymnastics he really was uh so then he gets up and he was chasing after the train yeah he gets grabs onto the back of the train and is like barely holding on yeah and he's sort of like like the vibrations are making him bang his head against the back of the train good vibrations good vibrations uh then the train just stops <laughs> Yep, because the guy has to switch the junction at the front. Yeah. So he drop drops down and he's like, whatever, is like hurt. So he walks over, he climbs in the back of it, and then takes off. And then the train gets to the end of the line, like where it needs to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what are you carrying? And he's like, oh, eight hundred tons of spoiled, spoiled canned, canned ham. ham. So then they open <laughs> the door, can tainted canned yeah. ham. They open the door. Dave's, and Dave's eaten like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and he's laying he's there dying. just like uh, like dying. <laughs> so then they take him. They move him to the hospital. Yeah. And uh, he wakes up with a nurse, and then he says like, oh, like where where where? She's like, oh, like you 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 had a bunch of spoiled ham. Like you just need to rest. And yeah. so that's then he does. He goes uh, takes the plates off. And he goes. Uh, must escape before police find me and just rolls over and tucks himself in to take a nap. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, oh must escape oh, before police uh, catch uh. me. And then, <laughs> and then he takes a nice little nap. Yep. He's, um, he's adorable. So there, there was a running gag throughout the thing where he, anytime anybody questioned him about his name, he did the old, like, Oh, I'm Kaiser. Uh, the uh, Kaiser yeah, yeah. Like I'm, the, I'm white board <laughs> trash can. That's yeah. my name. And then, so he's doing that, right? But I, I love that at one point he just gave up on doing it. Like when he yeah. when he met uh, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, she picked up. She's like, like, oh, what's I'm, he's like, I'm. Uh, I'm Norman. I, I'm, I'm Nelson. Uh, or Nelson, yeah, Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I like. I liked that gag. So yeah. he uh, he escapes the hospital. Calm comes and tries to kill him because now he realizes that like if he can, because he realizes that um, he's interfering with what he's doing. Colm thinks he's a super cop. He's a super cop. So he's gonna kill him in the hospital. Yeah. But he manages to get away, mm-hmm. and then Calm goes and chases after him. And when he runs away, he runs into Jennifer Tilly, who's like a like a Midwest farmer's girl. Yeah. Um. So she picks him up, and then uh, it. <laughs> so they have a conversation in the car where 
she he she's saying like oh well like you know like guys in the town don't really like me like i wish that they liked me and he's like oh that's weird like you're an attractive woman and yeah. she says am i attractive and he, he has this weird thing where he kind of is like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then she goes yeah well and like the whole time i'm thinking she's trans hundred percent thing which would not be out of the realm of possibility in a 1997 comedy yeah right yeah but turns out she's just narcoleptic we're we're clearly in ace ventura territory yes but uh yeah she's narcoleptic and uh crashes the car crashes the car and then realizes like oh guys don't like you because you're narcoleptic yeah take him back to the farm so she takes him back to her house to her farmhouse and sort of says like we're poor, we're dirt poor. My father's uh, a, a, bank, a simple a country banker, country banker, <laughs> and we're barely making ends meet. So like, you can live here for room and board, and like, if, as long as you help around the house, whatever. Yeah. So he agrees. And then there's how about with the banking? Then there's another fucking great gag where the dad arrives home, and he's played by you will not make this putt, you jackass, Joe Joe Flaherty. Flaherty. Uh, another noted great Canadian actor who was Absolutely. on uh, Maniac Mansion, which I watched yes. a lot growing up. Nice. Um, Me too. Yeah. I think I have it all on unofficial burned DVD. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That show was pretty good. Yeah. I wonder if it holds up. Probably not. But I like that it early is... to mid-90s Canadian television. I yeah. don't know if it holds up. It is based on the uh, LucasArts video game Maniac Mansion mm-hmm. and also has nothing to do with the LucasArts video oh, game Maniac Mansion. It's just Mansion. the name. It is the name. It is a, it's a crazy mansion. Yep. I'll give you that. That's where it ends. Where a boy gets turned into a giant old man and then a Joe Flaherty gets turned into a fly? Jo- yeah, Flaherty's a fly. Or is Flaherty a fly or is it a different Oh, the, the other character. The other guy's a fly. Uh, Drop Dead Fred is a Drop fly. Drop Dead Fred is a fly. Flaherty's the dad. The dad, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, Baby is turned into a fat man. A fat, bearded, biker-looking man. Yeah. yeah. Very funny. Yeah, uh, which is all nothing to do... The, the video game has, like, a mad scientist and a tentacle. Oh. And, uh... Does it do porn? I mean, it's a tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he, so Joe Flaherty gets home and says like, oh, like, who fixed the fence? And then he closes the gate and one by one, all, (laughs) and he's, Dave is sitting there with white, like, regular household, like, or like, uh, paste glue. Yeah. And he is gluing gluing the the fencing (laughs) back on. It's very funny. Yeah. Like a, like a, uh, Yoohoo, U-H-U stick. Uh Just do it. Yeah. Uh Uh-hoo. An uh stick. Um... I think we've gone past it, but uh, it might be before the hospital. I think it's before Jennifer Tilly, where uh, Dave hitches a ride. Oh yeah, from from a fella. From a fella. Is it pre Tilly? I think because it's when he was like kind of first getting out of town. I yeah, think. I guess so. So he hitches a ride from uh, from young Enrico Colantoni of yep, that uh, is before man. of Just Shoot Me and Veronica Mars's dad fame. A lot of Veronica Mars is in this episode. No one's seen Veronica Mars but you. I love it so much. Do. It's the best show. Um, and the fun, the funny thing about Enrico in uh, in this movie is he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and the I fucking love the line, and I sort of remembered it when I heard it. He's like, "Do you know how many people it took to shoot JFK? None. None. His head just did that. <laughs> That's a good conspiracy That's theory." A good conspiracy. <laughs> that is a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, but that that was fun. But really, it was it was three. Yeah, everyone knows it was three. Um, so what do we got? Yeah, so then we get the... Oh, no, I, I was going to say we get the simple country banker and these damn rich farmers, but not before we go up to uh, Jennifer Tilly's brother's room in the house. 
you can stay in my brother's room. And he goes in, there's like stuffed animals on the bed. There's Unicorns, like pic- pictures of hot guys. Pictures of hot topless guys. And then he goes, oh, your brother's gay? Oh, no, he's a Marine. <laughs> And then when he goes to lay down to go to bed, there's a poster above the bed of a <laughs> shirtless <the> man. <laughs> now. Fantastic. Can we talk about a later bedroom scene? Yes. Where Dave's asleep. Uh-huh. And she comes in to talk to him. Uh-huh. She's standing in the doorway, lit from behind, wearing like a nightgown. A negligee. A negligee. And holy shit. <laughs> She fucking got huge tits and a great body. <laughs> there's a there's a reason Jennifer Tilly got work. Yeah, because uh, she's not necessarily a bad actress, and she's not necessarily ugly. No, but but <laughs> Jesus Christ, she I, was really I, helped in some categories. Did I rewind and watch that again? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, you can't see everything, but no. you can see enough. You do okay. And you do okay. Dave sees enough. Yes, he does. He tells her to stop. Don't come in the room. Now turn a little bit clockwise. Oh, I love that he and, like. And she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "No reason." <laughs> Just had her rotate a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave. Oh, Dave knows what he's so doing. So hot. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. she was really hot. So now we get the so he so in the morning he gets up and he says like, "Oh, like why don't I help you at the bank? Like yeah. I, I have a, you know, a degree. I'm a, uh, accountant an accountant or, yeah. or whatever. I'm like, I've never done like, you know, banking, but it's not, the, it's like, you know, I can do the same thing. Yeah. And reluctantly agrees to take him and then just makes him a janitor. <laughs> yep. He's like, Oh no, I can do banking. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, no, <laughs> clean up. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, as stated, the, maybe, uh, one of the best B plots. <laughs> Try to take down this farming community's banking system. Yep. Big, big ranch. These, these bastard farmers big, yeah. coming in trying to shut down the little man in this bank. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Very ridiculous. Uh, so then, yeah, then it gets word to the back of them that, like, maybe Dave's a murderer. And now you've hired a murderer at the bank. Yeah. And then they're very easily convinced he's not a murderer. <laughs> like, yes. within seconds. They're like, hey, yeah, I lent you money. And if I didn't lend you the money, you'd have to sell your farm. Or like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, yeah okay, he's probably not a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're right. You gave us money. He definitely didn't kill a guy. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, no. Allegedly killed a guy. I yeah. allegedly killed a guy. <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know how much more. So, like... Yeah, Combe finally Combe uh, finds uh, him at the bank. Get, gets them. Yeah, then they they escape. He sort of he takes them hostage, and for some reason we uh, we climax at a mini golf course. At a mini golf course, where they're underground, underneath a mini golf course. Right. Yeah. They go underneath first, and then climb uh, up the, the ladder. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, so the the deal was. Uh, Carl, I think his name was Carl, Carl but maybe it was the the guy who was marrying the good dog. Yeah, I got promoted uh, over him. Yeah, set it all up for for Comb to kill the CEO, so he, so he became CEO. Yeah, and uh, but Dave doesn't really get that Carl's a bad guy. Yeah, there's, like, there's a very funny gag where he's standing next to Colm and Jennifer. Yeah, and he shows up and he turns to Colm and goes, yeah. "That's." whatever yeah he's gonna he's gonna figure out a way to say like, i don't care her nose like shut up shut up and then he turns to, to jennifer and says that's and she goes no no no, i, I heard you i heard you because he meant to turn to her to say it it was it was very funny that's right it was very funny so uh so uh cole ends up shooting carl 
Yeah, Carl tries to trick him. Yeah, Carl tries he, to like double cross him. Yeah, and then yeah. they try to get him to. They try to get Dave to stuff Carl down the hole. They're going to escape out of. Yeah, but he gets stuck, and then they're like, "Oh, his head must be between the two rungs, so we can't get him through." Even though that wouldn't prevent it at all. <laughs> yeah. So so we get out of there, and we end up atop a tiny Statue of Liberty. Well, we don't know uh, it's a tiny statue. We, it looks like the actual Statue yeah. of Liberty because the, the, the police shot. show up, and then they climb up this ladder. They get onto like the top of a yeah. Statue of Liberty, and the police are like yelling at them with a megaphone. Yeah, and they're like, "Get down!" And he's like, "Well, I have a hostage. I I have an." elite high value super cop here and if you like if you want him you're gonna have to do exactly what i say i need blah 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 and and he's there with uh, and colm is there with dave foley and jennifer tilly and uh and craig from back in the middle is like do you have a th- do you have a third hostage we can't see <laughs> <laughs> like no him and then he goes oh I he's gotta, just an idiot he's like i gotta i gotta tell you i'm not actually an elite and she's like no i know i'm aware <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so then what ends up happening is there's a Colm gets shot and then he goes sorry one of my guys has an itchy trigger finger and he accidentally shot you (laughs) it's like I'm like I'm hurt we didn't mean to hurt you we're sorry we're sorry So, and then, and then, like uh, when Cole was making demands, like Dave jumped in and said, "Yeah," and a helicopter. Get a helicopter. And then I don't want a helicopter. And yeah, yeah, Cole was like, "I don't want a helicopter." But then Craig from Hugging was like, "Sorry, helicopter's already on its way." He's like, "Well, tell I us do- not to." I can't. He's like, "Can't." <laughs> I'm going to kill then, this guy yeah. if I hear and, one helicopter. And then he's like, "Okay, release a hostage, and we'll turn the helicopter around." <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird conversation. <laughs> Um, so then there's a struggle. There's top. a struggle. Uh, Colm gets thrown off. Well, he f- he goes to fall. Yeah, and Dave goes to save him. And they yeah. have this moment where they like look at each other and they're like, "Don't worry, I got, I you. got you." Yeah. And then he, they, they like smile. And then Colm's sleeve starts to rip. Yeah. And then it's like, "No, he's gonna uh, he's gonna fall." And then re- you, then you realize that it's like four you know, feet. Four feet. <laughs> and then the police just jump just on get him. him. <laughs> they get him right away. And, that's and then that's it. <laughs> it's yeah. And then, yeah. Dave and Jennifer Tilly kiss and uh, and, and then, continue and then small then, town banking yeah and then in theory he gets to titty fuck those giant ass tits dave wins dave fucking and the song over the closing credits is a an original song from the fake moby dick musical (laughs) referenced in the movie Oh, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so, like, sorry, right before that is like the police chief shows up yeah. and says to the the to the police officer, like, hey, we, we looked at your report. Did you go to New York? Yeah. And then he's like, wow. Like, yeah. So um, we got any recommendations for any musicals <laughs> like, we can go to? Oh, Moby Dick. Oh, must Moby see. Dick. Must see. <laughs> so good. Hey, would you like to talk about Dread 2012 for maybe not too long? I would love to. We are at three hours and 22 minutes. Oh, no. This is a four no, hours keep plus it under four. episode. Oh, I'm melting. What a world. What a Dread, world. The unofficial reimagining of Judge Dread. You know, when our first one was over three hours, I'm like, we'll be about the same for both. Because last week's part two was almost an hour longer than part one. And I'm like, this this week, uh, the first one's 310 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, this will be about the same. You're stupid. Wrong-o. You're stupid. We tried. Not hard. Yeah. But we tried. You're stupid. Who, I'm stupid. Who said dread? Uh, Leo Larkin. Leo Larkin. Australian anime correspondent. You're my guy. 
I had forgotten how awesome this fucking movie was. I had not seen this movie before, despite how many times Nick Mullen told me to see it, because he says it rocks. It rocks. He's right. You and Nick Mullen, birds of a feather. We stick together. Uh, we uh, Two yeah. short gay men. <laughs> Two short gay men. Uh, who make me laugh. Who make you laugh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I honestly had oh, I'd seen this movie maybe once in 2012 or 2013. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten how much it rocks. I I know when it came out, I'm like, oh, they're doing a fucking Judge Dredd yeah. remake. And then I didn't really hear much. And then a while after, uh, several people, probably yourself included, said, Dredd's nuts and it rocks. It's nuts and it rocks. Yeah. Um, so, unlike the first one, it's not Sylvester Stallone. It is, in fact, Carl Urban. I am uh... Uh, I got Adrian. lots of interesting things. Adrian, um, I'm the law. Carl Urban said... I would, I would have never guessed this was Carl Urban. Well, there's a reason for that. Carl Urban said he refused to... Billy Butcher? He, re- look like he Billy refused Butcher. to smile or take the helmet off at any point during the movie's filming King. or even in between takes. Ooh. He spoke with an American accent and kept a scowl the whole time and stayed serious to keep in character. My fucking man. At one point, a cast member was making a joke causing laughter on set. And Carl Urban killed Urban him. Urban gave him the dread stare, prompting the person to immediately apologize. Nice. Then, also, uh, if you're interested, uh, in an interview for Jobloadcom, Carl Carl Urban revealed that Dread was actually directed by Alex Garland. Oh. This explains why Pete Travis did not promote the film in any way. Secret this director? technically makes this Alex Garland's first, first feature film. Oh. Ex Machina's after this. Yeah. So, yeah. And then on October uh, 7th. That's so interesting. On October 7th, 2011, the Los Angeles Times reported that Pete Travis was prohibited from participating in the editing process following creative disagreements between producers and executives. Alex Garwin took over the editing process. His contribution was considered significant enough to make him, to, for him to seek a co-director credit, a credit, Which a situation considered unusual as Garwin had never directed a film before and had not been in charge of any film. That's so interesting. Like, hey, this this is going off the rails. Let's bring in a new guy to fix it. Hey, let's bring in a guy no one's ever heard of. Who was just the editor. Yeah. And then became the director and then directed a bunch of great stuff afterwards. Men. Yeah, men was okay. Women. No women. No women. (laughs) Uh, What did I say? Um... Yeah, so he never filmed for, never directed film, or didn't was never in charge of any of the filming. Yeah. The disagreement con- disagreement concerned a disapproval over the footage that Travis was providing. Although Travis was removed from the editing process, he was monitoring the progress on the film. On October tenth, Travis and Garland released a joint statement claiming that they had agreed to an unorthodox collaboration before production began. That Travis was still involved in the film, and that Garland was not seeking a co-director credit. So hmm. technically, doesn't say he's the co-director, but he, but, uh, but he is the he is technically the director because he was the one in charge of editing the film together, which kind of he's makes the you... reason it looks like this. Yes, yeah. Huh? That's really interesting. wild, right? Yeah, that's crazy. The uh, it opens with violence, all capitals, as per my notes. <laughs> uh, I'm literally my first one is just like that's pretty good CGI for the budget of the yeah. city. Like, it didn't look No, it looked stupid. cool. Stupid. Yeah. So we're like, we're post-apocalyptic. Um, there's like, there. I guess there's like nuclear fallout in most places. Yeah. So we're just making like super cities. Yep. And, and building up, not out. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's said that it's everything is from 
Chicago to DC is like the city. Yeah, so and like, that's yeah. it. Yeah, basically, like it's, everything it's, else is it's just like wasteland. It's like one mega city. Yeah, yeah. Me- it is in fact Mega City One. It is Mega City One. That's right. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Shut up. Hmm. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I wrote that Carl is doing his best Clint Eastwood impersonation because that's how he talks the entire movie. Does he talk like Clint Eastwood in uh, Gran Torino? Some, what does not he say? a lot. What does he say? I believe there's a, a use of zipper head at some point. <laughs> um, uh, a slur so old you can't get in trouble nope. for it. Nobody can be mad because they don't even know what it means. Nope. What it means is during the <laughs> you see, <laughs> uh, there was some like pretty god awful like written action dialogue, but but because Carl's saying it in like a very serious manner, uh-huh. it actually really works. Mm-hmm. Like there's some really stuff that would sound really cheesy at the beginning when he's yeah. sort of like first giving his like and like your first introduction to him, the judge stuff, the judge stuff, and stuff like it, it sounds like it would be super cheesy, mm-hmm. but he actually like really makes it work. He's selling it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is violence right off the bat. Yep. There's like a car chase and just people getting blasted. Oh, just fucked Heads exploding blasted. Uh, but one of the guys gets away. Yeah. And he kidnaps a woman. Name a Yay. woman. Name a woman. Oh, like... A- anyone. Just I, name a woman. Uh, Scott, name a woman. Uh, a woman. Just name a woman. Name a woman. I think I broke his brain. <laughs> So they, he gets into a, he gets into a Mexican standoff with the bad guy. Yeah, and, and he's not even Mexican. Nope. And the cool thing about the dread uh, the judge guns is that they're like voice activated. So yeah. he you can you can make it do things. cool things. So he shoots like an incendiary bullet into the guy's mouth, mouth. and it melts his, his fucking his head. head. <laughs> it's awesome. It is pretty awesome. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And he definitely delivers, like, an action movie line before it. I can't remember what. But there's, like, a heat or fire or something sort of pun. But there's no, like, wink to it. Nope. He's just like, I'm saying this and then doing a murder. I'm I'm saying this and now you're fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Oh, so they so they give him a rookie partner. Yeah. Who is, uh, that I forgot about her telepathic fucking abilities. She's magic. But then I wrote her white privilege telepathic abilities because yes. she failed training. Yes. But because she's pretty white and abilities... Because she's pretty white and white. <laughs> uh, she gets in. Yeah. So they have a discussion about like, well, she only failed by four points. Yeah. She was, and he's like... She that's, was close to and, not failing. He's like, yeah. that's a fail. Yeah, he's like, that's a fail. And she's like, no, it's a fail, but what? she's got these telepathic she's also powers. Magic. She can control people's brains and that's pretty cool. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so she's a mutant. Yeah. Right? She's like, literally a mutant. Yeah. She's a, a Jean Grey type. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's a dark phoenix, except for yeah, a white except, phoenix. Yeah, and there isn't a terrible movie about her. With aliens. Oh, really? With aliens, where they kill off one of... Or they essentially kill off one of the best characters of the previous movies in the first, like, 20 minutes. Kelsey Grammer's Beast? No. He's oh. uh, he's not allowed to be on those movies anymore. Oh. His politics don't match up. Sad. Yeah. Um, then we get to... At least of... it was because of his politics and not because he's a blue monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm not Republican. I'm a monster. I'm a, I'm a beast. <laughs> um, so, we, yeah, we get to go inside of, like, the Mega Tower because they're all sort of run 
like w- within, but they also live within like the rules of the law. Yeah. Uh, so we get to meet the person who's in charge of the one that the majority of the movie's taking place in, which is Lena Headey. Yeah. Which is filmed. Uh, this was filmed during her breaks from Game of Thrones season one. Mm. Uh, so she is like a drug lord. Lena Headey. Uh, overseeing the the building she's selling something that is called slow-mo uh, okay and i said what possibly is the point of a slow-mo drug uh well i think the idea is that it keeps your high going longer or it makes you feel like the high lasts longer you know what? but i wrote that's not bad. i feel like a drug called slow-mo that makes you go into slow-mo yeah is kind of a lazy plot device but at the same time, I'm not mad about it, about it because it looks very fucking cool. We do get a few cool things about uh, it. Including third-person camera shots where they catch a bunch of guys who are trying to do some dirty dealings behind their back. Yeah. So she has them skinned yeah. and killed. But then uh, her boy, I'm never going to remember his name, Delroy Lindo. Uh, Ta- Bokeem Woodbine. Tyrone. Tyrone. Tyrone Biggums. Tyrese. Tyrese. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Ludacris. It's not... I don't think he's a rapper. DMX? It's not DMX. RZA? It's not RZA. Jizza? No, as we established, the girl from Sharknado is the Jizza. Ghostface? Raekwon? Method Man? Uh... Capadonna? Master Killer? Wood Harris is his name. So basically, Bokeem Wood. Uh, it's got he, a wood He was uh, the main, one of the main guys in um, Remember the Titans. Ah, I forgot. Oh, we about... also saw him in Southland Tales. Oh, excellent. I forgot about the Titans. Yeah. Well, even, how, even though it's in the name of the movie? I know. Oh, he's also in uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Um, so, he, he decides, like, well, we should get them high before we kill them, because then that way when we shove them off the top of the building, yeah. it'll last longer. And then there's a shot where they, like show the because they're used in like you know like um va- vaporizers like for yeah. uh like asthma. asthma so they jam it in his mouth first yeah. per- like you see it going in mm-hmm. and then they he gets thrown off the roof and so you see like all or the top level yeah. and you see like the slow motion his view which cool it's coming back later in the movie and uh they throw all three of them off they die but then that alerts the police that there's yeah. been a murder they uh, the throwing off in slow-mo uh fine good idea but they definitely lie to us they say the drug makes things happen for you at one point percent speed mm. that was not one percent yeah that yeah. was like 50 percent. yeah that was half speed. it was slow yeah but it wasn't 100 times as slow no yeah no it was not it was not at all they're liars but i mean do you want to see that that's i feel like that's yeah they should have spent moving. like 45 minutes showing the fall that should have been most of the movie okay is that what the fall was about that is what the fall was about mm. tarsum um the manner Fuck. in which he delivers his spiel to perps is very much robocop yeah and not so much a human talking yeah it's it's robocop yeah um uh, uh, so then yeah so he's got to take this rookie to go investigate the murders she's had no field experience he like doesn't even really he literally says like in a very stern robotic manner if you lose your gun you fail if you yeah. don't do this you fail if you, so he gives her like the guidelines of being a judge if you don't kiss me when i ask you fail if you, if you do not kiss me when i ask not only do you fail but i will kill you <laughs> uh so she she goes he goes through all that and then they, they you know they go to the scene they talk to the medic guy who lives there who's like 
kind of playing both sides, but not really at the end. Yeah. But like at the beginning, he doesn't like help them enough. Like he just kind of is like, uh, "Listen, I told you there was a murder. I'm staying out of it." Yeah. Right. So they they decide that like, okay, like we got to go investigate this. It's obviously some kind of like gang thing. So they start going up the levels. Like pe- regular people live there, and then the gangs just the like the drug lord. Yeah. She just kind of like looks after everything, and uh, presumably like everybody pays her, yeah. buys drugs from her or whatever. So they go they go up like about halfway. They catch Wood Harris and all of his guys. They fuck them up. Yeah. They kill everybody except for him. Yeah. Then they arrest him. And then word gets up to her that like there's two judges in the building. They're here and they're, she's like, yeah, whatever. They're doing a raid. They do raids all the time. And they're like, well, they caught so and so, and they're taking him as like in for like questioning. And she's like, fuck, that's bad. That's gonna fuck us up. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, maybe we need to kill these fucking judges. Yeah. And then. She, like, you know, gets her goons together to go do it, and then they just start fucking blasting. So, like, mm-hmm. they run into heat. So, Judge Dredd tries to protect the rookie at all costs because yeah. he doesn't want to be responsible for, for dying. So much paper. But also, yeah, he, like, doesn't want to, like, you know, he, he doesn't want to have to keep looking out for her. Yeah. Says, take the guy, get the fuck out of here, I'm going to deal with these guys. Mm-hmm. So, he, she, he starts getting into... Um, you know, it gets into it with all these, all of them. He like starts, just starts fucking blowing them up, blasting them, shooting yep. them through the brain, <laughs> yep. everything. Meanwhile, when she's with uh, Wood Harris, and he, like, she can obviously read brain, read minds. So then he's like trying to like he's trying to f- fucking psych her out. Yeah, and so then he goes like. He's imagining her. He always like, well, he's like, like, well, why, why don't you, why don't you just look at get my brain right my now? Brain? And then she does, and then he's like, okay, like imagining us having sex, like, oh, so shocking. He's like, yeah. no, if I wanted to shock you, I would think about this, and then it like kind of destroys her for a second yeah because he obviously thinks of something just like real bad real fucking bad like yeah uh, like marriage babies Ugh. being happy together Ooh. him being a man her being a woman Ooh. worst Ooh. scott's biggest nightmare give me the jimmies the, the jimmies <laughs> they gave me the jimmies <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but he's he, so one of the rules that he said was like if you have to put down a perp and you don't put a perp down, you fail. Yeah. So over the course of this, then they are you know they go they're going up levels and there's more and more bad guys. So then there's uh, is this right after this or this before this? No. So they run into like just like a group of people who live in the building because yeah. she puts out like a like a page that yeah. essentially says like anyone who fucking helps us kill these judges will get like drugs f- yeah. money and she like freedom she basically gets a computer guy to trick the Donald po- Gleason. Donald Gleason. Little baby Donald Gleason. To uh to he's not an attractive man. He's not. <laughs> to, Neither is his father though. To trick the that's true. To trick the police into locking down the building. Like yeah. physically locking Physically down. Like, locking like, down the building. Like, like everything like steel plates shutters. Steel go towers go down everything. Yeah. Close off so, the whole building. So no one's yeah. getting out. So uh yeah. yeah, so so ostensibly so they can kill the judges before uh so the, and the judges can't get out. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, yeah, it must have been, I guess, it, early when they first got our boy Wood. Um, yeah, because there's, like, the the shooting scene in the... Yeah, the shooting scene in, like, the apartment or whatever, yeah. where they kill everyone but, but him. him. Yeah. And some of it is... And, and some of the people in the apartment are on 
slow mo. Yeah, and then you and so Ooh. yeah, yeah. There's a good one like the yeah. There the I I said the the slow mo shooting scene looks very CG, but big points for originality and effort. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good one that like goes through a guy's face. Yeah, they, which is pretty good. They did the best they could with what they had. Yeah. 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 Um, it, was, it was cool. So yeah. So she she puts out like a call of like. I also like that this is very futury, but they still use zip ties to. Well, <laughs> oh, it's got to protect the perps. I mean, we we perfected the technology, perfected, perfected it now, and use it forever. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah. So, is the back sixty minutes of this movie just them doing yes. uh, the raid? Yes, and uh, yes, yes, it is. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, so she puts out this call for anybody in the building to help. If you help, we'll give you like drugs, money, whatever, yeah. whatever. So then some like just regulars. Get out and mm-hmm. Judge Dredd is so by the book yeah. that anybody that does anything illegal is going to jail. Like yeah. it doesn't matter like what the circumstances are. If it breaks the law, you're going to jail. So yeah. he tells all these people like you are hindering a judge's uh, investigation. Yeah, you are. You have two choices. I guess there's like these cells that they put you in. That's like prison, but it's also just like. I assume like some kind of blocky test tube thing that you have to live in yeah, until you're cert- you're done. They your- call it like ISO cubes ISO or cubes? something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they sort of like try to kill him, so he like ends up fucking them all up. And then there's one guy left, and she straight up tell he straight up tells her like you have to put him down. Yeah, and then she kind of like reluctantly shoots him in the uh. head. And I was like, ah. white privilege's first kill wasn't even a minority. I Sad. guess that's progressive. I guess so. Like, I definitely assumed that she would be killing a Mexican. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, also, Judge Dredd, uh, totally a Republican. I feel like he's a oh. he's strongly Republican. Dredd voted for Trump. Yeah, he he's very right-wing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the rest of the movie is literally just Speaking like, of white and progressive. Yeah. A Mean Girls note I forgot to oh. say. <laughs> um, it must have been something to do with... Uh, Lindsay being white and from Africa. But someone says, oh my god, you just can't ask people why they're white. <laughs> which, wow. which To which I said, you know what? That's a pretty woke thing to say for 2004. Followed by them saying retarded eight times. Eight times. <laughs> Scott, why are you white? <laughs> it's, not, it's not It's not okay mm. to ask them why they're white. We are anyway. here with uh, Scott Henson. He's a gay rights activist. Why, uh, Scott, why, why are you gay? Why are you white? Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm gay? You're gay. <laughs> you, you are gay. They eat the poo-poo. Classic. <laughs> Three hours and 40 minutes in, we get an eat the poo-poo. <laughs> How do you know that we are tired and over this? Yep. We're so close, though. Uh, you can see the finish line. So the rest of the movie is them going up levels and fighting more people and more intense battle scenes. I wrote, man, like, incendiary rounds is fucked up. When he, when Why he's, wouldn't you use them all the time? Yeah, but I, yeah, I like, mean that it, shit's OP. If, if you're just gonna kill everybody, yeah. just keep shooting incendiary rounds. Yeah, there's a gang of guys. He sets a trap mm-hmm. where he makes it look like he's hiding in like a phone booth. Yeah, and then when they it's, shoot, it's phone booth starting. They shoot Colin Farrell, and then when they go to realize it's like one of their guys who's dead and hung up in the manner yeah. that looks like he's in there. Mm. Then he says incendiary rounds and stands on the other side of just. The, the thing. Kaboom! Lights them on fire, and they all start melting. Yes, it's horrifying. <laughs> but like, it, it's really fucked up. Like, that's like some chemical warfare shit. And I, I, the the crazy internal logic of the movie is so silly because like. <coughs> He refuses to kill Wood Harris. Yes, because he's 
a suspect in three homicides, <laughs> yep. but he has not been proven to have carried yes. out these homicides. So I'm like, I, I love that this guy is so important that like you're risking you're risking your life to yep. bring this guy in. He's so important because he's a suspect in three homicides <laughs> when you just killed fifty other people. But they were all bad guys. So is Wood. But we but but he, we don't know if he killed good guys or bad guys. <sighs> He killed bad guys. It's very silly. It is very silly. Why he doesn't just kill him? Like, he is not that high value as he is not. He is not at all. Uh, <clears throat> runs then, into, like, two kids at one point. I'm like, oh, kill those kids. Kill those kids. Doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't kill the kids. kids. I know. So, at one point, uh, four... Uh, well, so, uh, two judges show up earlier. Yeah. They try to talk... They try to get in, and they're like, sorry, we're ha- we're doing a lockdown protocol, like, drill. Yeah. But there's a fire on one of the upper floors, so, like, we can't let you in. And they're like, okay, yeah. we'll just try and get this fixed, please, and hurry up so we can get in yeah. to check. And they're like, yeah, we're working on it, we're working on it. Um, the reason why there's a fire is because they have two fucking Gatling guns on the higher level, Biggins. which they're like, after they've killed a bunch of the, the guys and they're moving up the levels, yeah. they just fucking unload at Judge Dredd. And oh, they yeah. kill a hundred civilians. A lot of... A lot of, uh, a lot of innocents get killed. Yeah. Um, however, like a lot of them, it's kind of their own fault. A lot of acceptable losses. They're, they're like hiding, stay standing your, up. Stay in your goddamn like, apartment. Like lay down. If you had stayed in your goddamn apartment, absolutely, you're fine. Or like get behind something that the bullets aren't going to go through. Yeah. Or how about get behind the bullets? Go on the other side. Join the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just hang out on that side. Yeah. Hang out on the side that the Gatling, that the giant Gatling gun can't fire at. Can't fire at. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Just take a take a lap around the terrace. Yeah, it's not yeah. that far. You could have made it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, glad they're dead. Uh, so then four other judges show up and they start scolding the two that couldn't get in. Yeah. So then they page and say, open the door. They get real pissed. Door opens. Yeah. And then they tell the other two, fuck off. Yeah. Like, you're relieved. So then they go like, shit, fine, whatever. So they leave. They go inside. Yeah. They start kind of like running down like, okay, what the fuck happened here? Like, rogue rogue judge decides to take down a bleh. Yeah. And then out comes the guy who helped them at the beginning, the like medic who was sort of on both sides. Yeah. And he comes in and says like, nope, that's not what I saw. I saw the whole thing. Like, this is what happened. And they're like, oh, so you're willing to testify to that? And he goes, yeah. yeah. And then, bam, bam, shoots him in the head. Dead. And I write, oh, no, bad judges. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote heel turn judges. Yeah. So, uh, surprise, surprise, the police are corrupt. Yeah. Um, then, the most unrealistic thing about the movie. Unrealistic at all. Yeah, yeah. completely. So, the those judges then go upstairs. They talk to Lena Headey. They say, listen, a million dollars, a million credits each, yep. and we'll kill them for you. Yeah. And she agrees to it. Dunzo. And then um, they, so they're, they're like, hey, we're going to go fuck him up. So, they kind of disperse to go find him. And then, meanwhile, we see rookie cop rookie judge who still has Harris um, and then he's doing the exact same thing that he was before where he's like talking kind of like dirty to her and like like he's gonna rape her I guess yep. and then she, he goes like why don't you come in my mind again and like well I'll show you so then she goes into his mind and he's like uh, you know like he, he she's like well like you don't have the handcuffs on and then he like goes oh yeah I don't have the handcuffs on and then goes like what would you like to do and so she takes he takes out a gun shoots her in the head and she goes like well you can't kill me in your mind yeah. and then he goes yeah well how about this and then he like makes her bend down and puts his dick in her mouth and then mm-hmm. says oh, yeah I thought that'd shut you up and then she goes really well I'm not the only one that can control your mind and then he like kind of like makes this noise and then you look down and it's Lena Headey and she's bitten off his penis yep. because the rumor is that that's how she got in charge of the gang yes. that she was a hooker who 
uh, she she bit off bit, the dick she bit of her way to the top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then he like, but he can feel the pain for real. Yeah. So then he like, you know, like he, he's in this dream state and he wakes up and then he like tries to get free to attack her and uh, she loads up her gun and blows his fucking hand off. And yep. I wrote, huh. I like barely reacting to your hand getting blown off. He like didn't, he didn't even really like he didn't yell. Non plus. He, he just sort of like went, oh, oh fuck. Well, that's my like, hand. Now. I would assume that that hurts. I think it would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So now Judge Dredd has to sort of face off with the other judges. Yeah. Uh. So he doesn't figure it out right away because obviously he has no uh, no reason to believe that they're not there to help. Yeah. But like the first one kind of like slips up and says like. Yeah. They're not asking about the partner. They're just asking about yeah. like about him. And then he kind of figures out they're like, well, there's like they don't know that there's two of us. Yeah. They should know there's two of us. So he blows uh blows that judge away. Yep. And then runs into the other judge who like they have like a quick little conversation. Then they have a standoff where the other judge uh shoots armor piercing bullets through a cement wall yep. that go through Judge Dredd, and I don't think that would happen. That those are good bullets. Those are those are the greatest bullets. Those, you are, those are made in the USA, baby. Those are magic bullets. Those are, if JFK got shot, which he didn't, yeah, it would be those bullets that did it. But we all know his his head just, just did that. that. Just did that. Uh, so yeah, so Dred, Dred's hurt. Uh, the rookie cop runs into a female cop who then. She can read her mind, obviously. Yeah. So she reads her mind that they're going to kill her. Oh, she's a bitch. Ah, bad guy. Bam. She like kill like paralyzes her. Does she shoot her in the spine? She might shoot her in the spine. And then she's like yeah. down, and then she has to blow her away. Yeah. And then she, you know, then they, she, you see, dread like hurt against the wall. They're also like, earlier, dread. Uh, I think before the bad judges come in, uh, dread gets on the uh, apartment wide yes. intercom and says the line. The line. I am the law. Adrian. Adrian. Adrian, I'm the law. I'm the law. Adrian, did you hear I'm the law? I'm the law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so then he he tells the other bad guy judge, like, wait, wait. And he goes, really? You like, you know I'm here to fuck you up. And what? You say wait so that maybe like you don't bleed out. or yeah. like, And then from behind, right. rookie cop blows her in the, no. he- in the head. So goes, she can. No, so she can kill you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, which is pretty good. Yeah. So then he gets up. Ooh, I'm concerned about that, but we'll find out later. Uh, it looks like it's slipping forward a little bit. What is now? The thing. Okay. Anyways, look at it after. Hopefully it doesn't fall during recording and make a big loud banging crash noise yep. while recording. Always fun. It'll be okay. We'll see. Uh, so then he, yeah. So like ultimately they fight their way to the top. Uh, then they they go up to where Lena Headey is, and she's attached like a device to her wrist that will blow up the whole building. Basically, essentially, like it's a destruct, like a auto yeah. destruct thing. Destructo ray, um, classic. So I, my 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 last notes are well, the last trivia notes is that the body count is one hundred and two, which good is pretty numbers. good. Pretty good. Good numbers. Uh, and then, do you have any other notes before the before the finale? My last note was, oh no, bad judges. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, the, I, I just put, like, the final scene is really cool. So, he, like, she's threatening to blow the thing up. Yeah. She's giving this big, long speech about how she he just shoots her in the stomach. Yep. Doesn't even listen, doesn't no, even doesn't, wait for her to finish. Give doesn't shit. give a fuck. Yeah. Shoots her. Drags her over to, like, the window that, the like, at the top. Uh, sprays her in the mouth with slow mo, yep. and then shoves her out the out the thing. 
Then she does like the slow motion falling backwards while looking up at Dread is really cool. At one like percent that, speed. That yeah, one percent speed. But that visual is really yes. cool. That you see it's him good. standing in the window yeah. as she's falling backwards. Yeah. Then she's looking around as she's falling. She sees where he sent uh, shot the incendiary one. Yep. Is still a guy burning On alive. Yeah. Boiling alive. Yep. Um, and then she continues you know, like to fall all the way down. You can see like the glass and everything. And then there's just like the most fucking super graphic yeah like the, you, oh. the the camera is under the ground the ground is see-through yes she lands face first Wrecked. her entire face skull brains everything yeah. just mush right into the thing yeah. and her body like scorpions over itself yeah and that's how she fucking dies yeah like it, it is so graphic it is very graphic and like pretty because so many movies get like what would happen if someone fell off a building wrong? Right. And this is like just not, like, yeah, this is not bad. This no. is, she gets real fucking pancaked and that's what would happen. And that's what would happen. Yeah. And then, uh, they, they get out and when they see the like police chief, the, yeah. the, the, the judge chief and they're like, did the rookie like pass? And he was like, yeah, she's fine. Pass. She did it. I fucked her. Congratulations. I don't think he fucks. I, really I don't, don't think, think he fucks. I think Stallone fucks. So, uh, because he yeah. took the mask, the helmet off in like 10 seconds. Stallone fucked for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think Carl fucks. No. Sad. I think he's too focused on judging to fuck. Yeah. That, or... That I find relatable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Let's try to get this under four hours. We can do it. We have eight minutes. <laughs> you know what? The, the video is five. If go. we just describe the video in yeah. real time, we're yeah. great. Uh, 2005's Bjork's triumph of a heart music video yeah. brought to you by orca bay orca bay owners of the vancouver canucks true uh my first note uh, just as it's starting is i hope this is a pro bjork request and not a making fun of bjork request because yeah. we love bjork here my first line is i love her so much absolutely but sometimes it's like she goes out of her way to be ugly <laughs> that's my first note <laughs> not wrong yeah uh, she's so, her own thing. So she's singing. Uh, I did. I did. Right. Speaking. Speaking of going on her way to be ugly, rocking a side ponytail. Yeah, love it. Yeah, side ponytail with like the other side of her hair cut short. Just nonsense. It's, yeah, she's weird. <laughs> um. So she. Yeah. So the the music video is very. Uh, the song is very silly. It's a very silly Bjork song. Yes. She has some good. She has some real normal songs. Yeah. And then she just has some insanely weird ones. There's some uh Scandinavian beatboxing in this one. Uh. Well, I. We'll get to that sure um i wrote is she is she just wearing a bed sheet yeah as, as a muumuu yeah i think that's what she's wearing today so she's uh let's just cut to the chase she's in love with the cat my well a after i get my initial things out of the way i my, my next note all caps is look at the little gentleman beside her uh a sweet boy i wrote that she drives like a woman oh did I also? <laughs> next next note after look at the little gentleman beside her in all caps. Now in uh, regular not caps. Ah, she drives like a woman. Mm. Yeah. Mine were reversed. I wrote drives like a woman and kitty husband. Uh, <laughs> then I wrote scat man time, but in brackets I said, or maybe it's more Jonathan Davis. I Like it's more like... Mm, that, mm. Yeah, <laughs> might have been doing some corn. Yeah, uh, or even some. Uh, I like a Bjork corn mashup. Or even some uh, Deantford. Uh, yeah, little uh, week seven preview there. Um, I want to see if there's a Bjork corn mashup. I wrote, 
I don't think white Icelandians should try to approximate anything <laughs> near hip hop or beatboxing. <laughs> they but yeah. but the more Asian-y Icelandic ones are allowed. Because they make some yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, there are Bjork mashups, but none of them appear to be corn. Sad. I mean, she did a whole album with Death Grips, so she did. Count your lucky stars. Although it's not a great album. Nah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not the thing I wanted. Yeah, it it's should, really like, not what I wanted. It should be the coolest thing of all it time. Really should. A Bjork Death Grips album should be the coolest thing, and it's it should be my favorite thing. Yeah, it's not like I don't have I don't have any songs from it on my iPod. <laughs> I had one on my Spotify, but I did not listen to it that often. Um, not only was there uh, Jonathan Davis or D'Antwort, uh, there was also yodeling. There was. There was full-blown yodeling. Yeah. Uh, so then... So, the, yes. I don't know. The, 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 it's not a plot, because it's a music video. Yeah, so she she wakes up with her... Uh, Kitty ge- husband. With her gentleman cat husband, and then she goes off, driving like a woman, to the, the bar. The bar. And there's a, a gets, bar... Gets a rowdy. Bar party, gets rowdy. There's white beatboxing. Yeah. Uh, she leaves the bar, takes... Appears to be a pretty legitimate spill. Yes. She, she took a good spill on the, uh, she, on the walkway. She probably did. Uh, uh, she, you know she did it for real. Absolutely. And like, she's no, a crazy person. No stunt double. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she takes a bad spill. Then we cut back to home and business cat. Uh, I was, uh, Kitty looking good in that suit. Absolutely. Rocking the suit. Uh, then he goes bipedal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does he come and pick her up? Yep. Yeah. Come and picks her up in the car. Yeah. Uh, yes, the business cat is driving a car. Correct. A full size car. Correct. Full size, <laughs> human size car. Uh, drives her home. Yeah. Uh, I guess he takes the day off work because of his drunk wife. Very possible. <laughs> she's a lush. Like he's he's the breadwinner. He's the breadwinner. Yeah, like she's she, the lush. She went to the bar in the morning. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she woke up and is like, "All right, bar time." Bar time. And I get. I guess. I mean, to her credit, all her friends were there. So all of her friends are lushes. Yeah. So there, she did the there right are thing. a bunch of boozy McFloozies. Uh, so, uh, yeah, takes her home. He's, uh, yeah, he's bipedal. Uh, very funny. It's because it's clearly just like someone holding, holding cat. the cat and then the person is green screened out. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I, I, I wrote with an exclamation mark, kiss your boy. <laughs> I, I wrote, fuck that kitty. Okay. We went different ways. And, but when they get real close, he does the big cat blink. Yep. It's such a good it's blink. It's such a good blink. Eye kisses. Uh, yeah. Uh, then he becomes a people sized kitty. Yes. Uh, so they can so they can better dance together. Yeah, they do dance. <laughs> they do dance. Um, and that's my only last note is it. what a well behaved kitty. It very yeah, very a, well. An absolute good boy. Um, I would have loved to see more of the fursuit they used for reverse shots of the kitty, where you oh, see yeah. her face and his back, because that's a fursuit. That's like and a, the yeah. other way is just giant actual giant kitty. Giant actual <laughs> kitty, yeah. Yeah, but it looked like a decent suit. It probably was just the back of it. Like, there, it wasn't a full fursuit. Maybe not. But uh, but the back looked good, and I, I would have liked would to like see more. more. And uh, that is us beginning and ending the podcast with earnest fursuit talk. Correct. As you have come to expect from us. Uh, I'm not going to... If you're, if you're still listening... Congratulations. I'm, I'm very sorry. It's uh, it's nearly midnight for it's, us. Yeah, it really is. Uh, we started three days ago. I'm so sorry that this took I'm so, so sorry. long. Uh, we will try to do better next week, but will we? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, Sarah's off pause on things, or Drew Sarian on Letterboxd. Uh, that's not Scott Henson on the things. Yeah. 
paypal.me slash not scott henson to to keep this going forever cameo.com slash scoot yeah manscape.com promo code cats 20 c-a-t-s-t-o-w-t-o-w why cats 20 why <laughs> turn it off this is a disaster why we still have a minute and 20 seconds before we hit four hours oh so we we, we did it yeah beautiful congratulations everybody we did it uh mission accomplished hey listening audience you got anything else you got anything else you want to say before we go off the air no? Okay. 